All right, we are live. Well, not really, but we're recording. Welcome everyone to the Price Ball channel for your end of 2020 Superlatives Brand Awards. We're so excited to be talking about the most exciting year in, uh, in sports nutrition <laughs> history in terms of <laughs> we spent a lot of time apart. Uh, even our video this year is going to be apart. So uh, I'm joined here by Mike Roberto, CEO of Pricefly, and Heather Jocks, our digital content manager. Our first time having uh, Heather on for the Brand Awards, and we're super excited to get started talking. So I figure probably the easiest way to start this off is having just a discussion about 2020. It was a, a wild yeah, year. Yeah, definitely. And what we're going to do here is some of you may be listening on an audio podcast. That's going to be like a big jam of all the videos we're putting together. And then uh, if you watch on Instagram or YouTube, we're going to split everything into its separate awards. So we have like brand of the year to talk about, breakout brand, rookie of the year, pre-workout of the year, all that stuff. So that's kind of the list. We might as well go through the itinerary. But yeah, before we do all that, um, yeah, we will kind of recap 2020 because it's obviously been a wild year pre-workout of the year, then kind of like, uh, I always like a non-supplement kind of product of the year. Um, mm -hmm. We got to talk about flavor systems in terms of protein and non-protein. And then um, we, can, we can get into ingredient of the year. We can get into vegan product of the year. Uh, oh, you added some stuff here. Greens of the year. I like that. There's been a lot of greens this year, obviously. <laughs> this really was a year of greens. And there was one other thing, mm -hmm. but yeah, so that's kind of going to be how, how, uh, how we lay things out. So we're going to start a little bit more broad and then break down and you can find each separate video on, uh, on the, the YouTube or Instagram channels. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited for this one because it was a challenging year for a lot of people, but it offered a lot of differentiation, which these categories really helped. It helped with these categories uh, previously. Like it was hard to say like, who's the breakout brand, who's the rookie, who's the brand of the year. But I think this year really differentiated a lot and gave us a lot of clarity. So uh, before we start, are you guys drinking any nootropics today? Do you have anything <laughs> on hand? I did. I posted it onto, uh, onto Instagram. I have actually a rise RTD I'm drinking. I just did some pretty hard cardio. So, but I was saving my caffeine for now. And I also took a cap of rodeo prime six X from NNB nutrition, which I'm hoping will be an ingredient. Uh, folks will be seeing in 2021 as a, the highest allergic side rhodiola. So should put me in a good mood. I may get a little ranty though from, uh, you know, just how 2020 has been. <laughs> Heather, I know you had gamer uh, this morning, right? Yeah. So I just had gamer this morning. I've been actually replacing that with my morning coffee. Um, really enjoy that product. I'm not a gamer, so, but it really helps me be productive and stay focused. And I like the taste. I could do a uh, peach most of the time. Um, but yeah, I had that and I just had some coffee actually before this podcast. So not anything now, but I definitely loaded up beforehand. I'm still sipping on uh I do glow in a full, like large uh, from core, like this giant bottle. That's how I get my water in the morning. But uh, I'm going to crack a little subtle flex here, but I have one of the V2 energies um, with Hi. the new Carnipure. So uh, these things are sleepers, in my opinion, in terms of focus. They don't look like they're a lot, but that 100 milligrams of Neurofactor uh, gets me just right. So hopefully it keeps me from ranting too much, but it does make me a little ranty sometimes. Under, so. Underrated ingredient for sure. And uh, yeah, before we get into anything, basically, I just want a blanket statement that as a disclaimer, we do have business relationships with basically every brand we're going to talk about here. <laughs> uh, we're affiliated with pretty much every store and every brand. And that's just how it is. Um, nearly everything you're going to see was sent for free, including uh, Ben's can, which isn't even for sale yet. So uh, got to make the lawyers happy. We do have relationships, but what I like is that we're kind of, uh, well, the, and first off, I've always said the industry has done so well that, you know, we could have done this type of thing 15 years ago, 10, even 10 years ago. 
And so we have such great brands to choose from. And we're going to talk a lot about that today. And then also, um, I don't know, we're a bit, I'm getting a little bit too old and stubborn to to care and talk about something that's not good. So there we have it. Yeah, actually, I do want to say the, uh, I'm looking at the rookie of the year. We only are affiliated with one brand on here. So these newcomers, um, well, I'm sure there's there's discussion there. There's a disclaimer that they don't have a ton of marketing budget to be sponsoring with companies. But, um, you know, I think that actually Heather and I did a really good job this year. I know that I definitely specifically made sure to be looking at brands that don't specifically work with us as well. It was a, something I wanted to focus on to make sure that we're staying as unbiased as possible. It's a joke that I always said. It's, it's, it's easy to be biased when there's so many good people this year, though. Like yeah, yeah think, we, we uh, always do love some underdogs, for sure. And I got a yeah. few that I'm going to talk about. Cool. So uh, 2020 was a, a, a very wild year for us uh, in terms of our growth, which was really cool. We brought on Heather. Um, what month was that, Heather, that you started with us? So January. And actually, it's kind of funny. I was looking back on this year and this year, like around this time, I was applying for Price Plow and I was, <laughs> you know, about to go back to college. And I was like, well, am I going to get the job or not? And I actually got offered the job the first week I was back in school. And then, you know, it just like, everything changed from there, but it's been about a year almost. It's kind of crazy though. It's flown by. I mean, my first article was, uh, I believe wax and specimen V1. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. But we got together when we were together last year at this time, that's when we actually got together and made the video saying, Hey, we're going to be posting this job. And that, yeah. that was a smart decision. You want to get people that are from within your own like fan base or within your own industry. I don't, we don't need a good writer who's mm-hmm. good at writing about tennis. Like we need someone who cares about the industry and Heather, you've done an awesome mm-hmm. job. And, and so it's been, um, it's been great. Yeah. yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. So and we, we really hit the ground running like first month. It got wild. Um, that first day on the job, we had something crazy happen. I forget what the article was, but like some, was there an indictment or something? Was it the ABH Pharma thing? I think it was the ABH. Yeah. yeah that man. was wild. I mean, we, we've had a, a year of just. Yeah, it feels like four years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I can't believe ABH was this year. Uh, and then moving on from there, we had some really cool movements in the industry. We had some uh, some big moves upwards from some smaller companies. Um, Nutrition 21 put out certainty. which We were moving a lot of legitimacy in this industry this year. Uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun. What are you, some of your guys' favorite moments from this year, or favorite well, uh, launches? I, want, I just want to take a step back and just be like, sure. in general, I mean, this year, no one obviously could have predicted this year. Um, the people, the brands that were positioned and not any brand who had their pieces in place and their plan in place, and they knew what they're going to do and they didn't have to do any big changes. Those brands did great. The brands that were in the middle of like doing a rebrand or weren't sure of what they were doing, or they had a lot of turnover or what it, whatever it may be. Those were the brands that really seemed to struggle because it was tough to get capture like new momentum you're almost better off just being Mm -hmm. a new brand than trying to go through a whole rebrand and everything this year and so we kind of saw um and that's what was interesting this year is like this really wasn't the time to do a major rebrand to me and and so the companies we're going to talk about like ghost is obviously going to be mentioned a lot their pieces were in place and they were ready to rock and roll and i don't think anything could have stopped them this year like literally nothing and nothing did stop them because they Mm -hmm. were ready to go uh so that that was the major thing i noticed like if you weren't if you weren't set and, and had your plan in place, then you were probably in trouble. So um, it wasn't a year for good to have like, you know, drama or turnover or anything. And yeah, things started with that drama with ABH. So that, that's kind of like my, my general feeling on things, the brands that were ready, you know, it showed. 
Yeah, Ghost, uh, they said a few times in that podcast yesterday, it's better to be lucky than good. But I think if we're being honest here, like they had their point, their, their pieces in place. They were ready for something like this. Brands that heavily relied on distribution or wholesalers that uh, didn't have a real in-touch communication with the brand, they weren't ready for this. Uh, I think that there were, there were brands like, I'm not saying they all had to be direct to consumer strong, uh, like Ghost is. It, companies that had good relationships with wholesalers and, and supported those specialty accounts still did well. Um, especially with accounts like uh, Nat for Body or the Nutrition Store LLC that focus on overall health in a year like this, that was really important. Brands, brands and, and companies that focus solely on um, pre-workouts and testosterone boosters and stuff like that, they were not doing well with gems are shut down. Um, but companies that had a really good established connection with their consumer or their brick and mortars, I think we saw a lot of actually flourishing this year uh, in, in some cases, which was interesting. Yeah, and it's a luck of money. We just got to say, like, obviously, we're, uh, I've been saying, we were in the right place at the wrong time. Like, this is an industry where we didn't really get shut down or anything. People uh, more than ever are looking for at least like some immunity vitamins or some information, or people still want to um, have a, a good protein or new functional foods, like stock up and everything. So it was, uh, you know, fortunate to be in this industry for sure. And I think um, one of the things that I, I don't even think every brand has figured this out yet, but people were looking for like the seasonal flavors did incredibly well this mm-hmm. year. There's been some really fun launches and they sold out so quickly. No one knew how much to make. And the, the answer was make a lot because people are like just looking for something new to like take them out of this warp, you know, what is this time warp or whatever you call it. Um, Twilight zone for just <laughs> even a hot minute drinking a new protein shake. So, uh, so some of the, the, the more fun launches were just, you know, seasonal flavors and people needed that, you know, we've heard about immunity a lot and we heard of, we'll talk about greens, but sometimes man, you just give me something to smile about, you know? Yeah. I think that uh, a lot of brands, not a lot, but the ones that did well found ways to own that uh, experience. Um, you talked about uh, a fun holiday flavor is one. Um, Glaxon went with Serenity and, and uh, tackled stress during yes. a time when people weren't working, right? That was huge. We, we saw a lot of people appreciate. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to go out here and say that I know for a fact that Dan and Ryan over at Ghost were using Serenity. I mean, like, people were appreciating that little bit of a break from the stress. Um, or even we saw on the other side of things, brands double down on gaming in a, in a few months where we can't go to the gym, we're stuck at home with our, our Xboxes and whatever. Let's enjoy that on supplements. Uh, there were a lot of different ways that brands distracted from the stress and the lockdown and the lack of gyms and training. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, I would say. Oh, go um, on, oh, I'll just say, I would, um, besides like the health and wellness uh, category, I was I'm going to say that one thing I've, or one space that's really grown a lot this year is definitely gaming. And then obviously a lot of people are even increasing their functional food offerings and stuff like that. Just, I felt like this year definitely diversified the industry in a way the brand started putting out different products and just like, oh, another pre-workout, another protein, another, you know, and I get those things. Like we all take those things daily and all that. We appreciate that. But at the same time, I like to see the brands address different areas like health, like the stress, like um, with Serenity and gamers now, like that's blown up. I mean, it's kind of cool to see these brands shift and how they did shift to stay um, you know, in the news and, and talk about and all that stuff and just stay relevant. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I didn't figure it out until three days ago, but Serenity, I, I can't tell you how many times I've actually suggested Serenity and I haven't even taken it. Like, I know you tell me that sometimes <laughs> I should, but I, I kind of like being amped <laughs> up. Um, and it's been, the reason is my buddy's like, Hey, give me something that's, <laughs> this is serious. 
give me something that's to make me yell at my kids less. And so some people forget that with the kids home all the time this year, it, it gets a little bit wild. And, uh, and I'm like, Hey, everyone raves about the serenity. And I don't think if there's mm-hmm. one failing the industry, I don't think enough people have attacked this whole mood thing. And I think Laxon really, really uh, hit it huge there. I'm not sure if that probably wasn't their best selling product. I'm sure it was specimen, but understanding what the market was really craving. And even people who, um, my buddies who are 40 years old and would never pick up a, a, a Glaxon specimen, they would definitely buy mm-hmm. a Serenity. So it was kind of cool to to do something that is different, but very quote unquote necessary. So yeah, um, I, I, I didn't yeah. realize a few days ago that I was like, I was looking at that article a lot to my buddies. I think we're, that's a little bit of foreshadowing on any discussion of Glaxon as a brand today that we're going to be doing is that it's a brand that is not, they don't have... Uh, skin splitting pumps on their their pump products anywhere right they uh actually didn't even want to make a pre-workout when they launched the brand they wanted to have something that was relatable to everyone my mom takes arc immune and serenity you know like they, they want to make stuff that your parents can take your friends can take uh and and i think that that's that was a little bit of a a good notion for me for this industry that there's up and coming brands that aren't just based in bodybuilding which was cool for me in 2020 Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what outside of those two, you know, areas of gaming and stress dealing with COVID, what were some other huge moments of this year that you guys were excited about? Cause we had a lot of twists and turns this year. Yeah. Um, to me. Okay. So I'm a huge fan of functional foods. So all the stuff that my protein put out in the last few months, I, I can't, I can't keep in the house because it, <laughs> like triples my calorie intake. So I've, uh, I, I've, I've loved a lot of the functional foods and um, I think everyone's continued to, to push the, uh, the, the collaborations or like just the cereal flavors and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I've enjoyed a lot of that. I, um, I personally had a lot of fun and especially with Heather doing the uh, freedom flavors launch with Nutribio. Mm-hmm. That was, that was a, that, that, yeah, that, that one brought in a lot of traffic for us. So that was pretty fun. Um, and then obviously, I mean, I, I just let you guys talk about ghosts all the time. So, so there's going to be a, a zillion cool ghost launches. Uh, but yeah, those, those two are, I, I had, I had a lot of fun with and just, um, you know, watching uh, action sledge, Seth Rosie, man, it, 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 if you let that guy in your life and you're going to have more smiles. Like that's all I can yeah. say. Like, just love that guy. If you're ever having a down day, throw on something from any of any piece of content that he's involved with, and you're probably going to end up better off. And so uh, I got to give him a shout out, of course, an action sledge. Uh, his two, two big podcasts this year that I enjoyed the most in this industry were uh, the HWMF from Seth Rossi. That podcast, I, I, I love everything that that man stands for, from hard work to family to being a good father, a good person, being uh, like a contribution to society, being a free thinker for yourself. Uh, that that podcast got me through a lot this year. It was, it was amazing. I had to really appreciate what they did there. But another one that I know Heather is really big on is uh, Hostile or Fuad Abiyad's yeah. uh, podcast. They talk about a guy who launched a, pro- a brand in a horrible year and owned his content so well. I mean, we're talking about a guy who is just a pro bodybuilder. He's not Mr. Olympia. I mean, he's a great bodybuilder. Don't get me wrong. Fuad is an incredible bodybuilder. He's like someone I look up to in terms of athleticism and training. But he's not Phil Heath. He's not Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he owns his following so well for just being a genuine human being. And his, his uh, brand of his content this year, I don't think could have been better utilized in the launch of his products. I, yeah, I, I, I don't really know. 
I, I don't even know how I started listening to his podcast, but I just started and I never stopped. I love like the interviews he does with the athletes because honestly, I never even followed bodybuilding. The only bodybuilder I knew was like Chris Bumstead. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know, you know, the guys like in the the open division, for example, I kind of just followed classic because of Chris and that was pretty much it. But now like I was like watching the Olympia. I was excited to see the competitors because I really love how like Fuad brings them in and like shows you that they're just the, they're like an average person, but they're doing extraordinary things just because of their mindset and stuff like that. And like you said, with the launch of the brand, I think Hostile did a phenomenal job with the formulating the products. Um, another brand that really stands out in my mind was HD Muscle and mm-hmm. obviously Raw Nutrition. We had a couple new brands come out this year that really did um, some big things in, a, like you said, a horrible year. Um, and I think that was one of the things I enjoyed watching the most. Um, another thing was just um, how certain brands stepped up to do no- donations and special events um, just to like one of the very first things that we started out with was the Australian wildfires and certain brands yeah. like Alpha, um, Alpha Lion and Ghost did the plant a tree thing um, and started to, you know, or I think Ghost did limited edition apparel to donate over to right. them. So it's just cool to see. I know there's a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of things that happened this year, um, but there's some brands that definitely stepped it up, not on the product, but donating, giving back and really just being part of their community and really helping when people need it most, you know, that was, I think that was one of the coolest things to watch, in my opinion. Yeah, and on top of that was the uh, NutriBio First Response Program, which was pretty cool as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I enjoyed covering that. I enjoyed watching Mark Glazer uh, do everything he could. And, you know, there's a, we, we forget there was a point where no one was able to get like even hand sanitizer. And he was mm-hmm. opening up buckets and buckets of the alcohol stuff he had and everything. So mm-hmm. um, obviously that, you know, couldn't do something huge on a worldwide basis, but you know, being a part of your local community, if everyone could just like take care of their neighbors and their local community, we're, we're better off. So sometimes, even though it's an international brand, you still have a local basis. And uh, and it seems like the impacts were felt there pretty well. And I'm pretty sure you mentioned that Glaxon gave away a lot of supplements too. And um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if they even talked about that or anything, but there's a lot of companies out there doing a lot of good stuff behind the scenes. And understand it's tough because with this immunity thing, like, Honestly, if I was going to make a video on my like antivirus scare stack, I'd put it on my personal channel because we have to be careful with like claims and the studies we talk about and how it's been such a just science got tortured this year and it's sad. Um, I, and, and brands need to be careful about making claims or like quote unquote getting canceled and stuff. So yeah, it's tough to like kind of balance a lot of this stuff, but there are supplements that I absolutely 100% believe that that can help and have an antiviral effect. And um and so everyone's got to be kind of careful with all that. But I think a lot of the brands did some really cool stuff behind the scenes and, and some were, you know, more talking about it than others, but uh, ever it's kind of sad, but a lot of people kind of had to like, you know, we always have to be careful on the claims. Let's just put it that way. So that's my, yeah. little, my little rant, but at some point, maybe I'll uh, post up like what I've been taking, but it does, uh, it does involve some of, some of the stuff that NutriBio did put out this year. So I, I did like that, but um, yeah. So the first response was another thing they did. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a tough spot to be uh, just outside of the claims of science and stuff like that, whether or not you're going to make it known that you are uh, donating to your local community, because it can come off as sort of virtual signaling to some people, right? But if you're doing it for the right reason, do you need to film it? I don't I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a tough question to ask. Um, and it's also tough because it depends entirely on your brand. Is Because obviously from Nutra's standpoint, they're very... Uh, transparent on their moves in terms of quality and their standpoint on ethics and morals and stuff like that. So it makes sense for them. 
uh, someone like Ghost, who not only did their uh, trees earlier in the year, with they sold every bottle of greens planted a tree uh, during, I mean, they, they were, let's be really honest right? about this. Yeah, yeah, but when, when all of this civil unrest started with riots uh, and COVID happened, they were in the center of Chicago. Uh, something that they won't tell you, which I will say for them, is that they their building is across the street from Trump Tower in, in Chicago. And their actual building got tagged the entire riots. I mean, like, I got videos from Dan of helicopters outside. Like, there were riots in the streets below there. And what they didn't put on their channel was the amount of times that Ryan and Holden and people from the ghost office were downstairs cleaning spray paint off of their own building. You know, they, they turned that around, turned around and started putting out support towards that community there. They supported M3, which is a, uh, it was a charity that had to do with supporting um, local minority businesses that were affected by the riots. Um, Ryan himself was helping out brands with sourcing uh, clothing and giving the things that he can to help them with their promotions. Uh, but that's not really part of their brand. I don't fault them for not talking about that, whereas Nutribout does because their brand is based a lot in ethics and morals and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a tough question whether or not you're going to really communicate that or not, because it can come across as sort of fake or staged for some people. So I respect it. Definitely. Well, cool. Hey, anything else happened? We're talking about, I couldn't even tell you what happened in like, you know, ABH in January, I don't, February, and then, then it all went down. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of yeah, new so, science with ingredients, that, I think, like ingredient wise, we had, we had uh, one of my favorite, I'm going to, I'm going to give a shout out to, uh, obviously we work very closely with NNB mm -hmm. and we assist them in, uh, getting these ingredients into different brands uh, through our influence and stuff. And one that I was super excited about, just maybe just because it was a first, was uh, Alpha Lion launching Superhuman Burn with their Calora Burn and uh, Mito Burn, just because it was kind of a first step for a company that we love so much, NNB, uh, seeing them spread their wings and seeing Alpha Lion uh, you know, trust these guys was really cool. Uh, and seeing that, that it's, a, it's a super different pre-workout coming out, a fat burner pre-workout, which we've seen done a hundred times, but never this well, in my mm -hmm. opinion. So that was cool. Uh, we saw uh, Nutrition 21 with a few new studies out there. We saw a, a bunch of different ingredient uh, advances in a time where I remember last year, a lot of people saying that innovation was dead in sports nutrition. Yeah, there's too many. I mean, the, everyone's looking for the next next great stimulant. And that obviously is not the direction that's going to give you long lasting success. You know, you might get a one-off here and there or whatever. And I'm sure the next like Dynamine or whatever will eventually come from Sean Wells, whatever it may be. But um, it was time to start looking for it. And that's why it's, it's great to see Glaxon and Joey bringing in innovative stuff and having, um, mm -hmm. having someone like Sean Wells at NMB Nutrition creating ingredients instead of formulating single supplements for a single brand. I think that was a great play for someone like that. And we're, we're finally starting to see stuff. And I got a, we're, I have that bottle right now. We have, uh, and this is something I got to give Ben a shout out for rodeo prime six X, um, which we just started blogging about. We needed a good rodeo extract on the market. That's trusted, tested high silicide. And Ben, it was, I don't forget if it was you or me, but you were like, NMB, you got to do this. Someone's got to do this. And they went and did it. And so starting to drive that yeah. change and we'll be seeing that ingredient in 2021. And uh, I've been taking it every day and <laughs> I love me some rhodiola. So it's, um, it, it's cool to see that there's a lot of innovation. I do want to say that a lot of the studies on these ingredients, unfortunately, because of everything have gotten delayed. And 
that's where things have hurt. A lot of diet studies, you know, I like to follow and all that stuff. Very, very little stuff um, has gotten published that wasn't related to the virus scare. So it's like, that is the, the disappointment. I have a feeling that we're going to have some sort of renaissance of like a lot of different research uh, blossoming out eventually, but a lot of stuff did get delayed, but that didn't mean that we uh, didn't see some really new hard charging stuff from companies like NMB, Nutrition 21, um, New Live Science. I like their newsletter. They're always up to something. And, uh, and this, uh, the IOA, IOP from IO Nutrition, um, this, I think that's going to be pretty hot coming in 2021 mm -hmm. as well. So we're seeing new innovations just because it's not the next uh, you know, stimulant or whatever doesn't mean that there's not awesome, cool stuff coming. Let's bring up uh, a little bit of a controversial one here, but in science and ingredients, uh, the resurgence of Vaso 6 obviously was held down by a certain lawsuit that held them from talking too much. Uh, Vaso 6 uh, obviously is back in the spotlight. They're back being found in products, back uh, doing the whistle for everyone. Our friend Matt Nickerson is absolutely killing it. And we actually just saw that he filed for a new patent on something called Cardia 6, which we're excited to hear about in 2021. Um, Matt has had a bit of a rocky entrance, entrance to having a trademark ingredient in the industry, but uh, I know we're fans of Vaso 6. We're fans of, of what he does. Uh, and it's excited to see where he goes from there. So that was that was kind of a big moment in this year. If you uh, had been following along for the Vaso 6 controversy, that was, uh, it's nice to see our friends uh, take care of business and, and, and succeed. Yeah, definitely. I, I was happy when my protein put it in their, uh, was it the pump and the, the, the pre-workout plus whenever I, I tell you, whenever I take it, I have good experiences with that ingredient. We always did from the very beginning when it was just coming up and it, I, I, I am a fan. I don't know exactly. I, yeah, there, there may, hmm. no, I, yeah, I, I've always enjoyed the ingredient. So that's all I'm going to say. It, I'm happy to see it back and I do. I think there's more science to be done. I think there's a lot more science to be done on it. Yeah. Um, they're studying it at higher doses. Um, and I think that we want to understand it a little bit better. But uh, it's funny, when I came from NutriBio, I was like, everything needs human clinical studies. We need to know everything. Like, everything needs to be transparent. And then, like, slowly but surely, people like, uh, especially like Joey Savage, I think put the final nail in the coffin for me that like, all right, maybe there's stuff that we don't quite understand yet, but we can appreciate it for what it is. If you take it and it feels good and it's not going to kill you like, all right. You know, I, I've, I, cause I've, I've pumped the Vaso six dose a decent amount. I, I joked with Matt that I need to try some more of it. And he literally sent me like, I think a kilo of it in capsules. <laughs> um, so I was able to take up to like, I think I brought it up to like 1200 milligrams at one point. Um, so yeah, they're starting to study it. I think the study came out at 600 milligrams. It basically said that we need more data on this. Uh, so excited to see them doing that. Uh, and we can support a good guy like Matt. We had him on the SERS earlier this year and just had a great time kind of questioning a little bit more on Vaso 6. Um, and, and, and that's also something I do want to say, something I was super excited about in 2020 was the growth of that podcast, the Supper Industry Roundtable. We did, a, it was, it was a, a direct thing because of COVID, we were stuck at home and bored and we were figuring, well, let's make something between a bunch of different channels that can be entertaining for people. Uh, and I think it worked really well because well, we got the views to, to show it. Uh, people were bored at home and they wanted to have something a little bit more, uh, I don't want, maybe like relax is probably the word for it because I think when we do these price ball podcasts, we like to get really, really nitty gritty. We had a little bit more fun bringing on people 
like Glaxon, Axe and Sledge, Ghost, uh, a lot of different people and just kind of breaking it down a little bit, talking less on the straight science and getting to know the people, which has, I think, been a really fun focus for the industry is uh, getting to know the people behind the label a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, and in 2021, we're going to move into season two and, and kicking it up a notch, which we're excited about. No, I think that was from my perspective. I used to tune into those. So, I mean, like, I was really cool to watch you guys grow and like watch the audience be more engaging and whatnot with that and like bring on different guests. Like, one of my favorite ones was actually Drew Peters when he uh, came on the yeah. podcast, talked about Dragon Pharma. Um, just, I just really like getting into the industry insiders and just hearing their side of the story in terms of like, you know, formulations and all that stuff and just the behind the scenes stuff because you never really know what they're up to. And it's cool to kind of chat with them just more on a more personal basis. and get to know what's going on. Like when we talked to Morphogen Ben um, from Morphogen Nutrition, like that was really cool to kind of hear his his spin on things. Right. And, um, just connect with more people. I think that was the biggest thing in 2020 is just finding ways to still stay, you know, connected. Um, that was really cool to see. Yeah, I think 2020 taught us a lot that we need more connection between people, that we taught mm -hmm. us the value of uh, that communication that we have. Uh, you know, before Mike and I get on our pedestal about the, the need of having actual interaction definitely showed us that uh, we have, I think especially as, as Pricewell, we have a responsibility to the consumer to connect the brains behind these communities and the direct to straight to the consumer, uh, however we can, whether it's through podcasts or content or our interpretation or Instagram lives or anything like that. And I think we did a pretty good job in 2020. So hopefully the world opens back up in 2021 and we can finish this clown world. But uh, until then, we'll, uh, we'll be ready. So I think uh, we're rounded out on, on a, a, a pretty good amount of You're muted, Mike. Yeah. There you go. Oh, now. There you go. You're good now. Yeah, you're good. Oh, geez. Sorry. <laughs> we'll cut that. <laughs> okay. Well, I was laughing that <laughs> I was laughing that someone actually said clown world on this and it wasn't me. So yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, I think that's pretty good for the recap. Are we ready to roll right into brand of the year? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm going to cut this. So if you're watching this on YouTube, there'll be another video coming where we're going to jump straight into brand of the year, breakout brand of the year, all that. Uh, if you're watching the audio feed, just wait a couple seconds, but uh, th this has been the recap of 2020. Thanks so much for watching and uh, let's move into the brand of the year. All right. That's stopped. And Hello to audio podcast people. This is stuff that no one else will ever hear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're recording. Welcome everyone to the brand awards from PriceWow of 2020. I'm joined here by Mike Roberto, CEO of PriceWow, and Heather Jocks, our digital content manager. You're going to hear that intro a lot if you're watching all these videos. Let's get into it. Let's talk about the big big award. We're going to start from the top here, brand of the year. It's in a wild 2020. And I think the way that we're going to set this up is we're going to present the nominees. We're going to talk a little bit about each one. And then uh, I guess from there, we will kind of say what each one of us is going to think for the, the number one, and we'll decide from there. So uh, Mike, you want to read off the nominees for today? Yeah, definitely. And just yeah, for anyone joining us, we did just do a video uh, recapping the year. So if you want a little background, you can click back on that on YouTube. Um, and Instagram and all that. So the nominees for brand of the year, they're not in alphabetical. Let's put them in alphabetical order. First one is Alpha Lion. Number two is Axon Sledge. Number three is Core Nutritionals. Number four is Glaxon. Number five is Ghost Lifestyle. And number six is Revive MD. So awesome couple companies there. 
Um, yeah, and everyone, yeah, a lot of people approach this year in many different ways. Some of them are more established than others. Um, I think one one consistent thing is that uh, we like to see product releases. <laughs> you can't yeah. stop to be the brand new without at least throwing out a lot of new new flavors and stuff. And so these were brands that were very very busy. And I think, as I mentioned in the in the previous video. Um, the brands that did best this year were the ones that were positioned and ready to rock and roll regardless of what happened. And the ones that had great, and you mentioned the ones that had great connection to their communities and their consumers and, um, and most of them to retailers and everything that were already set. Like this wasn't the year to go through some insane, insane rebrand. And uh, it wasn't a year to have, you know, turnover and stuff like that. And so you're going to see, um, you know, if we go to the, through, like, if you go to like pricefall.com slash, uh, core dash nutritionals for instance there's a news link and you can just look at all the releases that were done and so these brands were busy and we yeah. there's a lot of content that we covered on them and it's kind of fun looking at all the stuff they put out and uh and so yeah i'm not sure where, how would you want to do this exactly but these are the ones that were definitely busy they were ready they were positioned and um and they did great against all odds well, so you mentioned that the brands here are, were very busy and they were set. And that for me, I want to give two honorable mentions here, two that had to be in this list because they had kick-ass years, totally impressed us, but they weren't quite brand of the year yet. I, th I think in my opinion, and I, I, I want to put that out there, two that we could not have done this list without, but aren't quite ready for the, the, the title were Alpha Lion and Glaxon. Had to give it to them, but Alpha Lion was going through a bit of a rebrand this year. Right. First half of the year, they had some incredible launches. And it's funny because I had a story where I was, someone asked me about Alpha Lion this year. And I was like, yeah, you know, they had a great year, but I don't really think they're brand of the year, but they did have some great launches. And as I started talking to the launches, Jordan actually texted me. was like, I don't think you realized like what you were saying until you finished saying it. Because I listed off a bunch of launches and I, I like, they kicked ass this year. Their gut launch, their armor launch. Um, and they had a whole bunch of rebrands. I just did their proteins this week. Um, they had some awesome stuff, but they rebranded towards their superhuman brand. And mm -hmm. I, I think, I my, think, sorry, I was gonna say, I think that totally makes sense for them. Um, but yes. also I think if we, if we pick brand of the year, let's just say, for example, in July, I think Alpha Line would have almost been like, cause they started out hot, like right off oh, the bat, yeah. it was superhuman burn. It was bringing like new ingredients to the market, like Mark, you know, Mito burn stuff like that. And like you said, even moving into their health products, I remember like, People ask me all the time, what's a good health, um, gut health supplement, superhuman armor, almost uh, or, oh, superhuman gut, my bad. I almost recommend all the time. Yeah. So I was a really big fan of like all their releases. And yeah, if you do look back on the year, like I was doing a blog for them almost a couple times a month, every month, whether it was a flavor right. or a product, but mainly it was new products. And I think that was really cool to see. Um, they even brought uh, hydro prime to the market with superhuman pump. So I know they went through a rebrand the half of the year, but like the first half they were they were going like hard. I 100, think. Yeah, 100%. If I had, I actually had them as a lock for my brand of the year, but I got to be honest, like it's tough to give Alpha Lion a, a brand of the year when they're not branding Alpha Lion. They're actually branding Superhuman. And I agree with that. But the, the switch throughout the middle of the year is like, okay, I, yeah, as of the mid, mid year, I had them locked in. And, um, but with the switch to Superhuman, it's just a little bit of a, yeah, a turnover period, which is one, like I, I said, I agree with, um, and I, I agree with everything else, but yeah, I, I can't in my heart of hearts, give alpha lion brand of the year when they are switching over to superhuman mode. And, uh, and yeah, next year might be a fun one with them though. 
Right. And so I guess this is a good point to kind of define the criteria for, well, we don't have a, a rubric system or an algorithm or anything, but brand of the year does not just go to the brand with the most launches, right? In 2019, we had this discussion over whether or not Nutribio launching, what was it? 87 SKUs in 56, 52 weeks. Like, is that brand of the year? No, that's, that would be launches of the year. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from the time and work that goes into formulating R&D labeling everything like that that's incredibly hard i've done it i know how that is but that's not what brand of the year is brand of the year is <clears throat> to us at least impact on the entire brand actual sales actual like uh, joshua shaw had had a great point about his and i don't want to give away who he gave it to but who's going to remember the moves that were made this year for a long time forward right when you say like when you look at like the world championship of supplements you know 2019 2020 whatever who's going to talk about that brand 2020 uh and and alpha lion killed it this year especially in the first half but the second half was definitely more of a uh housekeeping six months right they they definitely released a few things superhuman protein is incredible i'm not taking anything away from that but they were kind of putting their cards in order. I know that for the last two weeks, Jordan's been off of social media, came up for a breath yesterday to talk to me and told me that they have completely changed around the corporate structure of their company. They've brought in a media agency for their content going forward, the paid media. And 2021, I'm very excited to see what they do. And I feel like a bit of a jerk because I said that in 2019 for 2020 with Alpha Lion. You can go back and watch the video. I'm going to eat my words on that. But 2021, I'll say it again. I'm really excited for Alpha Lion. I want to totally congratulate them for everything they did, but they're not quite brand of the year for 2020. They didn't have a consistent impact schedule. They didn't have consistent in branding throughout the year. And that's not a bad thing. It's just really setting up for a good next year. So I hope you guys agree with all that. Yeah, definitely agree. So, so on the other hand, the other honorable mention here, which like was if they were giving me a real run for my money and they're kind of making me sweat on it was Glaxon's 2020. And Mike and I staked our claim last year. We were the first to say, I'm going to say this until Glaxon loses their momentum. We said in 2020, they're the brand to watch and no one wanted to listen to us. Everyone was saying that brand spikes their stuff. There's no way it's real. They don't know what they're doing. They're copying ghosts and cycle. They talked all that trash. And guess what? All the other content creators and viewers are loving Glaxon now. We called it in 2019 and they did an incredible job this year. They shook things up. Um, and when we talk about breakout branding, it's a little bit more of an opportunity to talk about really what they did. But I, want, I at least wanted to give them a nod for brand of the year because I know for a fact these other top brands are watching Glaxon like, oh, shit. So definitely want to give them a nod here, yeah. but they're I not quite I don't know if you can it. be brand of the year if you don't have a protein yet, but, but <laughs> agree. But you, I'm not even going to say I called it. I'm going to say you called it. You, you say we, and that's very nice. It was Ben who called it. So <laughs> let's, let's, uh, the industry's bouncer is what we call Ben. So that was, that was all you. And I, I, I had not much to argue with on that one. So um, you were right. You, you made a convincing argument and it wasn't very long before everyone was convinced that this brand was the one to watch. Um, but not yet brand of the year. They will probably make a big run at it though. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. So that leaves us with in alphabetical order because that matters to Mike, Axe and Sledge, Core, Ghost, and Revive. Uh, these are four, uh, is that four? Yeah, four brands that really, uh, I loved everything they did this year. Um, we had a front row seat for everything, obviously, because we are affiliated with all these brands. We're very excited and happy to have that opportunity. 
What are your guys' thoughts here? I'll give you guys some room to talk since I've spoken so much. Well, you, you can't release whiskey and cola and not be mentioned in this list. So that alone gets you. <laughs> I, I, I just, like, I, I'm just smiling here. I just love everything Axis Sledge does. Um, and so I, I'd have to go through, through the, the news listing a little bit. Um, I just don't think uh, industry impact, like whiskey cola, it's fun. They, they brought fun and joy to a year that needed it. But yeah, like looking back, is this, are we going to say, oh, all that, you know, whiskey cola changed the industry? No, it didn't. It wasn't that impactful, but it was awesome. So um, they, they, they have the, um, oh man, my, my mind's blanking, the, the meal, the meal replacement. I was going to bring that up. Homemade. Homemade. I was thinking farm fat. That's a protein, but yeah. Yeah. Homemade. They came out with a actual quality whole foods meal replacement which for a couple of years now there's been a bit of controversy here and i'm saving price well from a letter getting sent to us for not saying much but there's been some controversy over whether or not you can really have a whole foods protein that actually delivers a beneficial amino acid content and they came out and yes they used whey in it but i consider whey to be a whole food for milk it's an incredibly well a great tasting product that also delivers very clean quality calories. Um, and I think in 2020, that was a huge claim for them. If you want to talk about different boxes to check on the rubric, I think they went really, really heavy on the flavor releases, the community growing. I spoke on our story the other day that I, anytime I wear an Axe and Sledge or a Demo Crew or an All-American Roughneck shirt to a gym, someone walks up and says something to me. You know, uh, it may be a little bit loaded because I don't fit in ghost clothes. And I think it probably would help and help with that too. <laughs> But mm. like Seth Rossi, like just pulls something out of like blue collar Americans that like no one else really capitalizes on. And it's, it's commendable. Um, and if you could wear that shirt and get comments that puts you in the running for brand of the year. Like, that's, absolutely. That's simple. The, the branding is doing that. So um, yeah, I would, it's greedy and selfish. I want to see more from them if, if at all yeah. possible. So like, because yeah, everything they do is fun. Um, the other one is a core nutritionals. And this is one where they're going to be discussed in everything like protein flavor, uh, pre-workout of the year. Like they're, they're going to be in so many of these different videos. And that's because they did so much. Like we talked about Nutribio last year, doing lots of stuff, um, mm -hmm. lots of launches that seems to be core this year. And they just hard charged it. And, and it was a very, very, very busy year. So um, I don't think I'm going to give it to core in terms of brand of the year, but they're going to be discussed in every single one of these videos. So not, not everyone, but like nearly everyone. So that, that says something I think. Um, and so like, yeah, like product lines, they just have all these product lines. I just want to see that brand mission a little bit more, I guess, than, um, than we've seen. Cause yeah, the product line is definitely there. Yeah. You got to give it to core. They uh, not only released like a bajillion SKUs this year, like, and, and they're, and, and like, let's, let's, let's call, Call for what is that they're playing the game on different flavors being a, a second skew and then like balls as well as the packs and like they, they, they definitely play up the skew amount by all the different variations but let's not take that away from the fact that they did an incredible amount of R&D flavoring formulation uh, ideation like all all of that stuff while also rebranding the whole thing in a pretty attractive packaging you know it's there's there's uh matte layers there's reflective layers. There's some bump mapping to and tactile response. It feels good. It looks good. And it's a very unisex, uh, like mainstream looking product. Like it's, I know a lot of women that take core 
uh, which is, I think that's kind of important. It's not just your, your normal hardcore packaging. They did a good job of making it appeal to the masses. Um, and I appreciate Doug's aggressiveness with his content. I enjoy watching his Ask the Boss uh, uh, podcast. I, I enjoy what they do. I got to meet them earlier this year. And this is our first year working with them. It's been a really, it's a great honor to be a part of them. Uh, and I, but I think like if we're going to talk about the weak parts of their year, uh, they did a lot in terms of just blowing up the industry with tons of new products. But there's not a lot of like, substance to the community and the actual brand mission like you brought up mike um love the products i think that they're going to be in pretty much every category that we talk about today but i don't get stopped in public when i wear the core shirts you know like, like there's there's not uh, there's not a lot of uh brand unity to it i guess i would say like or brand awareness i would say maybe uh not to take away from what they do it's just that part of it is a little bit weaker uh, and i think that we talk a lot about like checking boxes across the board you gotta check every single box if you're going to be brand of the year in my opinion so mm-hmm. absolutely love the releases that they did this year can't take anything away from all of that in the rebrand, but there's some other areas that I think they might have shined a little bit higher. And if they had the right community builders or marketing people in or something like that, I'm not really sure. I also don't know if also Doug's spread between the nutrition corners, Arms Race Nutrition, America Labs, um, America Energy, and Core Nutritionals. It's a lot of different stuff to be doing at the same time. Yeah, that's I agree with that. I think it was. It was quite impressive though, like like we mentioned, how much products they put out and even me starting to take more core products, I was really impressed with like their formulas, their flavors, um, all the new packaging, all of that stuff. I know Core has always been valued as a high high quality company, you know, yeah. transparent labels, all of that stuff. So I really appreciate what they did this year and how they just kept the ball rolling. Honestly, one of my favorite launches of the year probably was Core Balls, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really cool functional food. And I think they did a really fun spin on it. Uh, like, you know, but um, I'm excited to see them what they'll do next year and see how they just keep either keep going or, you know, like you said, build that more community aspect um, and just that social awareness, I think um, would be really cool. Yeah. You can't yeah. release core balls and not get mentioned in this video. So Yeah. <laughs> well, there's so much to like, well, I, I think I might've been So I was at like the, the beta testing for the balls, but I loved the balls even when they launched fury. If we had named pre-workout in the first quarter of the year, it would have been core fury. Like, for, like bar none, you know, it was, there, there was no competition to Fury at the beginning of this year. It was definitely my favorite pre-workout. Uh, it, there, there was some more competition that came out later in the year, but we'll talk about that when we get to pre-workouts. Protein, I am addicted to their post. I don't know any other protein that I've ever drank as much of as core post. Um, if I didn't like carbs as much, it'd be like the pro, or if I needed more of an MRP, it'd be the MRP. But their proteins for this year were like just insane quality flavor experience every single category we're going to talk about today they're in some form right what is it but yeah they're not branded the year they're like kick-ass product launches of the year or something like that you know it's it's yeah something needs to come together a little bit more but yeah obviously we're we're stoked on core yeah Mm -hmm. yeah uh revive has been an absolute like as someone who preaches eating real food and not like like being the, the supplement review guy that doesn't like to push supplements all the time, Re- Revive just got me excited this year because they've been able to bring in health and quality of life and make, I mean, like, let's be really straight about this. They've made enough money that they can sponsor Chris Bumstead and Hathor Bjornsson. Those are not 
tiny partnerships. They're clearly doing very well. Dom has like 17 exotic cars parked out in front of his house. Like, like Revive is, has been able to crack the code and create, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of content. Like these guys absolutely kill it at content. They're constantly creating new videos, new photos like, and, and, and driving that to the consumer. Uh, but Revive has cracked the code and been able to put a health supplement brand. They don't have a pre-workout at all. And they're in our brand of the year. That has to say something. Exactly. I and think uh, one thing that Revive did this year that really, obviously, besides the phenomenal products they put out, was getting BSCG certified so that they could, um, you know, be able to, now we can say, like, if someone's an athlete and they say, hey, who's a company that I can trust, that I can just take their products, not, you know, worry about cross-contamination, not worry about failing a drug test, all of that stuff. It's like, well, you know, there's only a few brands that do that overall. And I think it was really cool to see them take that money. Like you said, I know they could go buy whatever, but like take it and really invest into something that's going to help grow their company. And like you said, they sponsor some big athletes. They sponsor Chris Bumstead. They sponsor Hathor. They sponsor some UFC fighters like Stipe. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but they're definitely getting more involved into the whole sports setting as far as, you know, I'm really excited to see what, where they go, um, you know, next year with athletes, because, you know, you're starting to see them at ESPN. You're starting to see them on these major platforms. And it was, it's just cool because, I think we've talked about this when I was writing an article about Revive. Like, they've only started, like, what, like, two years ago? Like, it's it, it hasn't been that long. They've just year. really taken this. They've made health and wellness, like, very cool. And, like, just, I think just, like, making sure people prioritize that over, well, what's my next high stimulant pre-workout? Something like mm -hmm. that, you know? Right. And, and you want to talk about impact. Everything they're doing, everyone's copying now. Oh, I like they have this incredible lipid formula, incredible kidney formula. Mm -hmm. And now everyone's like, oh, I want a health and wellness line. Look how good they're doing. Well, Revive is doing it because they had athletes who actually had needs and didn't want to take 3,000 capsules to get their stuff done. Revive put it into like one bombastic, awesome kidney or lipid formula, whatever it may be. And now everyone's copying them. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing to, to, to come out with a good health supplement, but it's like Revive did it for a very good reason, not just to make money. And now everyone's copying them. So you want to talk impact. That's a company that made an impact because they have shown health and wellness to be cool. They're educating people and everyone's starting to copy it. And, and honestly, I learned a ton of stuff too. Like in, in the, the low carb community where I, I hang out with um, a lot of people are like, Oh, you can't naturally, you know, raise HDL cholesterol with a drug or a supplement. You can with a drug when people end up dying more. And it's a long story in these <laughs> studies. And I'm like, well, actually, here's what I learned from our revived lipid post is that artichoke extract actually does help raise HDL cholesterol. And obviously you want to use diet, blah, blah, blah. But um, but it's like I've learned so much from these incredible supplements they're putting together and they're using incredible doses. And like I said, everyone's now copying it. And uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff out there that people don't realize and revive, put it together. So, so kudos for them. But I, I guess I already said it once. I got to say it again. Can you be ran to the ear without a protein powder? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I think you can. I don't think protein is that important in terms of uh, brand, but that's a whole different discussion for, for, uh, for me. I, it was awesome to see revive do the thing. Uh, and I think they're just getting warmed up. I think 2021, we should be a little bit afraid for them uh, coming in uh, really hot. I don't know if brand of the year in terms of impact is going to be for revive. I think like they did a really cool thing and you have to give that to them. But in terms of actual brand of the year, it's, it's tough to give it to the, the health supplements brand because they didn't expand this industry. They, they just brought health supplements up to the face of everyone, um, which I love and I'm here for it. Excellent. And, and, 
it's a really, it's really funny because Mike and I hear all the time on intro calls with companies, we're going to be the next Redcon, we're going to be the next ghost. And this year we started hearing our health supplements are a lot like revives. Like mm-hmm. anytime you have uh, like up and coming brands mentioning you as a, like a, like a descriptor or comparison or analogy or whatever, I think you've probably made it and revive made it this year. I couldn't be more proud of them. And they actually, every year I have like my really heated video where I, get heated and revive was the one this year at the bscg where i told everyone i'm tired of hearing them talk about NutriCat because don't care where revive is manufactured because they have third-party analysis um so i have to commend them for getting me that fired up but i don't think they're quite brand of the year yet uh i, I think we're probably all in agreement there mm-hmm. it's tough because the one we have to talk about is kind of the the, the runaway choice at this point yeah, yeah, I know uh, every CEO that's watching this video right now knows where we're going next, and they're already getting pissed. There's already comments actually in typing, uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm not a big basketball fan. But you talk about like what is it, Jordan '96, '97, right? Like Ghost had that in 1920. 19 was like a huge layup for them. They launched uh, Burn, a lot of really cool stuff. Chips Boy came out, and it was like I remember us. I'm pretty sure Mike and I said like verbatim last year like how do they top this in 2020 um and dan keeps saying it's better to be lucky than good but damn they were lucky this year with the stuff that they had planned i can tell you for a fact they had gamer greens and glow planned i talked to him at the supply side west of last year couldn't have been a better year for all of that to launch and in 2020 they had probably the most dominant sports nutrition year in terms of just like taking over and destroying every single box that you can check across the entire industry. Um, like you guys can, I, I, I talk about ghosts way too much. So I want to hear you guys say it, but I have a little bit of a checklist of things that I put down in terms of what they did in 2020. And it makes it really difficult. And I absolutely would love to hear anyone's like testimony of why they think they had a better year than ghost. But I think it'd be very difficult to top the 2020 year that ghost had. Yeah. Same thing. You don't, you don't, well, I just want to say ghost. So it's, it's, yeah, they did it again. Heather, go on. Sorry. Oh, um, I just want to say in general, what I appreciate most about ghost as a brand. Um, and I, t- I told this to, um, I think Dan yesterday and I told him to him before, but what ghost does on every level, whether it's the formula, the packaging, the, um, marketing, you know, the licensed flavor collabs. I mean, like you can't, it's, it's hilarious when people ask us, hey, does ghost taste good? It's like, uh, I mean, whatever it says on the labels, what's going to taste like, I can almost guarantee that. But what I appreciate most about them is that maybe to us, we appreciate the full transparency on the protein panel, but maybe uh, consu- general consumer appreciates the flavor collabs with nutter butter and chips ahoy. Like it doesn't, like ghost focuses on every small little detail from the, for the consumer experience. And I think that's one thing and not only that, but they focus on their community, giving back, all of those things. Like they tick all the boxes, like like Ben said. Um, and that's what's you know before I even started with Price Plot, I've been following Ghost for a long time. Um, and I really I really like to see how they just not only they expanded their line, but they just like I mean they just every little detail they they focus on. And I think they're they're one of the brands that just like details matter. And whether that's there's a protein scoop on the top of your lid, whether it's not like a struggle to get the friggin' you know, seal off or something like that. Like the, the most minor things. Um, and obviously they make quality formulas, which is something we appreciate that, you know, they use new different ingredients. Um, and then they let you see behind the brand as far as their YouTube channel and let you see 
their struggles and they listen to customer feedback. I just think across the board, it's really, they just balance everything so well. That's, that's just why I want to say in general about them. Not that they've only done that this year. It's just like, this is what they've always done. And I don't believe that Yost is going to put out something if they can't do it right. Um, and I think that's, that's one thing that really stands out to me. Yeah, you talk about checking the boxes across the board. There, I don't think there's anyone that is as meticulous in checking every single box and having all of the right people in the right places. When you have a team like Ryan Hughes on the branding side and Dan on the formula and marketing side, like it's, it's, it's hard to find anyone else who's the perfect yin-yang to attack every side of it. Uh, the team that they've put together, they, I think they hired uh, just sort of 20 people this year and most into like management leadership roles. They established a board this year. Um, they, they opened their Vegas facility. So they have next day uh, delivery to both coasts, which is something that a lot of brands don't have. Uh, they, op- they started their joint venture with ABEV, which does anyone know any other sports interesting companies that has a joint venture with Anheuser-Busch? Like, I, I, like just, like just that itself is like, we're elevating our industry to a more level in uh, legitimacy. Once we learn about- Well, they're even doing like- the top for me. So yeah, yeah, like, well, they're even doing like studies and research with like new life science, right? That will hopefully yeah. come out next year or something like that. Yeah. Um, who who else is funding actual human clinicals data? Right. Uh, launched multiple new licenses like Nutter Butter, Bubblicious. Uh, they I think they launched sixty three SKUs during COVID and civil unrest. While like I said, working in an area where there were daily riots, there were helicopters from the police, there were people tagging their own building and they didn't skip one episode of their behind the brands, right? Where there are other brands that say that they're brand of the year and they can't even produce content, not living in that kind of area. Well, um, to be fair, I, I, I might have to subtract a point for running your business in a crime infested <laughs> city, but that's their choice. <laughs> well, Dan's moving to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, at least a little bit more free. Yeah, when we talked numbers a little bit, they grew double jits top line and over that in the bottom line. Uh, I mean, and we're talking about big numbers. It's not a super public thing. I'm not going to put out the actual sales numbers, but they grew double digits, which is a, a pretty impressive thing when you're already at the level that everyone sees Ghost as like, you know, already being a huge company. Um, you're talking about actual uh, numbers of sales. We can move backwards. We can work backwards off of what they've published. 83,000 trees were planted during the, the, the Earth Day thing. So that's between Earth Day and December, that's up until uh, the, the first week of December, they planted 83,000 uh, trees, which means that there were 83,000 bottles of green sold, which means that every single one of those bottles is 44.99. If you do the math on what that is, that's just one skew. And I did ask Dan, greens comes behind Glow, Gamer, uh, both of the aminos, Legend, Pump, vegan and whey. So if that's that far back on their sales and they right. sold 83,000 units in the, that amount of months, let's do the math on the rest of it, right? Let's, I mean, let's leave it for everyone to kind of figure in their heads, but Ghost is checking every single box across. And not only that, during this whole time of civil unrest, they launched Gamer. They became a Twitch partner, which is not easy to do. And they brought us back to our nostalgia of our kid time. Uh, I got to play a ton with them online stream. And uh, even we got to connect with our consumers better as a result of them bringing back to video games so overall i think it's well, and they even partnered with uh excellent yeah excellent as very, well very, for gaming on the gaming side and that was pretty huge i mean you haven't really seen a brand well i'm sure there's i'm not a gamer so i don't know all the gaming industry news but that was really big for them i know and i know there's going to be some really cool collabs in the future coming from that side of, side of yeah the game. It, 
we, we, we had uh, more than one brand complain about the amount of love that we give to Ghost for the things that they do. But I, when you stack it up and you actually put it out on paper and you quantify it or attempt to quantify it as much as you can, it's hard to uh, challenge that all, all. And I will say that I'll, I'd welcome anyone to, to you know, sit down and try to challenge it and give us some sort of quantitative reason. But from our perspective, it's pretty hard to, to challenge what these guys did this year. And I, I have to commend them. For me, they are, they are my brand of the year. And I have to say that. Yeah, I think uh, not only, like you said, quantitative, not only did they launch so many products, have great sales, all of that stuff, but the impact is really what um, makes me think that they're brand of the year just because of, like you said, like Mike said, you cannot get on a call, listen to a podcast. I don't even know how many times on the Sirs podcast alone, I heard Ghost brought, you know, get brought up. Even people who do not like Ghost respect what they do. And I think, mm-hmm. you, don't, you know, not everyone's going to like you, but if you respect what they're doing for the space, if there's brands tr- trying to copy you all left and right, you know, I think that is um, the impact they're bringing to the industry is um, hard to argue with, to be honest. So. I, I would like to travel to a, like an alternate universe where GNC did not partner with the Ghost and see what numbers the, the numbers look like there, because I can guarantee you they'd be like about one, like 20th of the numbers or whatever. Like it just seems like Ghost has carried some of their yeah. partners and that, oh, yeah. and I, 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 and I, I don't know the numbers and everything, but. Uh, well, let's, let's also say that they also uh, did all of these things during GNC's bankruptcy. Right. And one thing that I can say is that their D to C is pacing GNC. Like they did, you want to talk about people having their things in place. Your main partnership goes bankrupt. Everyone. How many comments did we see this year, Heather, of GNC is going bankrupt. Ghost is going out of business. Oh yeah. Like there's so many. Yeah. I think they know what they're doing. <laughs> one yeah, one small surprise, and I, I, obviously like it's Legend and all these other products are, are, are the mainstays in the way. Our Ghost Globe blog post that Heather wrote gets a a surprising, surprisingly high amount of traffic. So don't sleep on Globe. A lot of people. I mean, you guys know, but there's a lot of people out there looking for that stuff. And uh, I think that was one of the one of the products that surprised me the most on how well. It was received by both mm-hmm. men and women. Yeah. Um, and I know like, obviously you look at the product, it's a little bit more feminine looking. It's, you know, obviously they're going to do some clubs with their female athletes and stuff, but it's not just for females. Um, and I think it was really cool for Dan and Ryan and, or just ghost in general to take some really cool ingredients that maybe haven't been used yet or still under like from new live science, they use Astreon, you know, they use Cetria, they use these cool ingredients and put it in a product that was just like, I don't know, ghost made like boring products, like cool, like, who sells out of a multivitamin? I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just think they really, I don't know what they do, yeah, but they just our, really make products, you know. Our system has so many hair, skin and nails formula, uh, you know, products and all these, other, you know, the, the main brands, like a, like a nature's way or whatever. And they all have like whatever biotin and this and that. And like, it's the same stuff over and over. And Ghost is like, how about we come out with a huge formula that has, it's in a powder, it tastes great. And it actually has efficacious doses of things that no one else is using and it, mm-hmm. it kills. And that's, that's what they do over and over and over. And that's why they get brand of the year because they keep pushing the envelope and they keep doing things that everyone has to try to copy yet can't. Mm-hmm. And that's, and then you get to see it while tapping. Like the formula of how to do ghost is kind of out there at this point. It's there and no one can do it. And no one can do it well, in other industries. I'm watching other industries and no one gets it. And we mm-hmm. talked about this last year. I finally figured out what, the, what Dan and Ryan are doing last year and, and no one else. And it, it, it's kind of out there and still people cannot duplicate it in any industry. It blows my mind. The easiest way to, to verbalize it, which I found, was that 
Dan had ran, he uh, created a community that people bought in so wholly that all Dan and Ryan have to do is offer solutions to their problems, right? They were surprised when the multivitamin sold out, but I wasn't because their brand loves literally anything that Ghost puts out <laughs> because they, they've bought in. They're part of the community. They're part of the brand. <laughs> um, and I'm sorry, but OptiMen, Mega Men, all these other uh, you know vitamins out there, they're boring, right? So if you love Ghost this much, you're absolutely going to buy in on the Ghost multivitamin, right? You already love everything else that this brand does. What's one more skew in your cart that month? It totally makes sense. So for all those reasons, I mean, if they keep up this momentum, it's going to be hard, hard to dethrone them. Because if you really look at Ghost offerings, they don't have that many SKUs. Like someone asked this morning on my Q&A, like how, how long are they going to have momentum for? If you really look at what Ghost offers, they haven't really even cracked the surface of what other companies have done. If, if Ghost had put out the amount of SKUs that Core did this year, I might be worried they're going to run out of room. But they've really held themselves back. I mean, these last six months, they worked on the stability for pump just so that they can bring pump back out. If you guys notice, there hasn't been pump on shelves in a while because it was horribly plumping. Um, so they're ready for 2021 for their Legend V2, their Size V2, their Pump V2. Um, Energy V2 is coming out, uh, I think, within the next few weeks. Uh, the new SPK Blue Raspberry is coming. They've got a hardcore um, Legend coming. They have two uh, licensed products coming that we can't talk about, but I'm super excited about. They have, uh, they've been hinted at, I'm allowed to say because they've hinted it, functional foods coming out that's going to disrupt a lot. There are so many different ways that they can go. I'm excited to see because I, I even even Dan has said that over the next two years, he thinks Glaxon is going to give them a run for their money, but they've got some serious momentum and I, I'm excited to see who can stop them. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one thing that Ryan said yesterday on the podcast. They wanted to build a brand that transcended sports nutrition. And I think we've really seen that this year in terms of doing more health stuff, in terms of doing the gamer. And I think we're only going to see that be continued on um, in the future. So I, it's hard to say they're just getting started, but they just have so much potential. Um, yeah. And it's really, really cool to see. Cool. Well, there you have it. 2020 brand of the year is Ghost Lifestyle. Congratulations, Absolutely Dan and Ryan. Nice. Yeah. We'll have to make one of those little uh, shiny images for them and send it on <laughs> over. Cool. Well, uh, that's going to wrap it up for our brand of the year video. Uh, if you're watching, if you're listening to the audio feed, you can just keep holding on for a couple more seconds. But if you're watching this on YouTube or Instagram, thanks so much for making a point in the video. Uh, you can check out our blog post on this that we'll have accompanying this. Uh, and uh, wait for the next video. We're going to move it into breakout brand of the year. Boom. All right. So is Breakout Brand of the Year, when are we going to talk about brands to watch? Is that a, That's a separate video, isn't it? That's a separate video entirely. Okay. Sweet. So Breakout. Yeah, I'm trying to mute myself when I hear like dogs barking and stuff. That, kind of <laughs> up that was mine uh, for a little bit. Oh, I didn't hear yours. Okay, cool. I think we're doing fine then. Good. You guys ready? Breakout? Go for it. All right. Welcome to the PriceBot channel. Today we are talking Breakout Brand of the Year 2020. I'm joined today, my name is Ben Kane, by the way, uh, joined by Mike Roberto, CEO of PriceBot, and Heather Jacques, our digital content manager. 2020 has been a wild year. It was a horrible year to launch a brand. It was a horrible year to try to even start your momentum. And yet somehow we saw some brands really doing some incredible jobs. So 
Uh, let's talk about the nominees today. Sorry, they're not alphabetized yet, Mike. But if you want to run through them, we can talk a little bit about what we heard from these different brands, what we loved about them, and uh, we'll give you our winner. All right, yes, I will go through them. Do I have to alphabetize it? I'm going to mess up. All right, so the first is Dragon Pharma. Second would be Glaxod. <laughs> the third would be Hostile. And then the fourth would be Raw Nutrition. And then you also have Revive MD there. And Raw and Revive are both owned by the same folks too. So we got to mention that. And, um, and just for those of you seeing, are watching this on YouTube or Instagram, we do have a uh, previous videos where we covered the industry in general in 2020, as well as we just covered brand of the year. So you can go and check out those videos as well. This is breakout brand of the year. So not a rookie, but not necessarily, uh, or it could be a rookie, I guess, but not necessarily uh, someone who's super well-established, someone who really broke the mold this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it's kind of funny. In, in 2017, I do want to say, like Nutribio won breakout brand of the year for bodybuilding.com. That was a bit of an upset because they've been around since 1996. So we do want to make sure that we establish that this could be a brand that had been around for years and just reinvented themselves or brought themselves to the public better. Uh, although this year, Pretty much every one of these brands is, is, is a rookie in some uh, sort, whether they were launched this year or within the last five years. We have some pretty new brands here, um, but each one of these had a pretty explosive year. Um, they utilize their content or leverage their influences in different ways. Uh, but actually, all of these are mostly digital first brands, which is pretty exciting to see uh, in 2020. I guess it's kind of stereotypical for 2020, but also makes sense with the year that we had that there wasn't as much in-person meeting. So we see a lot of direct consumer brands here. So I think probably the, I think if we want to work backwards from who people probably wouldn't be surprised, they'd be surprised that we were talking about these, uh, Dragon Pharma is a brand that we don't have a business affiliate relationship with. Although we are close with Drew Peters, their chief science officer, Director of Scientific Affairs, I think is his exact title. Uh, something that we were super excited about is uh, seeing the stuff that uh, Drew brought to the table there. Drew, obviously an industry veteran from things like GAT, ProSups, uh, anywhere that David Sandler you see is uh, somewhere where he follows around. And um, seeing him on his own at Dragon Farm was really awesome because he brought some new flavors, some new fun formulas. He brought some Alpinia Galanga. Uh, and we were excited to see what he did there. Uh, what did you guys think with the Dragon Farm launches? They sponsor Mr. O. You got to give them props for oh, yeah. <laughs> bringing it home. <laughs> I think uh, one thing I really appreciate about Drew and what he's doing with Dragon Pharma is that he's just sick. You can just tell, by the way, Drew talks on podcasts or does interviews. He's just sick of seeing the same thing over and over again. Um, so you got to give him credit for starting to bring, like, who, like, uh, Mr. Baines doesn't have citrulline in it, right? It has nitrosogen in it. Like, he's just ready to bring something new to the table. And I've also liked to see him take that brand and really just make it um, not only based on like new products, but like educating people. He does a lot of education on his own platform. There's a lot of education on other platforms, such as for nutrition 21 on new ingredients um, brought out the health line. I think it was called daily RX and it was like stress joint supplement digestion, like all those really cool products that will help, you know, elite athletes like big Ramy um, stay healthy and whatnot. But um, I really appreciate it. And his unique flavors. Like I just tried the um, white chocolate peanut butter isoform and that was one of the best uh, tasting isolates I've had in a long time. I think he's doing some cool stuff. Uh, um, and I think he's just kind of getting started. He's kind of taking Dragon Farm and kind of went through a rebrand. If you guys see the labels um, and whatnot, you know, the formulas, I think he's doing some really cool stuff and I appreciate how he's doing things differently, um, but still staying like 
you know, unless it's still a effective product. And I think it takes some more education though, because I think some consumers will look at his products and be like, well, what does this do? What does this do? What's this new ingredient? Why don't you have citrulline in your pre-workout? Stuff like that. Um, but I think he's doing really cool stuff and I'm excited, really excited to see what he's going to do for, uh, 21. So, um, but his products really impressed me. I've taken multiple of his products and, uh, I've, I've really enjoyed them. Yeah. Mike, I don't know how many launches from Drew, Drew you got this year. I think you were mostly watching me and Heather talk. Yeah, about I know less than average. I'll say, so I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to say a lot, but um, no, I, I just mentioned my piece. I, I like any, I like when a brand can sponsor Mr. O. So with, uh, you know, I've been talking about Sean Clarita and Nutribio all year long and called that one. And uh, <laughs> no, so yeah, so I got to do the same for, for Dragon Farmer as well. I, um, I only know a little, I, I've tried nothing, so I'm not going to yeah. say much, but yeah, I, I was very happy with the, with the Mr. Vane's formula. Like, and I told Heather when, when coming to price fall, like you're going to be writing about the same pre-workout over and over and over 3.2 grams of beta alanine, six grams of citrulline, blah, 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 blah. Like, I love it when a formulator bucks the grain a little bit. Not that I hate citrulline. It's just that, um, I could find that supplement on the shelves anywhere on the planet at this point, give me something different. And Drew can do that. And that's, what's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've always given it to Drew there, you know, as much as I am from my own modern Nutribio, all about the clinical dosages, I have to give it to a guy who can make a product that is going to be in distribution and needs to meet certain margins, yet still delivering on effect. You know, we, we, I talked about how Drew, Drew is a disciple or a, uh, his mentor is Dave Sandler, who made some incredible stuff at ProSups and, and probably some of your favorite products of time have been from him. He had to make products and he's trained Drew on making products that deliver yet can make their way into distribution and not be totally unprofitable. So something that Drew does really well is maximize the effects through synergy and effective new ingredients. He's also been a proponent of some of our good friends over at NNB, bringing some really cool stuff there. Um, and his, his love for Alpinia Galanga, which is really cool. I, I really do appreciate the things that he does with his formulas. I think that 2020 uh, uh, was a really awesome warm-up year for him. I loved what he did with his health line. But I think going into 2021, we're going to see some really cool stuff from Drew, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I know he has a lot in the works in terms of like, even just on the protein side, like coming out with a vegan protein, maybe introducing some new ingredients in that, you know, just really expanding their line and really building the Dragon Pharma brand. And I just appreciate a formulator who's outspoken and who's not afraid to be like, you know, yeah. ask me about my formula kind of thing. And it's like, well, I can back it up with science. Like, I just really like how Drew, he's just very uh, aggressive at times, but it's kind of welcoming. So. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about someone who's outspoken and aggressive. I had to cut a few minutes from the service podcast with Drew when it went to our YouTube channel. That was one so. of my favorite podcasts. <laughs> right, so let's remember we were talking about breakout brand of the year, not formulator of the year. Maybe yes. we can make a separate video on that. Well, I think yeah. that's probably a good point here. That's probably one of the reasons that they didn't get slotted for breakout brand of the year. What we're talking all about Drew and his formulas, but what is the criteria for breakout brand of the year? For me, it's well, it would have been every expo I go to who gets talked about the most. Right now, it's been our Q&As, our messages, our behind the scenes talking with other brands. Who is everyone talking about the most? Dragon Pharma definitely had some decent buzz. But were they really the breakout brand of the year? I don't know how much their real, real buzz there was there for them. Um, and so for that reason, I want to give them definitely a, a top ranking here, some sort of like an honorable mention, respected everything that they did. I think 2021 probably will be the time to shine. So 
Uh, from there, I want to move in. I really want to talk about hostile because you want to talk. We talked about earlier uh, in our 2020 recap brands that utilize and leverage their content, especially podcasts, extremely well. Fuad is someone that I know Heather and I extremely look up to. He's a businessman. He's a, is a very smart, educated person in terms of nutrition and supplementation. He's a, a well-accomplished uh, bodybuilder. And this year, he laid into content and just like almost no one else in his niche of the industry did. With his bodybuilding and bollocks and, and real bodybuilding and all, all those different podcasts, he reached out to people in a way that no other bodybuilder, in my opinion, really did. He leveraged that content in a way that blew up hostile. Um, they launched in, I think, March of this year. Um, I did have the pleasure of helping them with their beta samples last year, uh, which was pretty cool because their manufacturers in America, we were able to get uh, some samples straight from them and help them out with some feedback there. It took them a little bit longer to launch. They had a couple setbacks, but when they finally launched, we had messages left and right. And I think if we had chosen pre-workout of the year in the middle of the year, I would have gone with hostility. <laughs> and this has been a topic a little bit like at what point of the year where we would have given it to. Hostility is one of my favorite pre-workouts. If for nothing else, they added nitrates and removed beta alanine from your traditional pre-workout and pumped all the dosages. And I loved the way they went against the grain with removing beta alanine, but also using a nitrate. They, I mean, these guys have some freaking like monster formulas and I have to give them respect for that because they also operate on a pretty large scale in terms of distribution, uh, direct to consumer. It's not a cheap product, but they do it. So I know that Heather's been a big fan and Mike, uh, I think in terms of just the hostility, you were a big fan too. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I go back and forth with the Pico too, but when I'm not in the mood for beta alanine, that's definitely a supplement you pick up. And yeah. so we, I always talk about like, yeah, ghost, ghost is doing it right and everything but how do you launch a brand right now and people love podcasts this isn't it's not rocket science it's hard work but it's not rocket science and um fuad is this is that is the blueprint like that is how you launch a uh, you know this is how you launch a brand in 2020 and he knocked it out of the park with it so total breakout very very uh very excited and happy for him and and not i know that not everyone I said, this is how you do it. Like not everyone can be flawed, you know, but that's, that's the blueprint right there. And I think other people will be copying that and that um, that's going to position him very, very well for the future and excited to, to see more from them. And yeah, the formulas are bombastic for sure. Awesome. Yeah. So last one here we got to move into is, well, actually, no, we have two more. Well, we can, we can, we can, Put two of these here together, Raw and Revive. You can put together as sister brands, both owned by Matt Jansen and Dom I. Um Raw launched this year. Revive launched last year. Both of them had incredible responses this year with growth. Probably some of that due to Nick Bocker's incredible uh, showings in uh, the NBC this year, becoming a pro, but also their content, their utilization of their, their athletes, like Hafthor Bjornsson and Chris Bumstead for Revive. In so many different ways, they grew. They had their BSEG certification. Um, and a lot of people were talking about them, whether it was negative or good with their manufacturing, which we had to establish at one point. There were so many different things that people were talking about with these guys. And it was an absolute pleasure to see them growing. What were your guys' thoughts on their growth this year? I mean, I think it was a very smart idea for Revive to create, or Matt and Dom, to create just a different brand and say, hey, this is our sports nutrition brand versus trying to spin Revive as like, hey, we're just going to do a sports nutrition line under revive and just call it as it is. Like, I, I like how they kept them separate. And I think they did a great job with their formulas. 
Um, right off the bat, I really like Raw Pump, one of my favorite uh, non-stim um, pump products of the year. And uh, like you said, I like how they just, it, those two brands just, they did phenomenal, both of them, but like they're very, they are in this like one direction and they're just like focused on what they're focused on. But um, I think it was a smart move. Awesome. Well, the last one here to talk about is the one that everyone is kind of, uh, I mean, I think they're expecting us to talk about, uh, Glaxon. Uh, when we talk about, <laughs> oh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. said, well, they broke out. Like it's. Oh, I'm sorry. So you thought you said I broke out. It's self-explanatory. You talk about breakout brand of the year. Who who like broke out of the gates and just destroyed it all? And that's Glaxon. It really. Yeah. Um, as much as I love like revive and raw just to, to go back and talk about that like it almost seemed like revive broke out last year and raw maybe could be like a rookie of the year contender um <laughs> all in one like who who just stormed out of the gate and like you know just rode out into the field and slaughtered everything and it, to me it's klaxon like they <laughs> they're just flying and yeah um i i just on, on on every single thing they're doing it's something new it's something fun it's something charged and you see the questions They're They're the ones that are getting a lot of, you know, a lot of people are asking questions about it and they're, and rightfully so because there's new stuff happening. So um, we love, we love fielding the questions on all the stuff that they're doing. And like I said, in earlier podcasts, like they have supplements that I'm recommending to people that um, aren't normally going to be taking sports nutrition. It just seems like you called it that they would be the brand to watch and they were, and they, they broke out and it, honestly beyond my expectations. I know that retailers are just loving it. And, um, and it's a year where retailers needed something to love. Yeah. I think that uh, it's, it's exciting because they wanted to, uh, in the same way that ghost was saying the same thing, they wanted to transcend sports nutrition. And I think there were a lot of parallels between them and ghost. And that was where a lot of controversy came in. And at the end of the day, we saw that they were clearly two tangential projects that went in different directions. We were happy about that. Ghost, uh, Glaxon did some things here where they challenged the status quo proprietary blends. Uh, they, they had things that didn't quite add up when, remember when specimen first came out, everyone's like, this is bullshit. It doesn't, it's not strong. It doesn't have uh, clinical dosages. There's no way that this should feel good at all. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just try it, dude. And I want to remind everyone that when they first came out, they didn't even want to do a pre-workout. This was like rudimentary to them. They got forced into making a pre-workout. Joey sat down and like in less than a day, put together pre-workout, launched it. And this pre-workout has challenged the masses in terms of what they're expecting, what they like in formulas. And it actually even coined the yo-yo blend which now we see other brands using, which is really exciting. Uh, yeah, and they've stumbled on some stuff that, you know, we've seen Alpha Yohimbi go back and forth and it always seemed like it was a very inconsistent ingredient. I think they figured that out. And yes. I'm a more of a Yohimbi and HCL fan. And, um, but yeah, the yo-yo blend, I can't full scoop it, but I, I love what they did. And they, I, they figured out the, the issue with Alpha Yohimbi and is all I'm gonna say. So, that, that product is very, uh, very unique. And I've said this for years and years, like we can go back four years. I like choline blends and they have an incredible choline blend as well. So yeah. just like those are the, some of the small things, but all these small things that go into their supplements turn into very big things. And that's why they broke out. People want to have something different and here it is. Mm -hmm. You talk about the check boxes across the whole board. You've got 
They're vertically integrated, something that they, they don't even talk about. During my trip to there, during my vlog, Michael even asked me like, hey, just don't post a lot of our manufacturing. One, from a compliance standpoint, he doesn't want his guy calling him saying that I put some stuff out there that just could be misinterpreted or seen wrong. But they're vertically integrated. They have their proper overages. Something that we talk about behind the scenes that isn't sexy to talk about is that their products are probably the top three most consistent products out there um, that are, are always properly dosed, always delivering on the feeling. Every single serving is exactly the same. Uh, they have a community, like they've been able to grow a community in there and a following that maybe a lot of it is intra-industry interest from brands that see that they're doing things that they wish they could do, whatever. They do awesome stuff there. And then uh, they also drove home some incredible new product categories, things like Serenity, were incredible. They challenged the industry with their, their super greens, uh, with the mushroom blends. It is some incredible new products that everyone seems to be loving. Their sleep aid, I've, I, I, I'm the token sleep guy here. I love sleep, but like that sleep aid, like challenges every sleep aid I've ever taken in terms of just how incredibly well it knocks me out and recovers me for the next day. And it seems like every single product they put together has this little hidden Easter egg in it on how it works which it really takes a little bit of extra effort to find, or you just got to go watch Joey's 35 minute breakdown of every single ingredient. But the attention to detail at every single stage, and lastly, their packaging, like mm -hmm. in an industry where we thought the packaging was gonna be the same forever. It's like all hyper-masculine bullshit, like whatever. Like they challenged all of it and they came out with some stuff that, that there's some nostalgia in there. There's some just exciting imagery. There's just some feel good stuff. Every single little thing is, is just fun on its own. You know, it, it's just, it's just fun to look at these products. It's fun to be involved in it. There's like, while I love every other brand in this list and I'm super excited for each one of them, it is hard to give it to anyone but Glaxon here. They are absolutely the brand that broke out the most, that excited us the most, and had us talking pretty much every single day this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. I think Glaxon did some really cool things this year, um, and I'm really excited to see what 2021 brings because, like you said, they didn't even want to create a pre-workout. I think consumers are going to start demanding products from them, like, hey, give us, give us a good gut health supplement. Give us a good joint health supplement. Like, we already get DMs uh, all the time. Is Glaxon yeah. going to make this? Is Glaxon going to make a protein? And I know they said before, oh, we're never making a protein, but they'll figure it out. Like it just, um, and I'm excited to see their formulas. Cause like you said, you look at a, a formula that Glaxon created. I have to ask Joey, like if I'm running a blog, I'm like, Hey, what's this for? Because I know it's there for a reason. Um, and I know there's maybe a hidden purpose that I don't know. So I think it's cool just to like have that yeah. side of it where Joey's the education guy. And if you really want to go to him, like he's very open, transparent to letting you know what's up. And I really appreciate that from a consumer standpoint. Cool. Well, I think it's it's pretty set. It's pretty easy. We can say here, 2020 breakout brand of the year. Happily wants to give it over and congratulate uh, Glaxon. Uh, they did an incredible job entering into the space after being veterans of different industries of the space that came together and created a brand that uh, excited all of us and made us remember kind of why we got into this. So couldn't be more happy with how it worked out. Um, and we're excited to see, let's see, maybe next year if they can uh, take that not be their novice anymore and make a run for actual brand of the year. <laughs> they could do it. I think, I think they're, I think they're going to make a good run for the money for brand of the year. Someone's going to stop ghost. So uh, let's, let's see if Mike Bischoff and Joey Savage over there can do it. Well, I know that's like the brand ghost is watching. I mean, Dan, Dan has said before, like, Hey, I tried the product all the time. Like he's, he was taking slice. I think their fat burner mm -hmm. or no, it was thermal. Cause he wanted thermal. to see how the mitoburn was and, 
he's, he tries out different products from them just to see how they go. Cause like you said, people look at their products and they think no way is it that good or no way is it this or that. And it's like, just try it and find yeah, out, you know, just try it. Cool. Awesome. Well, congrats, Glaxon. Uh, we're going to have a few more videos coming out. We've got a long day of recording today. So if you're, if you're watching this, check it out. There's going to be some more coming. Thanks so much for watching. And if you're on the audio feed, let's just wait a couple seconds and you hear that for the next one coming soon. All right. Uh, you guys got to give me one second because I'm a little worried with the way that this Zoom file works. I'm not 100% uh, convert. All right, so we're gonna move into Rookie of the Year. All right, welcome everyone back to the PriceWell channel. Today is the big day of awards recording. We're talking today about Rookie of the Year. I'm joined today by Mike Roberto, CEO of PriceBot, and Heather Jacques, our digital content manager. Today we've got four rookies of the year, these being brands, uh, so you guys understand what we're talking about. Brands that started in 2020, uh, this is not breakout brand of the year where it could have been for many years. These guys had to have launched this year and what a year it was to launch a brand. So, uh, Mike, Heather, you, I see both of you guys are on this document. Anyone want to do the honors of listing the nominees? Heather, yeah, so the first the one, couple. <laughs> I'll do it. Um, so the first one's HD Muscle. Um, then we have Raw Nutrition, which is co-owned by um, Matt and Dom at ReviveMD. Just want to mention that. And then Hostile from... Fuad Abiyad, very famous bodybuilder. And then we got Beam, which is a very interesting brand. Um, has an interesting backstory to it, um, the name and whatnot, which um, we could get into, but they've done all of these brands have done some really cool stuff this year that I'm excited to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, this year was a year that we've really put, I mean, we had some criticism in terms of who we're sponsored by. And, and we do have to mention that a lot of these times we have uh, business affiliate relationships. I'll do that for Mike today. Uh, but uh, excitingly in this class, um, we have done some work with Beam and Campus Protein in the past, but the only one that we have an ongoing business affiliate relationship with is Raw, which we're super excited about, but we're even more excited about to be uh, talking about and uh, I guess not working with, but just talking about brands that aren't really always within our ecosystem. So HD Muscle, Hostile, and Beam are brands that we uh, still uh, communicate with, uh, sometimes receive products from, but we don't have an ongoing business affiliate relationship with, which is pretty exciting. So. Uh, I guess I want to start with the Beam because Beam was a brand that I was really excited about in the beginning of this year when uh, Mike Udall reached out and we talked about what the brand was, where Beam came from. Uh, there's not a lot of brands out there, I say to this claim at least, that have a really like heartfelt story that really sets them apart, you know, and, and that was huge for me was that Beam had a real story. It wasn't just, we remove prop blends. Cause I've heard that like 50 times now, like transparency or whatever. That's a great moral standpoint, but of an actual standpoint of, of, of standing apart, Mike having uh, recovered from this huge cancer, I forget exactly where it was in his body, but it was a huge fight. And this, uh, this, this technology that saved him was called Beam. And he wanted to put this product line out there and give back. And it was really heartfelt and, and warm and we loved it. And their products were pretty different. Uh, their vegan protein was what kind of took the, the, the industry by storm. It was, it tasted good. It had a good texture to it. The whey flavors were great. The pre-workout wasn't really for me in terms of intensity, but I know Heather, you liked it because you aren't a big stim fan. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they just seem to have this, this branding and this community that's just feel good. Right. And they were definitely rookies. While these guys do have campus protein, it's no secret. They might not broadcast it a ton. We can say that that's, you know, where they're from. 
they didn't really have a brand previously, at, at least in this kind of standpoint that's distributed outside of their own uh, channel. So what did you guys think of Beam? Were you impressed with it, what they did? Did you think they followed through for the rest of the year? Love the vegan. I think uh, they were very- I have a question though with the launch. Okay, did, they didn't really utilize campus protein though, did they? No, no they, they, they Yeah, they separate those brands essentially. I, mean, I, I am sure there's a good reason. I honestly like don't fully agree. I know you don't want to like kill your campus protein list, but there's an opportunity there. That's the point of like creating something is that you can create more off of it, especially when that more is something really good. I think that that may have been a missed opportunity to, to go even bigger and, and stronger and bolder. Could you even call it a, products, uh, but I don't could, know. Yeah. Could you even call it a rookie mistake? <laughs> ah, I, from the outside <laughs> perspective, I do, to be honest, yeah. but I don't know the story, you know? So I yeah. get why you might not want to cannibalize. You might have two completely diff different business, business units, many reasons. But um, I will say though, and I, I only had a few of the sample packets of the, yeah. the vegan. I, I did love that, uh, the blueberry flavor. So I, yeah. I think that they were one of the ones that really started pushing, not started, but they pushed the vegan market further into this is almost like a dairy milkshake, not exactly a whey or milk isolate or any of that, but it's getting there. And they, they pushed the envelope a little bit. So I got to give them props for that alone. Cool. Yeah. Heather, you yeah, were the, you I really were the, liked their, you were the one. Yeah. I mean, I really, I was a fan of the pre-workout, but it's no surprise. I don't really like high stim pre-workouts. And I think at one scoop, it's like 125 milligrams, nothing crazy for caffeine. But for me, it really uh, just felt well. It was a good balanced pre-workout. Um, like I said, I know it's not for everyone, but, um, and they really hit the flavors hard. I think their mango lime um, flavor for their pre-workout was very good. Their protein, they just sent over their new flavor, the vanilla uh, soft serve is delicious. And I've, I've heard some good feedback across the board from the other flavors as well. Um, I know the vegan protein was a big um, highlight of their launch, but I think one of the things that kind of like, not it was a downfall and I don't know how COVID affected them and all that. So launching a brand obviously during this time is very difficult. I think their launch was very strong with what they came out with. And then they kind of like died off a little bit in terms of like new product launches. Um, they did have obviously new flavors, stuff like that, but, um, and they had a good story behind the brand. Um, and I, their packaging was phenomenal as well. Very high quality stuff there. So I'm excited to see what they do in the future. Um, but I think they started out very strong, but then just kind of like, you know, they're kind of just like waiting for what's to come next year and whatnot. But um, I was impressed, like I said, with uh, a lot of the products they came out with and flavors in particular. Yeah, I think they did. I mean, this was definitely the year of the vegan and definitely the year of the greens, too. They did greens, but the greens didn't really stick the same way. Um, I love their, their story in the beginning of the year, but it seemed to almost like fizzle out. Um, love their flavors. We just got their vanilla. It's incredible. It's awesome. But can flavors really carry you to the next level? I'm not too sure about that. Mm -hmm. I do think that they're going to probably hit a wall where they're going to need to step things up. And I think that these guys have the resources to do it. They have the people in place and the, and the right uh, checks and balances. I think they're going to do it. Uh, I'm just excited for them to do it. So mm -hmm. Uh, got to congratulate them, but they're probably my honorable mention for rookie of the year this year. Uh, and, and I think just that in itself is a huge accomplishment for them. I think in their first year, got to give them congrats. So after that, we should talk about HD muscle because we, we, uh, Heather and I even had a call with them earlier mm -hmm. this year, huge fans of Dorian Hamilton, a great coach, great athlete, very knowledgeable. And I remember getting on that call with them. I didn't know very much about them really, but I was impressed because 
I mean, guys, how many times do we get on phone calls with bodybuilders that started a brand and we're like, it, I hate influencer brands. Like, I just hate like having to like uh, act like it's interesting, act like it is anything other than whatever else is out there. But these guys knew their shit. They're successful businessmen in other areas. They knew what they were doing. They had a great manufacturer. They, they, they still have a great manufacturer. Uh, they do the right things. And they're pre presenting products to the industry that are not just uh, blood flow and protein and stim, right? They did a great job with their Glyco HG, um, their HG. carb. Yeah, their, their, their car product, I was a huge fan of. Um, they're offering things kind of in a similar vein to what we were just talking about, Revive MD. Bringing like health is, is back to the sexy forefront of the industry. Um, doing an awesome job. And I think that in terms of being a rookie in 2020, this is a really hard year to do what they did. Uh, and I, I, was, I was impressed to say the least. I think I actually just spoke to Noah, not, the, not Noah, um... Dorian, not that long ago, he actually is um, in Popeyes now, which is one of the biggest retail chains in Canada. 100%. Obviously, this is a Canadian brand, but they do sell in the U.S. Um, I think their product launch, like we've said, with Beam started out very strong. Um, they, they, what did they launch? Like three pre-workouts, uh, you know, a non-stim, a stim base, and then almost like a higher stim for the United States. And then they launched a protein this year. They did the Vite HD, which is huge. Like, I mean, that is like a all-in-one health supplement. It's not really just vitamins, minerals. It's it's just loaded. Um and they sponsored tons of really big athletes like um, Brian is, um, I thought, I forgot his last name, but Brian, he's one of the, he got third place in the classic um, physique, yeah. Mr. Olympia. Like they just sponsored some really big time athletes and really made an impact uh, and really made their name made in like the, like more bodybuilding type industry, I guess. Yeah, they leveraged content in a very interesting way. They own that gym up in Canada where they were able to uh, just create in-house content constantly. They have Antoine Viant on their team who is like long-term, one of my, he, he, I think he was the person that made me want to be a content creator, if we're being honest here, which is pretty cool because it's what I do every single day now. Like he, he is one of the most entertaining, interesting, like just cool people that loves to put out content for people. Um, and they were able to get him onto the team and, and really bring him to the, a core member there. Uh, I love everything they're doing. And I think that 2021 is going to be a really good platform for them. Uh, I'll say it again, if we can end this clown world and open up the world again, uh, if they can have the opportunity to get out in person with people um, and continue the path that they're on, I think that they could have a breakout year next year for sure. Yeah, I think growing the brand more would be like really big for them and I think like we talked about them on the phone, they were like, really, they're going to bring in more health supplements and whatnot since they started out really strong with the performance side. So I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah. Mike, I don't I, think you did too much with them, right? I haven't said anything. I, all I'm going to say is I love their carb stack. I, uh, their carb HD and it, this shouldn't be a big deal, but their peach mango flavor carb HD blows everything else I've had out of the water and it's fronted. It, I think there's some sucralose in the back end, but there is stevia up front yeah. and that it, it's a carb. So it shouldn't be a biggest deal to have this delicious carb, but a lot of these cluster dextrin and pea starch based uh, carb supplements don't taste good. They make it, they made it taste good. They have a glucose uh, disposal agent to go along with it. And I'd like to try more from them. I love the two things that I have and that's all I have though. Um, but they knocked both of them out of the park for me. So that's uh two for two and I'm excited about them. Cool. All right. So after there, we're going to hit Raw. Raw is a brand that uh, launched this year on the back of Revive. Obviously, the same owners. Uh, they had sort of their uh, some sort of framework in place. Uh, they did an incredible job marketing the brand, putting everything together. Uh, 
They brought on some incredible athletes this year, and I think they're growing even more. Nick Walker, definitely one of the shining members of their team. Uh, these guys are obviously not rookies in terms of in general to the industry, but the brand itself is a rookie. It's a brand new launch. Um, loved the products. I think we every here and there we had some uh, like label things that we had to point out to them, little, little things that we, you know, we're happy to help out with. But other than that, constantly hitting it out of the park using uh, full doses of trademarked ingredients that we love. Um, I, really not much to knock. I, 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 I don't have almost anything bad to say about them. I, I'm excited to see them grow in the industry. What were your guys' thoughts on Raw? I think it was cool that for most of the products, they did like naturally sweetened, naturally flavored stuff. Um, it's kind of cool yeah. to see with their proteins. Um, and yeah, they just had some really solid formulas that, like I said, Raw Pump is one of my favorite non-stint pre-workouts from the year. Um, use some trademark, like you said, I think almost every product they use, there's some trademark ingredient. I know you're a really big fan of their intro workout product because they have some really mm -hmm. good, like, highly branched nutrition in there. So I think it was cool to see Revive branch out and create a sports nutrition brand that still has the same values as Revive as far as the formulas, the effectiveness, and even the quality in terms of getting um, banned substance-free certified and whatnot, going through that process. I've never seen a brand in their first year do that. So taking the taking the resources and putting them in the right place. And like you said, Nick Walker is definitely going to be an awesome advocate for that brand. And I'm, yeah, they're definitely grow their team, but they've, they've done some big things in a, a really short period of time, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's almost unfair because <laughs> they're not rookies, but the brand is a rookie of the year. So um, mm -hmm. honestly, almost any other year, I would push way harder for this to be the rookie of the year. I just think, they crushed it. I, I'm, I'm very happy with everything Raw and Revive both do. I love Dom and Matt. Like, everything is great. It's just that the brand that's going to win, I think, just is that much better. And, and not better, but just, like, did a better rookie performance, especially um, not having another brand to kind of piggyback off of. And I mm -hmm. think I have nothing negative to say about Raw. I just think that it's a close second Can't place. They rock. Yeah. But someone else. Yeah. I, for me, I really think that Revive stole the spotlight from Raw this year. And I don't know if that's fair to say, but right. when I look at them, like, like I love Raw. I love, I love the, the packaging because it's like, it's like a brown paper, very, very natural looking paper uh, label. <laughs> Everything about it's just uh, like awesome for what it is. But when I look at the brand, I just think like, I think Revive as well. And I just think of how much bigger Revive is. And I might be doing it a disservice with my thought process there. I'm just such a huge fan of what Revive did. I couldn't give it to Raw this year. Uh, so obviously the last one uh, waiting here is uh, Hostile from Fuad Abiyad. Uh, huge fans of this guy. We've mentioned him a few times. He's, he was in the running for Breakout Brand of the Year. I don't think that he was ready for Breakout Brand of the Year. Uh, they don't have uh, really almost any wholesale setup yet. Uh, they have a couple of small stores that are looking at that. Uh, they're not really looking at distribution. They're mostly direct to consumer here. But between uh, Fuad and Samer, they've done just such an incredible job growing this brand in, in 2020. They leveraged what they had so extremely well. His YouTube videos, his podcasts, all of his content, his coverage of the Olympia, the Arnold, all those different things. Uh, you, you, you're like a perfect storm for launching a new brand this year for him. And uh, he's absolutely the, the, the guy that's got to take home rookie of the year here. Uh, they, they put together everything they had and they just absolutely sent it. Yeah, I have nothing more to say. I think they did a phenomenal job and several other products are one of my favorites from the years and especially like bloodshot stuff that they're, and they just have 
a lot coming in the future, but I think this year they really hit it out of the park and they really just like kept things rolling in terms of like you, the, he's like the king of content with his podcast, with his YouTube videos, with his, it's just like a passion project for him, but they do it so well that you just, I feel like you just have to give it to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I said in the, in the past video, but this is how it's done. Like, and, and I also said that not everyone could be flawed, but not, very few in the world can be flawed, but, um, that is how you launch a brand. People love their podcast. People love the content. And then you come out with some ridiculous formulas. It's it, it, like looking back in hindsight, it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. It's, it, it, it works, but it's not easy to make it work. But once you put in that kind of hard work and then do it right and then follow it up and keep at it. And it, it, yeah, like you said, perfect storm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, congrats to Fuad and the team over at Hostile. Mm -hmm. Uh, You guys did an incredible job in 2020. Uh, Absolutely, our uh, breakout, I'm sorry, Hostile, our (laughs) rookie brand of the year. We're doing too many videos today, but I'm happy for it. We've had a great year uh, and cannot wait to see what you do in 2021. I think you could be laying this guy up for a breakout brand of the year next year. Cool. Awesome. All right. So uh, pre-workout of the year is next. Give me one second here. Boom. All right. Everyone ready? Yep. The recording button is still good. We are rocking and rolling. Go for it. All right. Welcome back to the Price Out channel. It is finally here. We've gotten through the brand talk and we're going to start talking products. I'm joined by Michael Berto, CEO of Pricebow, and Heather Jocks, who is slightly out of the frame right now, but she will be back soon. Digital content manager. There she is. And Sorry, I had to plug in for <laughs> So we're talking pre-workout of the year. Uh, it was a year where we sp- a lot of us spent like three to six months out of the gym. And yet there were still some people rocking and rolling with uh, the pre-workouts, some early in the year, some late in the year. And it was kind of even a running joke. Um, I, I, I played a little bit of criticism on the industry and joking about other content channels with their uh, nominations early in the year. We waited to the end of the year because I don't know about you guys, but every month I feel like if you asked me, I would have had a different answer for pre-workout mm-hmm. of the year. Uh, we had some really strong ones in the first half of the year, some in the middle, and some even as close as last month. So, Heather, you want to read out our nominees uh, for pre-workout of the year? Yep. So the first one is Glax and Specimen. The next one is Hostile Subs Hostility. Uh, the next one is Ghost Max Tuning Version Legend. So it's Ghost Legend Max Tuning V3. And then we have Offline Superhuman Burn, which is Mike's personal favorite. And then we have uh, Core Nutritionals Core Fury. And then Inspire Nutraceuticals Devastate of the Union. Cool. So let's talk a little about these. Uh, obviously, I do want to make sure that uh, everyone knows the specimen that we're talking about is uh, uh, we're talking about the 2020 version launched last month. Uh, if we're being specific here, specimen actually wasn't going to be on the list this year until they launched that one. The original specimen uh, with the, the launch of the yo-yo was in 2019. So that was actually kicked out for us. Um, so let's start. Uh, I, I'm going to talk hostility here because hostility for me um, is probably my honorable mention. As much as I love Fuad Abiyad and his products, Hostility for me took a very traditional product, put a couple little changes on it, right? They pulled the beta alanine, they put in Pico2, added some nitrates. For me, I'll be very transparent with you guys. I went to Mark Leisure and said, hey, just so you know, this looks like the second version of Pre from Nutribio. This looked like the next step for what I feel from these 
old school, like full dose companies. I liked what they did here, but did Fuad really, you know, reinvent the wheel here? I didn't really feel so. I loved the product. It was a very specific need for me and Mike, one without beta alanine, if you wanted a day without that. But it didn't really innovate on pre-workouts. It didn't bring any new ingredients. It didn't bring any new concepts. And so I, I don't know if you guys agree with me, but that's how I saw this one. Yeah, agreed. This product, it crushes. I'll be honest, my, <laughs> and this sounds horrible for a lot of people, but I don't, I, as much as sometimes I don't want beta alanine, if I'm on a low carb kick, the tingles bother me. And sometimes it's not in the mood for it. I don't always feel like drinking mushrooms. You know, I, I am a big <laughs> fan of Glaxon super shrooms. They come in a capsule. If I want my mushrooms, I get it like that or I'll, uh, but the, the taste is a component for me. And as awesome as this product performs, as awesome as this supplement is, I don't want to drink mushrooms every single day. And I'm not going to recommend that to Joe consumer. Um, although if you want to get after it and you don't feel like tingling, man, this is the supplement. So that's, uh, love it. Just not every day. <laughs> Yeah, and I want to give it to Fuad too. If you are in Fuad's camp, you are uh, traditional, you follow your six meals a day, you eat your bro diet, you train your bro split. This, uh, these, All these ingredients are tried and true. If, I, if anything, Compound Solutions Pico 2 is the newest ingredient. It's the most, it's the, like the least backed ingredient. We, I mean, we, we love, I'm not much, you know, poo-pooing on Pico 2, but there's a lot of traditional stuff here. It's tried and true. It's going to be very consistent. Um, and it makes sense for that. But when we're talking pre-workout of the year, we're talking about innovation, new concepts, new exciting stuff. And that just isn't quite hostility for me. What do you think, Heather? Yeah, I, I totally agree. But like Mike said, I'm a huge fan of it. Um, I do like how they just take the beta dialing out, added Pico 2, did some different things, but still made a, a really solid product. But like you said, it's just not like, uh, it just doesn't like, you know, overwhelm us too much, but it was a, it's very solid. Yeah. Cool. And for the record, out of the way. Hostile yeah, is, um, we did name the rookie of the year. And this is one of the reasons they, they did great things, great content, content and everything. I just think there's some other pre-workout selections that, um, took the cake and did, did things a little bit different. This was obviously if you want, if you want an awesome supplement, that's mostly like, yeah, big and safe play hostility was incredible, but there's some other ones that we're going to talk about that did some, that, that did some uh, zigzags out there. So yeah, if you're following along all of these content pieces, you'll know we just finished our brand talk and now we're talking about specifics. So for brand talk, we were really looking at people who checked a variety of boxes well. You know, they were the jack of all trades, but the second part of that phrase of jack of all trades is master of none, right? So in this case, we're going to be talking about specific products where these brands that win these might not have won a brand product, a brand accolade that the brands that won the accolades here might not even place in the top three in these. So another one that I want to move into, which is a case of that, is Legend Max Tuning here. Um, loved this product. I, I absolutely loved the increased nitrosagene dosage because I'm a huge fan of nitrosagene. I loved all the stuff they added here. The flavor is phenomenal. And obviously, Ghost is our 2020 brand of the year. Huge accolades here. But did Legend Max really stand up against the likes of these other pre-workouts for 2020? In my opinion, Legend's platform, because I see it as a platform, is awesome for, like, like Mike said, the Joe consumer of the industry. They're, they're super consistent. Almost everyone can enjoy it. Heather can enjoy it because she likes low stems. I like it because some days I want lower stems. Um, 
but it isn't too much for anyone. And it doesn't really, uh, I'm going to get a text from Dan about this, but it doesn't really bring any specific uh, innovation to the market. It doesn't wow us in any crazy way. Great experience, but it isn't breakthrough. So for me, this was, you know, uh, the, the, the second honorable mention for pre-workouts. What do you guys yeah. think? Well, it's also limited edition. I'm not sure how long it's going to be around for. I, I like to have evergreen content in the channel. If someone's watching this four months from now, if they can't even get the product, then how can that even be? I don't know. To me, yeah. I, I want it to be something that's that the brand's going to 100% stand behind, not forever, but you know, for at least more than a few limited edition runs. So then um, there's nothing. I love limited editions. I just don't like to call it give it an award where it might disappear too, too quickly after our, it make our content stale. <laughs> so that's right. interesting. Right. So after that one, uh, I want to hit devastate of the union. So devastate the union is from inspired. And actually the last time we did content on inspired was you and me, Mike doing, uh, devastate world wide, 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 yes. uh, which was actually launched on January 1st of 2020. Um, uh, and well, it almost seems ironic that we did something worldwide wide and then the world shuts down. But uh, <laughs> Devastated, yeah, it was a great pre-workout. And uh, Devastated the Union was something that um, I got to test it out without knowing the formula. And I was like, dude, this is awesome. I uh, came, came to finally see the formula. And uh, this is uh, definitely one of those scenarios where it's one of the reasons I now test pre-workouts without knowing the formula because I thought it was way more than it actually was. And this is what happens when you actually run your right overages and you manufacture correctly, similar to specimen that we're also going to talk about later. Um, and we have, we cannot go without mentioning here that devastated the union had one of the most wild, insane labels of our time. This was, I mean, I think we can pretty honestly say here, we all know that Chris Waldrum is doing some uh, work outside of Inspired. It's why he brought Landon on to help manage things so he can do his uh, Waldrum and co label and manufacturing help and everything. And this was kind of like his uh, show off period where he was like, hey, everyone, hold my beer. Look what I can do with this label. And it was pretty cool. Um, might be a little bit too much. I put it on my gym counter and asked other people what they thought it was. And then some people honestly had no clue what the product even was, um, but delivered very well for me. It was awesome. Uh, as, a, as a strength athlete, I use it for conditioning work. It opens up my sinuses really well, allows me to get more oxygen. I was able to train really hard. Not really a lot of pump, but that's not really what the product was for. I know Heather's tried it. I don't think Mike's tried it. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? And Mike, even if you just want to comment on Waldrum and the wildness that is inspired. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I love the formula. I, isopropyl norcinephrine to me is a fat burning ingredient. Uh, it's intense. It's hot. I don't necessarily want it pre-workout. I also, okay. I, I'll argue against its compliance. So that's, that's going against it. However, um, looking, having looked into the science on the fat burning, it puts an effort of shame. It's like, and that, that's crazy. It's, it, it's an incredibly effective ingredient. I don't understand why companies keep putting it into aggressive pre-workouts when it, and not putting it into aggressive fat burners, but I don't necessarily want that ingredient pre-workout. Um, but no, I haven't tried it. The, the formula looks, looks pretty wild and crazy. Yeah. I think one thing that we do have to mention is that isopropyl norcinephrine is, uh, I don't think it's actually quite compliant as well. Um, saying, I think, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not really uh, super, uh, 
by the book. So for that reason, it really couldn't rank for me because I, I just personally, I, I love people like this and, and knowing where it's manufactured, I know that it's tested. I know that Chris does his due diligence, but mm -hmm. can we really get super behind and give an accolade to a product that is in, I don't want to say direct, but in, in subordination to what the FDA is asking for, I think it's might be a little bit irresponsible of us, but nonetheless, I do always put my money where my mouth is when I say that, you know, if it's manufactured correctly, I'll, t I'll try it and I'll review it. I enjoyed it, but I, for me, it really wasn't pre-workout of the year for that reason. Yeah. But yeah, the people out there looking for that quote unquote, hardcore ultra stim kind of thing. This is, this is on the list for sure. For sure. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think it's definitely a product that I would recommend. Like if someone's like, just give me a pre-workout, I just must try. Like just, they want something a little bit different, wild. Like this is definitely one on my list. Um, but for me, it's just not a daily driver pre-workout. It's stuff I do high stim, especially for me. But I can I can tell that some people would really enjoy it for you know certain workouts, certain days. And I I only I can appreciate the label. I think Chris, I've always been a fan of Chris's work and the creativity he brings to the industry in terms of that. And I think it was really cool uh, spin he did on a pre-workout this year for sure. Awesome. All right. Well, with that out of the way. We've got three left here, and this is where it's going to get a little bit wild, a little bit interesting, because I know Mike and I disagree, <laughs> and and we all have our own little ones here. So I I, I wanted these this this awards this year to be a discussion, and so I'm I'm going to list these three out, and and I, I want I don't want to go in order. I, I want to just put these out and hear what you guys have to say. We got specimen, which. Uh, will include both yo-yo or non-yo-yo. I think that we can leave that up to the consumer because they leave it up to the consumer. Mm -hmm. Whichever one's right for you, that's what we're talking about here from Glaxon. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the new one with the nitrate included uh, and, and, and all of that, that great stuff. We've also got Superhuman Burn, which was an awesome fat burning pre-workout from Alpha Lion earlier in the year. The first product in the industry with both Calora Burn and Mito Burn um, together. It was the first Mito Burn, but it's also the first one with them together. It, was, it uh, absolutely set off a trend in the industry and there's no denying that. And lastly, Core Fury, which uh, I know that if you asked Heather and me in the in Q1 of 2020, this was the pre-workout of the year. No question. Incredible work here. They did an awesome hit out of the park. Uh, and with that said, I'm going to leave it to you guys to, to plead your cases because I don't know where this is going. Well, I'm not going to plead my case. I already know what I'm going to say. It, for me, <laughs> superhuman yes. burn, especially when they came with this frosty fruit flavor, peach, banana, pineapple. I love the banana flavor. Um, but I, I'm going to acquiesce. I understand that not everyone wants a fat burning pre-workout. Not everyone wants a spicy, and it's not that spicy. They do a really good job of covering up uh, the calorie burn, but it's it's got spice in it. Not everyone wants a spicy pre-workout that has expensive fat burning ingredients in it. So let's put it that way. But when you ask me, what is my pre-workout of the year? There's it's hands down superhuman burn. There's very, we get a lot of stuff sent to us and everything. This was sent for free, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the, uh, I went through, this is the, I'm on my third tub. Like I, I went through the, 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 uh, the Smurf juice one and I'm on the banana one here. I, I'm a huge fan, but at the same time, so is it, it's Mike's pre-workout of the year. Absolutely. Is it the pre-workout of the year? I'm going to say no, because not everyone wants to feel the burn every time they drink a, a drink. You know, if I open this up and take a big sniff, I'm going to cough. <laughs> it's, it's like, and, and let's see, there we go. <laughs> so, I, I get it. Not everyone wants that, but it is mine. The other one. Um, and so I've, I've long been a fan of the Nutribio Pre. If I just like, if it takes me more than 30 seconds to pick out a pre-workout and it's like on our, on our other top five list for mainstream pre-workouts, 
just give me the full dose of creatine. Give me the full dose of uh, betaine. Give me the full dose of beta alanine, and I'm done. I don't have to think about it anymore. Uh, in that vein is where core nutritionals fury came and but they don't have the beta alanine which when i'm like not in the mood for beta alanine like i've mentioned many times i still can get an efficacious dose of creatine betaine be done with it and it's a it's a hard hitting like just don't worry about it anymore kind of pre-workout and so i'm a huge fan of this i have the cherry burst flavor i'm the cherry fan of the channel and i will say i, I gotta try the other flavors i've been raving about this stuff um there's something off-putting on the flavor system and you have to like put in the exact perfect amount of water for it to work um and that does matter but for me like this is my go get them don't worry about it Nutribio pre-style workout when i if it takes me more than 15 seconds to think about it and i go and get it um and, and otherwise i can also just add creatine to this and i'm happy but you do have the spice component so these are the two that i use galaxon specimen is of course the newcomer here and um is it cheating that they have two different versions? Maybe, maybe not. But I think that is going to cater to a lot more people and allow for, in our system, I believe we have the regular one listed as worldwide. And then mm -hmm. the yo-yo blend is going to be more yeah. American centric. So yes. that one, yeah, V2 yo-yo or whatever is in our system. And yeah. uh, I know that everyone likes the pre-workout and it's going to be a tough toss up between like what you really want. So yeah, anyway, I, off my soapbox, Mike, Mike's number one is Superhuman Burn. I don't think it's the industries or price pause number one, but a lot of people out there who are looking for a fat burning pre-workout, we've seen them before. They were never this good. This one just is like on another level compared to all those other fat burning pre-workouts that we've seen from other brands in the past. You know, I think for me, just like Mike said, the reason not that Superhuman Burn is a, is a bad product or anything, it's phenomenal. And I think it was really cool for them to do that. And we're even seeing brands starting to copy that whole two-in-one fat burner loaded extreme, like, I, and I think that's going to be catered to a lot of consumers because they go into a supplement store and they say, well, I want a pre-workout, but I also want a fat burner. Well, hey, I can take this product and it's two in one. Like, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we'll even see some other pre-workouts kind of mimic that. Um, maybe they'll push the whole muscle building side more. Maybe they'll push like, you know, just be a little different in that sense. So I think Alpha did a phenomenal job with that product. For me, it's not fat burner of the year because, yeah, I don't. I mean, not everyone's goal is to lose weight. I get that you want to stay in shape and all that stuff. And I don't like spicy stuff even though they do a great job of covering up, especially with that Smurf juice flavor we tried. Um, so they did a great job on flavoring. It's just not my pre-workout of the year. And then between core fear and specimen, that's tough, really, really tough because I do like both of those formulas. Um, and for me, it's specimen worldwide, not the specimen yo-yo, but I know Ben likes the yo-yo part of it um, a little bit more probably. Um, but for me, that's really tough to decide between those two. And I could see either one. Um, being pre-workout of the year. Um, and I think, especially if I didn't try specimen before now, it would have been core for you all the way. Um, so I think Ben can kind of be the tiebreaker, but I do get like Mike's points on superhuman burn. Awesome formula. I think they did an awesome job doing that product and making it different, um, bringing some cool ingredients to the market. But uh, it's not my pre-workout of the year just because I, it's, it's also a fat burner. So I, I don't know, but yeah, ben, you can yeah. take it away. I think. Yeah. Uh... You know, it's funny. Uh, I didn't even have Superhuman Burn on the list until Mike, you know, told me it was it was his because I didn't consider it in the pre-workout category. I consider it in the fat burner category, which is, uh, you know, it's 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 odd. I know it's interesting, but I, I couldn't agree more with you guys. It's an awesome pre-workout, and I guess we're a little bit biased here because we had hands in it and we were excited about that. Uh, bringing those com companies together with NNB and launching those ingredients is super exciting to see people eat their words about Beba. I'm always a big fan of people backtracking in this industry because it just feels good for science to prevail. 
but it can't be price plus pre-workout of the year because it's a hyper-specific pre-workout to a certain goal, which not everyone deals with. And, and, and a lot of the goals of this these accolades is to give people a direction. A lot of people are going to look for these videos or find these videos because they're looking for their next choice. And if we blanketly uh, recommend superhuman burn, uh, we're recommending it to uh, 100% of the people and maybe only 50% of them are in a caloric deficit or uh, are trying to lose weight uh, for and that's not really helpful to everyone. So that one kind of just knocks it out for me and not because it's a bad product, like Heather said, but just because it's not applicable to everyone. Right. Well, but, and even everyone can benefit from something like Mitober and Albaba, which I'm, I love because we blogged about in 2016. And finally we have a company that's got a, a legit source of it, which is great. Um, these are great ingredients for anyone, but it costs more. You're, you're adding yeah. more expense for ingredients that you're not, are not targeted towards your specific goals. So if it was the same price as a regular superhuman, I might argue a little more, but now we have a, we have a pretty expensive product here that, um, sure. you know, we, we are called price plow and we do need to like, at least think about the consumer and not throw every ingredient at them that they may or may not be looking for. So totally, totally. So that leaves fury and specimen for me. And, uh, yeah. both of these, uh, sit on my shelf next to each other very well. Uh, as someone who trains as a strength athlete, there are days where I want Fury. There are days where I want Specimen. Um, and th this is where it comes down a little bit more on like what the pre-workout did for the year for me. Cause if it's gonna come to, cause the utility of it, the formula of it there, it's equal to me. I love both of these, they're used differently. And so with that tiebreaker, it comes to me with like, who just impacted the industry with this product more? Fury always delivers, it's, it's a safe bet and all of that. But for me, Specimen came out and told the industry, fuck you, this is an awesome pre-workout and we don't give a shit if you want uh, like clinical, in whatever. This pre-workout is awesome and it made people love it. And for me, that makes a 2020 pre-workout of the year because it was aggressive. It came out, it challenged the industry and we left a better industry because of it. And, and so, so for me, if, if I get to give the tiebreaker, it goes to Specimen. I, I think it's a compelling. I answer. think, yeah. And I think one of the cool things about Specimen, like Mike said, it's a little bit cheating in a sense because they have two versions. But I think if someone can ask me like, hey, I like higher stim, should I go with Specimen Yo-Yo or Specimen? Like, it's just a pre-workout I can recommend to almost anybody because I could be like, well, you don't like it. Maybe you don't like high stim, but the specimen I tried without the yo-yo gives me insane energy in terms of like long lasting. It's not like I'm hyped up overstimmed. It's just like a nice increase, like steady rise. And it's almost like they use natural caffeine in there, but they don't. And they do use some different ingredients in there to raise energy. And, but I just think it's overall just a very solid pre-workout. Obviously you can stack up passing surge if you want, but you don't need to. Um, and you can recommend it to, you know, based on what version they want, like, Hey, like try yo-yo or try not, you know, try the worldwide or whatever. But I think it's a really, Cool pre-workout. And I'll even say that if if Glaxon had not added nitrates to it and, and, and brought in the pump factor, if they had left it with just straight stim, it would have been Fury, no, no doubt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If, if, it, if, if they had left it as just a stim pre-workout, it would have been Fury, no doubt, because Fury is a well-rounded product. But when when specimen became a well-rounded product, like it was just it was just lights mm -hmm. out for me. You know, it's something that mm -hmm. I can take very regularly. Um, it's a higher stim product. It might be a little bit uh, more niche for some people. But if some if, if someone asks me like, hey, what's the most exciting pre of 2020 that you want me to try? It's really hard for me to not say specimen.
Yeah, in terms of excitement, I, I, one thing consistent. to add is that th I think um, Glaxon did more with less caffeine and hydras too. Like you want to get a, a clinical dose of betaine here with Corfiri. Okay, you're going to have to scoop it, which is going to give you 375 milligrams of caffeine and hydras. That's, that's going to be on the high end for a lot of people. So um, I, I think Glaxon did a little bit more to get us very a more intense feel with le actually less caffeine and hydras, which I, to me shows how cool and exciting the formula is. Um, Cause we're, yeah, we're 375 and two scoops. That's a, that's a fair amount of caffeine for the average person. I think if someone, uh, I think the, the worldwide formula without the yo-yo blend is a safer play to give to someone, to give them an exciting pre-workout without sending them for the Hills. And, yeah. um, and if you do want to send them to the Hills, you got that too with the, with the yo-yo blend. Yeah, and you get your nice and mm -hmm. flush for the day too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Man, it's, this, is a, this is a tough one because yeah, we have lots of different options, and that's that's what it's here for. Like back in the day when we had our like our best pre workout guide, it wasn't just this is the best pre workout. It's like what's the best pre workout for you? And if you got the mm -hmm. money and are in like this crazy fat burn mode, then check out the the superhuman burn. Um, and so there's like th what's best for you. But if we wanted to like blanket and say here's mm -hmm. an exciting pre workout that nearly anyone can can take. I do agree that the new specimen has the uh, has the menu available for that. Yeah, yeah, and I love. And I'm sure down the road that we're we're all going to get together and do our pre workout guides. And the, <clears throat> sorry, and that's going to include different pre workouts for different people. But if if you're really you know if you're you're the viewer at home twisting our arm for what was the pre workout of 2020, you know here you go. I think I think. Uh, can, can we agree that, that we can give this one to specimen as, as the tiebreaker or uh, do we want to mm -hmm. leave it a little bit of a toss up? I, I think specimen takes it home in terms of like, like what Mike touched on all those points. I really, I agree with that. Cool. Yeah, but super close. So there's a lot of, so many great options. Like it's tough to do pre-workers, but I agree. Mm -hmm. Specimen wins. Awesome. This is one of those things when, when I was when I was mentally running through all of these lists, uh, I remember a couple years ago, time person of the year was like you, like you, like, like they, they didn't want to give it to someone. So they like gave it to the per, like the average person. And I was a lot of these. I wanted to do that. I mean, because because everyone's winning this year with, with all the quality coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I guess we want to say congratulations to uh, Glaxon. Uh, this is actually their second accolade so far in our series. So uh, not only breakout brand of the year, but also pre-workout of the year from PriceWow. Uh, it was an incredible change. We're super happy with it uh, and, and impressed that they keep their, their, their rookie year. They already reformulated and made their stuff better. So uh, congratulations. Cannot wait to see what you guys do in 2021. You guys have anything to add? Now, I don't think you've seen the rest of uh, from Core though, so we still have more to talk about from them. So you Core, oh yeah, don't you worry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. they're going to mention a couple other videos, at least one more. So it's coming. Yeah, keep watching, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Okay, Ben. Yeah, just uh, let's do this. Call a supplement of the year, and you could just do your intro, cool. and we'll joke that last year we had a separate product of the year. That... Cool. All right, guys, welcome back to the Pricewell channel. We're talking supplement of the year. Now, last year we had different categories for this. We had a supplement product, which went to Alpha AA. Uh, we had our product of the year, which was non-supplemental, which went to uh, the roll-on CBD for Steel Fit. Uh, this year, we're just talking supplement of the year. We didn't find too much extracurricular stuff for this. So, I'm joined today by Mike Roberto, CEO of Pricewell, and Heather Zox, our digital content manager. And we're going to talk about 
the supplements that had the most help for us, the most impact, the most innovation, the stuff that really stopped people in their tracks and got them talking. There's a couple different things here. There's some that are probably just to talk about what they did and how, how much we appreciate it. There's one that I'm just obsessed with. And there's a couple that really did change the industry and make a huge impact. So Heather, you want to read from the top and we'll get talking from there. Yeah, so the first one on our list is Galaxin Serenity. The next one is Alpha Line Superhuman Burn. And then the next one is NutriBio um, First Response. And then Core Nutritional Support Post. And then we'll say Ghost Gamer. Cool. So let's, uh, I, like, so for me, for me, I'm, uh, Core Post is probably not the most crazy supplement of the year. It's just something that I found I took a ton of. They sent me a bunch of bottles of it. And, uh, you know, we try to downplay about how much, pre, you know, uh, free supplements we get because it, it's, it's kind of a bad look for us. But being very transparent with everyone here, if Mike, Heather, or I finish an entire bottle of something, because, you know, you got 20 training days a month, maybe, maybe 25 training days a month, and we get how many bottles per month, it's hard to take something consistently due to the job that we have to complete. I finished three bottles of core post and I am still obsessed with it. The flavors are incredible. The recovery is incredible. The formula is probably over the top. I probably don't even need mm -hmm. all of this, but like, I'm not even sore when I take this stuff. It is so awesome. And uh, I had to give them at least an honorable mention. This is a, a reformula, a rebrand of previously awesome product. Probably like just a little bit biased because I'm obsessed with it. But I don't know if you guys even got to use it or if, Mike, if you're familiar with the formula. But this is like obliteration for your doms. Now, I didn't get to use it, but I know you obviously love Corpost. I do think it's very specific for a certain, like, you know, high-level athlete like yourself who does really hard, intense strength training, um, who needs the extra recovery. It's hard for me to give that supplement of the year just because I don't know if everybody would need, like, you know, like Doug Miller and I think Patrick over there joke, like you probably don't even train hard enough to take core post. Um, <laughs> it is a phenomenal product though. And I think the formula is over the top and they, um, it, I think it's one of their best selling products. I, I think I would assume, but, uh, it's, it is phenomenal. I, I didn't get to take it. I just know. I don't know if I would need to either. I don't know if I train hard enough, but, uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know if Mike has some this, thoughts on it. One thing of this category we could say is that we already we, we have a pre-workout of the year category. We have a pro, uh, a protein of the year category. So it's almost like I, I want to like maybe push these push superhuman burn and and core post into those areas or something a little bit more. And I'm kind of looking for something like a little bit different, a little bit off the wall here. Um, and for instance, but any other year, I would be fighting tooth and nail for something like yeah superhuman burn or. Um, something here, but I think that, that this year brought in some, some special you know, circumstances where we, um, we can't even almost ha have a product of the year, like steel fits. Uh, what is it called? Steel relief was, was an awesome product this year. Like the product of the year would be whatever home gym equipment you can get your hands on. Like that's, that's the sad <laughs> state of affairs here. Um, and that's just kind of like what happens. So in terms of, so that's why we don't really have product of the year. Um, kind of a fan of the citrus scrub by the, uh, by Re revive MD though, by the way, but in terms of supplement of the year, we, I'm looking for something that like kind of worked with the year as well. Something that it's mm -hmm. of the year. And sadly it was of 2020. And so here we are. And that's where I, I have to like give a little bit of more credit to 
first response and serenity because they catered to the year and not everyone's gyms are even open. So how can we have this awesome post-workout core post thing? Uh, you know, a lot of people aren't even able to squat enough weight to like make use of it because the, <laughs> you know, they got to wear a mask while they're squatting and stuff. And it's absurd, but that's like, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I just, um, I think that I want to cater this award to the year at hand. And to sure. me that, that moves it more towards talking about uh, a first response or a serenity from Glaxon, which really, I think helped with the year. And this is a right. year. So that's kind of my little rant. So, so we're pulling superhuman burn here. We're pulling, pulling core post. The whole uh, sports nutrition innovation thing was just not really the, the year for that. Um, and, and I do want to mention, I think Ghost Gamer falls into your category a little bit pretty well i i'm the resident gamer of price plow so i do have to make that that argument because of the way that ghost was able to bring in like thousands and thousands of people who weren't able to who didn't have a home gym like you said because they couldn't get their hands on stuff couldn't get to their gym so things like serenity uh and gamer gave people an, an opportunity to distract themselves from the horrible everything that was going on and try to just enjoy something out of their day and we have to absolutely give a nod to first response with what nutribio did they didn't sell these products they gave them away for free to first responders and they supported their local fire departments police departments emts hospitals anyone who was any sort of first responder was able to get these ha their hands on these and get themselves a good dose of zinc copper vitamin c and help themselves out um I think that they're pretty strong here for these these three. First response, obviously, is is the the noble move here. We have to give them the nod for that. Ghost Gamer was able to bring people together. Glaxon Serenity for me was a really strong category because it's it was a new category. Gamer like like uh, G Fuel was already a thing. So Ghost Gamer, as awesome it was to see a fully dosed uh, gamer supplement, though Mike will say it wasn't the first one. I do have to advance.gg. Got to go yeah, with they that. They were the first. <laughs> uh, and first response is an immune supplement, which already exists, although it was catered to a specific uh, demographic. Glaxon Serenity came out with a product that was not really, I mean, I guess you could say cortisol products were already out there, but a product to help lower the stress in people's bodies. Uh, and, and I know I used a ton of it. I know, I know a lot of other people that use a ton of it. Um, these three for me are pretty evenly split. I'm kind of leaning a little bit more towards Glaxon and Serenity uh, and, and Ghost Gamer just because they were experiences for people that helped them deal with things. Um, what do you guys think? I think, um, let's just say if it was between, you know, you talked about Corpus and you're like, well, we, I barely ever finish a supplement all the way. And I think Ghost Gamer right. is one of those supplements I take on a regular basis. I know I'm not a gamer. I just think it's a really good productivity supplement for me. Um, helps me focus, gives me good energy. I even sometimes take it pre-workout um, and stack it with a pump product. So all of those things, I think it's just a well-rounded supplement. I know it's called Gamer and I'm, I'm really proud of what they did with the, just bringing gaming supplements, uh, making them even more popular. I know they're not the first clinically dosed, but it was an epic formula. And I think they really did some big things with that in terms of partnering with Xset doing some really cool things on that side of the bringing licensed flavors to the market, all of that stuff. Glax and Serenity though, on the other hand is who couldn't benefit from that supplement almost any time, uh, you know, like everybody's under stress and stress can negatively affect your goals, whether you want to lose weight, build muscle, be healthier. I mean, it really, and it's powerful. I remember taking one capsule and being like, I swear I have no cortisol in my body now. Like it's definitely uh, an awesome supplement and that's really hard to, uh, 
compare those two because they're both very beneficial. Um, I tend to use Gamer more often, though, to be honest, um, just on a daily basis. Whereas Serenity, if I'm really, really feeling stressed out, then, yeah, I'll use Serenity. Um, it's kind of like my secret weapon in terms of stress. But uh, I'll let Mike chime in here. Yeah, so I I mentioned this in the beginning intro video audio whatever we did in the beginning like I have friends asking me what can I take to not yell at my kids as much and it's serenity is what I'm suggesting and it's like any other any other year I'd be like dude you know like screw you go meditate go do some go swim go work out and sleep better you know and eat right and all that this year's a different situation where I'm not against giving a little bit of like a pharmaceutical suggestion and it's not pharmaceutical, but it's like supplemental. And any other year I'd laugh at, at what I'm saying here, but here I, I understand what's happening and I understand having a toddler at home and you, you, I don't, I don't mm -hmm. have to yell at, at ours, thankfully, because I have a, a pleasant girl, but I understand when I see the neighborhood boys being crazy and breaking their heads on mailboxes and stuff. Like, <laughs> I understand you need some serenity. And for that reason, for 2020, I do think that I've never recommended a, a supplement like that to other people, but mm -hmm. to me, it's the supplement of the year. It's 2020 and a serenity has to be that supplement of the year for me. Um, 2019, 2021, put out that same formula and I'll be like, no, go meditate this year. Maybe not. And so mm -hmm. and I'll still tell you to meditate or whatever it is, but you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, people need that help. People need to calm down and relax. And like, we're going to get through this and everything. And if that, if it takes a couple, uh, a supplemental, ingredients to, to help just get you into the, tomorrow, then that's a great thing. I think mm -hmm. we could, you know, I, I, gamer's great and I've probably used more gamer, but same as Heather, but yeah. it's like, did it have that impact? I would say that Serenity got us more thanks than, mm -hmm. than gamer. There's, there's mm -hmm. other gaming supplements out there that are nearly as good. There's nothing out there that gets the raves of chillaxation than Serenity does in the year 2020. So that I, it, yeah. I know we talk about Glaxon a lot and it's oftentimes my job to pull you two back from making this into the Glaxon and Ghost show. But here we are again, <laughs> they're the two companies that are just like doing things that, that are great. And if I could suggest this supplement to my 40 year old buddy who has nothing to do with sports nutrition, then I, I think that's a great win for our industry, especially this year. Yeah, I think a big thing, because you are right, during the day-to-day -day processes, we have to make sure that we're keeping ourselves in check and showing the spotlight on different people. When it comes to the end of the year, though, and we take all of the things into account, it's hard to not give a lot of this stuff to Ghost and Glaxon, right? Day-to-day, -day, when, we're, when we're making sure to uh, report on the industry and give you know, you know all the information everything, absolutely. But when it comes to the end of all of this, I, I can't... I can't thank anyone for things like that, like other than Ghost and Glaxon this year. Like when it comes to how did these companies better our lives in 2020? Because we work in an industry that is very unlike other industries where, Mike, you've made this point a few times, the main goal is to enhance the lifestyles of the people in it. And in 2020, that wasn't a lot of muscle growth and fat burning. It was a lot of dealing with the stress of the world. And uh, Gamer and Serenity both did that really well, but I think that we have to give it to Serenity in 2020 for being the product that helped the people the most, the supplement that helped people the most. It has to be Serenity, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I agree with that for sure. I agree, cool. and I think I think in terms of like quote unquote products, we'll also get into some stuff with functional foods. That was all fun, but like 
we can, we can get by without our, our coffees and protein balls and, and crispy wafers and all that stuff. I, I think serenity made, made the impact at least in some small crucial areas. And, um, and we've, we've heard the immunity thing to death. So maybe that's like something we should have talked about a little bit here, but it keeps, it keeps coming back to like my buddies asking me literally, how do I yell at my kids last? Like, Oh my God, we are at that point. And so that's the supplement that was recommended. I, I, I just keep thinking of that, that scenario. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Awesome. Well, congrats Glaxon. This is their third accolade for 2020 uh, mm-hmm. breakout brand of the year supplement uh, uh something of the year and pre-workout, pre-workout of the year Jeez. so yeah yeah i think it's time for you to pull us back mike i know okay <laughs> go show us over let's talk a little bit about nutribio i will say for a lot of these immunity supplements came out and i don't think any of them hit it out of the park i am happy with if you're if you want to talk about supplement you're making an impact okay immunity is a big deal i, I don't want to make claims and do all this stuff um no one knocked it out of the park with one single supplement to do everything that I want to do for immunity. And what I'm talking about is everyone's got zinc and, and we love the tracks, uh, zinc, this glycinate high bioavailability zinc, but it's important to mix it with an ionophore. And in my opinion, quercetin and green tea extract are the two supplemental ingredients, maybe some stuff that you can find with quinine in it. Um, but, but quercetin is the and, and green tea extract are the two supplemental ingredients that can help drive the zinc in. And no one that I, I'm totally aware of put them all together. And the closest thing I will say is the Nutribio um, immune and lung stack. And even that doesn't have the green tea extract, but it does have the quercetin on one end and it does have the zinc on the other end. It's two supplements. I want to see it all in one. And it's like almost like maybe I'll make a little formulators corner video where I would, I'll put together my immunity stack and not make any claims, just say, here's what I take. But it's like from three different supplements. If we had a, like a, an all-in-one and one supplement, then I'd have an argument for the immunity stuff. Until then, I'm happy with Serenity. It's keeping people chillax until we can get through this. And, uh, and uh, I, yeah, I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> well, I'm going to say don't sleep on our commune, Mike. But I totally agree with you. I totally agree. Uh, I think it's been a great year for a lot of these people. Everyone attacked 2020 in their own way. We're just kind of giving it from our own, uh, I guess, some, some sort of moral standpoint here that we think the supplement of the year needs to go this direction. But I think the consumer won in a lot of different ways. So uh, thanks to everyone who's, who's done their jobs. But congratulations to Klaxon for releasing Serenity and helping us out so much to deal with our day-to-day stress, whether it's children or your job or whatever it may be. Uh, it, it, was, it was most appreciated. So uh, if you are watching on YouTube, Check out the next episode coming up where we talk about the flavor system of the year, non-protein. Uh, if you are on the audio feed, just wait around a couple seconds and we'll be moving on soon. Yeah, drop some comments on YouTube. I know this one deserves a lot of comments. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We are on flavor system of the year. I think it just like records the whole thing and then once you click out of it, it's something. Yeah, I just don't have a huge, I was expecting like a two gigabyte memory file to be there and it's not, so it's freaking me out, but. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be big. Okay. Do we know what's gonna win here? Like, are we gonna argue? Uh, with this one's mostly you guys. I'm not really too passionate about these flavors for this year, to be honest with you. What was your flavor? Well, then, do you have one? Uh, the the ghost BCAs, uh, especially the kiwi strawberry one, ended up being my favorite. Oh, dude. Oh. Dude, I, I finished that bottle. That's what matters. I finished okay. the bottle. Gotcha. Did you try any <laughs> stuff I had sent for you? I, I kept it all for the video. I thought we were going to eat them live. Oh, okay, cool. Sweet. 
I got I got my core balls and I got uh, my hut group box. So sweet. Okay. The video keeps going out of focus. You're out of focus, yeah. Okay. All right. So welcome back to the Price Low channel. This is our uh, I don't even know how many accolade video, but we're talking about flavor systems of the year, non-protein. 2020. I, 2020. I'm joined by Mike Roberto, CEO of Pricewell, and Heather Jacques, our digital content manager. Today, we're going to be talking about the flavor systems of the year, which is not including protein. So we're talking about pre-workouts, BCAs, aminos, pumps, all of that good stuff. Uh, and we, this is obviously a very subjective part. So you're going to watch us argue about this a little bit. Um, it's going to be a fun time. Last year, we actually had a panel where we sat down and drank all of them, but I think this is probably going to be a little bit more expedited, hopefully. So Heather, I see you're on the document right now. Could you read us through our different flavor systems of the year? And we can start talking. All right. So the first one is beam mango lime pre-workout. Next one was C4 Energies black cherry. The next one is ghost BCA V2 lemon crush. And then my proteins, black cherry vanilla. I believe it's the pre-workout. And then the last one was ghost iced tea amino. So those are our options. I do want to add that on the ghost lemon crush, I was just mentally also adding in uh, the kiwi strawberry from that BCA. Uh, mm -hmm. that, that was the only one that I finished from that lineup. And as I've stated a couple of times, that matters to me, but their, their iced tea is another good one. Are we talking iced tea from um, greens or from amino? Amino for, for amino. sure, right? Yeah, okay. That would be my wife's vote. I, mm -hmm. She yeah. bounces between Nutribio's Intrablast uh, sweet tea and ghost amino v2 iced tea and she yeah she loves that stuff well don't forget it's iced tea lemonade right yes, it's yes. supposed to be yeah. like that uh we're not allowed to say who that is there is a it's not specific <laughs> there's a Woods golfer like that. yeah yeah jack yeah. nicholas, jack nicholas <laughs> ohio state the greatest golfer to ever play the game but is that <laughs> anyway <laughs> i've derailed um so yeah i also forgot one other that i i did send your way ben so you have a couple things that you could maybe sample right now um oh. but i know that and so, yeah, the, the other one I mentioned way early on in the year, this is, this is a lesser known company that um, we did some content with, Pineapple Strawberry Cooler Action Nutrition Bolt. I don't know what it is about this stuff, but I, I like my tropical flavors and they mix pineapple and strawberry so well together. However, the one that I had been pulling for and it made in many other videos, my protein is the pre-workout. I don't know what it is, what it is with black cherry lately because there's been some great flavors. I love like Steel Fit had a black cherry slushy. Alpha Lion had Cherry Popper, um, Superhuman or Superhuman Supreme, both of them actually. And my and there was a couple others. We have two black cherries on. We have C4 black cherry, which was fantastic. When they added the when my protein added the vanilla to the black cherry, I said it in other videos. This is my favorite system of the year, and it is my favorite system of the year personally. I want Ben to try it right now though because. I know not everyone's into <laughs> cherry. I am just huge on cherry. It need, it, but it sometimes it seems like it needs something. And to me, this vanilla add, addition to it is just supreme. It's just, I, I, I can't get over it. So Yeah, Ben's going to have to try this because I never tried that one. Um, but I did try the black cherry C4. And I thought that was a phenomenal um, black cherry drink, I guess, just for like a, you know, energy drink. But I typically don't like cherry. So uh, I was surprised. I that, that was, both, everyone sends me the cherry reviews to do. And oh, yeah. And also, yeah, I've been holding Cherry Burst Core Fury over here, which I didn't like as much, but love the pre-workout. And that was very close to the running of the pre-workout of the year. So I guess I'm the cherry guy here. And this one just like 
it, it killed it for me. So that well, not only nice. that, because I, the C4, uh, I, we're talking about the smart energy, right? The black cherry. Yes. <clears throat> that one was like incredible, like actual Stewart's uh, black cherry soda. Like it was almost virtually indiscernible from what I expect from like a real soda, but also including Cognizant in it, which is a, a huge, I mean, I don't know how hard Cognizant is to flavor, but had active ingredients and tasted like a soda. Um, for me, Ghost's BCAA drop of this year was the most impressive. And Ghost is someone we just always expect flavors from. It's just comes with the territory with who they mm -hmm. manufacture with, the flavor houses that they use and all of that. Um, but, you know, hey. My, my, yeah, my criticism on that is that it's 2020. Flavoring BCA shouldn't be a big deal anymore. You know, five years ago, eight years ago, yeah. It was exciting to see a Cybation Extend in 2008 finally make BCAs taste good. But like, all right, time's moved on. I need to see EAAs taste good. And that's why I do love the uh, iced tea lemonade amino V2. I'm less impressed that a company like Ghost, who's great at flavoring all sorts of stuff, made a good BCA flavor. Right? So but, are you waiting yeah, the difficulty with the level of the flavor? Uh, yes, that's not fair. But I am weighing the, the, the supplement itself. Like, I don't think- Because I'm, if this tastes good, like- I'll agree with you because it has teacrete in it, and I hate the taste of teacrete. Try it. Try it. All right. You got any water there? Uh, not with me. Hold on. Man, I wish I could try it. Give me 20 seconds. I'm sorry. I Heather, say, I'm thought, a big fan yeah, of I thought uh, you had it. No, no, no. I had a blue raspberry. Okay. Well, I'm not sure we'll end up editing this video, but yeah, Heather, I mean, what was exciting about the pre workout is that it's lower caffeine too. It's 150 milligrams per scoop. And so that's where I was like, well, some of you might not like that, but. Blah, 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 blah. I found the ingredients and I was like, holy crap, this flavor system is just like, I don't mm. care. I'll double scoop it all day long. I knew you, no, I knew you like the flavor. Um, yeah. And I've tried the pre workout. I just never tried that flavor. I tried the blue raz, which was okay. Um, mm. I'm a huge fan of the bean mango lime that was like you with cherry and, and whatnot. I'm a huge mango fan. And actually, honorable mention, sure. I'm going to give it to Cork Pump because Cork Pump is a tropical thunder, or it's called mm. Tropic Thunder. And it's a mango flavor and it is, it's delicious. And they use like Pico 2 you know, more challenging greens to flavor, That's, but it's, yeah. it's delicious. You so. deserve something if you can make, yeah, if you can make a Pico 2 taste okay. I'm just a big mango fan. That's why the only cherry I could give this to, in my personal opinion, would be the C4 black cherry mm -hmm. because I've tried it enough. because it's, it's also amazing. And I actually could, I would buy a pack of that. I, I really yeah. like that. And speaking of like, it's the year 2020 and blah, blah, blah. Like I, there's still energy drinks out there that taste like cough syrup. I don't understand how they even survive anymore. You drink the, the C four, and it's like. And oh, I think that's is... why I don't like cherry because almost uh, maybe there's too many cherries that taste like medicine to me. You know, mm -hmm. like those cough syrup medicines. And mm -hmm. I was blown away by that one. But like I said, I haven't tried the my protein. So if Ben likes it, we'll see what uh, he thinks. What about what about Ghost Energy's uh, like SPK or their the, 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 like? Do those have to be removed from this list? Because just like not fair. Like, I feel like Ghost is like the ringer here with those flavors. Kind of, but yeah, I, I, I kind of screwed up. I was so excited to drink all those. I never got them that cold. So I didn't have the oh. patch ones or the, uh, yeah, the red berry. I didn't have cold. I, I loved it though. But all right, here goes Ben. Here we go. It's not very smelly. You don't smell the vanilla hit? Uh, I'm sorry, dude. Oh. I'm sorry. The tea cream, I taste it right away. Do you really? Yeah, but I'm like, I like it's all. Sometimes it's not fair. Like I'm like tuned for that, you know. Like I, mm -hmm. I, I think like a normal person might taste this and be like, mm, "That tastes good," but like 
I know the taste of tea cream. So like for me, it like blows right out. Guard. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. This one is like, my problem is that I've said this a few times on the channel. I would drink my own urine if it made me bigger or stronger. You know, mm -hmm. it's so like, like for me, like I will sit with any flavor. Um, last year, I feel like was the most exciting year for flavors because it was the most zero to 60. Like we went from having really shitty flavors to having like everyone had really great flavors, you know, uh, this year. I'm willing to leave it up to you guys. Whatever ones you guys thought was the best you can run with because I uh, enjoyed almost every flavor that I had. Um, and, and even this, like I taste the tea cream, but I could drink it every day if I wanted to. You know? mm -hmm. uh, my, my nominations are the, the, the BCA V2s from, from Ghost, but obviously, like you said, that's not as impressive. The, the iced tea lemonade is, is a really great one that uh, I actually mix with um, the sweet tea supercar from Nutribio which is like an awesome combination. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the Ghost Energy SPK cans, you just, you can't go wrong with. Okay, so Heather, what is yours? I don't know, yeah, maybe we need to have a co-award or something because I'm not one to like pull rank, especially if you haven't had it and Ben wasn't, and he tasted a little bit of tea mm. cream in there. It's not a huge dose of tea cream, but. No. Um, Heather, you mentioned when Ben was gone, what were you talking about? There is my top, my top from this list would have to be the mango lime bean. I, I love that pre-workout flavor. It was just incredible. I, I could drink that just very like, fair. I wish that was like an amino flavor because I would just drink it without, you know, all the caffeine and stuff. But, um, and then, like I said, and I don't know if black cherry, like I did like the C4 smart energy black cherry. So those are probably my top two. Um, I thought lemon crush was cool. Cause it was just a different flavor. It was like an orange with lemon and it's, it's just the best. I thought that was a cool flavor and i prefer bcas over eas taste wise um just because aminos just have a weird taste to me aftertaste uh no matter what but so those are my like top top two but i would have to give it to beam honestly on this one but it's so subjective this is hard to say uh, ben have you had the mango lime beam oh yeah i've super enjoyable mango and lime aren't things that you think would go together very well that's the question for lime <clears throat> um is it something that anyone could drink or is someone who like I thought it was super no, relatable think, for most people. Yeah, I think anyone can drink it. Yeah, I'm a huge mango guy, but uh, you know, it is what it is. I it was it was tasty. Uh, I have my thoughts about the theanine and the KSM in there, but flavor wise, hey, we're awesome. not talking about the formula. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll remove my thoughts on all that. Love the love the flavor. Uh, I got to give them that for sure. Hmm. I think for me, it has a nostalgic factor because it tastes like this Sobe drink I used to. I don't know if you guys know Sobe. It's yep. like a I don't, it tastes like one of those. I don't remember which one. I used to drink those a lot as a kid. And as soon as I drank it, I was like, this tastes like something I used to drink. So Reminds that's probably the why. Yellow one. Still. The yellow mango they had. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I used to love that drink. I used to get them at gas stations all the time. So. Yeah. Okay. And so like for you never had workout, are there other, there are other flavors too, aren't there? I'm just kind of curious. For beam, they have watermelon. Watermelon, okay. I think. Watermelon candy, maybe? That, okay. I always yeah. got the mango though. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you've both had, but you've had both of those. I. It's a. Uh, it could be one of those videos where it's like I understand not everyone's a cherry person, just like in the pre-workout video, not everyone's into fat-burning pre-workouts with spices in them. So I, I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, if Ben wasn't blown away with. The black cherry vanilla i'm gonna stick to that on my own but if you want to make 
I think the idea of having, I haven't had it, so I can't say much, but the idea of having mango lime be the flavor system of the year, I think I like that idea. And being, obviously everything else I've tasted from them has been very good. So I'm guessing I would love it. I can sign it. I can, I can back it. Beam, uh, when we talked about them in Rookie of the Year, we said they killed the flavors. So to give them a flavor system of the year, non-protein, totally okay with me. Um, they killed it there. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm not a huge flavor guy. I enjoy a lot of different flavors. I've had a lot of good ones. Um, but if you guys want to give it to Mango, I can back that for sure. I, I like them. I definitely would. I liked it. And I think it was, I've tried other mango lime pre-workout too, and it tastes different to me. Like it, it's, sure. it's pretty unique. So I, I really. All right. Absolutely. Let's give it to Heather. I trust it. Awesome. All right. Well, congratulations congrats to Beam. Congrats Beam. Uh, great job this year. You guys have had a great rookie year. Excited to see where you take it for next year. Uh, and uh, thanks so much for helping us out with flavors. Boom. All right. <clears throat> Okay, so what do you guys think? That's, that that's cool. a tough category. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. all need to be, you know, trying each one. I, that was, yeah. Oh, well. We'll have some I, upset people, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, Ghost definitely put out some great flavors, but it's just, like you said, it's kind of like, I don't know. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Protein of the year. Hang on a second. Now, this one, in my mind, there's a clear winner, but. I guess we'll see what happens. I was, it says recording like dot, dot, dot. Yeah, yeah, I just added, yeah. I just started recording on my own too. Oh, I, I'm okay. recording I'm this one. Though. I'm still yeah. recording. I'm recording this one to the cloud and see how that one will work out. Okay, okay so welcome back to Price Plow. Today we're talking about Protein of the year. Now, proteins, we've got a lot of different versions of it, but we're going to also talk about flavors, I think, here today, guys, right? As all things considered, mm -hmm. all, all things equal, we've got great quality protein. So expect a, fl a flavor video today. We're joined by Mike Roberto, CEO of PriceWow, and Heather Jocks, the digital content manager. Uh, we have tried far and wide all, all these proteins uh, this year, and we're excited to talk about which ones we enjoyed the most. Um, I we're blessed to be in an era where pretty much every company can flavor a protein pretty well. I haven't had any bad sludge in a couple of years now. So uh, Heather, if you want to read off from the top and we can start talking about what our favorite proteins of the year were. Okay. The first one was Dragon Pharma Isoform, the new version. Um, Cage or Nutter Butter from Ghost. So just Ghost Way, the new flavors they came out with and generally had marshmallow, cereal milk, Nutter Butter, or two are like their main ones. And then we had Cage Muscles Isolate, the new flavor was cinnamon, French toast, and then they also had s'mores. Um, and we got core. So for core, I mean, as you guys, if you've been following along, they had a rebrand and they just launched several um, protein products that we are really big fans of, like the MRP, the Post, and then the Pro. I think out of that will flavor lineup, but um, either any of those. And then NutriBios Classic Way, and that is, let me guess, banana cream pie. So it wasn't elimination flavor, that was just a Another flavor from them. So, so I haven't had uh, the Dragon Pharma Isoform yet. It was released uh, in the end of uh, December, I think, last mm. week. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've I've heard incredible things, and I've heard incredible things from uh, content creators that don't usually talk about flavors. So that means that it's pretty good. Uh, 
I respectfully want to like kind of push this one off to 2021 just to give Drew a fair chance since uh, Mike and I haven't tried it. Uh, but I do, mm-hmm. I do understand that you, you said it was incredible and other people said it's incredible. Um, I, I want to put that ahead. Uh, these mm-hmm. other uh, four here were incredible. The four different brands. Uh, mm-hmm. Nutter Butter, I killed. I've, I killed two bottles of. Marshmallow Cereal, I've, I, I killed as well. I ate all of that one with actual Lucky Charms. Uh, caged Muscle, uh, the Cinnamon, I, I tried and I liked, but it was one of the ones that I didn't go back for. The S'mores, I definitely enjoyed, was great. Mm-hmm. But I do have to say that once I had the S'mores from Core, which was the next one, uh, it, it was hard for me to go back. You mean the hot cocoa? I'm sorry, the hot cocoa. I apologize. Very similar yeah, yeah. flavors. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. also, did did farm fed s'mores come out this year as well? No, but you were doing the muscle sport quite a bit. The muscle sport s'mores. as well. Yeah, yeah. I tried a I lot of s'mores for this what year. Cage Muscle did with their natural flavors, not adding inclusions. Yes. I think the s'mores was very impressive. I think a lot of companies rely on adding marshmallows and graham crackers, and I know that's fun. And I just think what they did, but like you said, I think. Um, there are some different s'mores on the market, so it, it, it's hard to compete when you have companies adding bits of sugar and marshmallow. You know, it's, it, it, it's if we're talking straight flavor uh, and kind of treating everything as equal here yeah. with 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 quality, because none of these brands use anything less than WPC eighty, right? We want to make sure that we put that up here. Sometimes when we do protein videos on flavor, people complain that we're talking about based on flavor, but we have to make it known that we've only chosen brands here that use the highest quality of ways. And that's why we treat them all as equal and only discuss flavor. And yeah, one thing that we Mm. left off on this list, I I did want you to try is the My Protein marshmallow cereal to see what it stacks up against ghosts, because to me, it was a dead ringer for Lucky Charms. Unfortunately, we don't know the protein blend there. So that's kind of a minus point, but man. It was, I, I, Lucky Charms times a thousand, but without uh, the inclusions. Um, right. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't know and that's I think the way that, concentrate used. Yeah, and that goes back to Ben's point. Like, to me, I tried that flavor as well because they sent it to me. And to me, I think Ghost edges them a little bit just because of the marshmallow inclusions. But I do think the base, my protein flavor, is pretty close to Ghost. It's just like, I don't know, it's so close that like, do you want marshmallows or do you not want marshmallows? Kind of kind of thing. So um, but I do thing- like how Ghost is a fully disclosed label though. So. Right. One thing that was actually kind of interesting because Mike loving on marshmallow cereal milk so much brought up uh, questions from ghosts just, uh, from our feedback for them is that once you add inclusions to a formula, if you're doing it the right way, you can remove those flavor notes from the base protein and you can make that base protein taste like the milk or whatever you're going for. My, uh, my protein may have put that marshmallow taste into the flavor, which can have a vastly different experience than just using the inclusions for that experience. So you mm-hmm. end up having very mm-hmm. different experiences. Yeah. And, and then these are all great things for them. Um, mm-hmm. the, so the caged muscle isolate was great. And I think you had a great point that, that it's not a fully natural flavor, right? The, the sweeteners, uh, they usually. Oh yeah. yeah. Them. I just meant like natural flavors, no inclusions. Uh, they use a blend of uh, uh, stevia and sucralose. So it's not natural right. sweet. They use as little sucralose as possible and try to use more stevia. And, and that in itself is fighting with an arm tied behind your back. And it's impressive what they do for sure. Yeah, I've long raved about Cage Muscles Isolate, the, the chocolate flavor, 2018. I, I went nuts over that and still believe it. I'm going to be the one that, that says that the s'mores, well, I think you've already kind of mentioned that it's not going to be the best. 
I didn't like yeah. s'mores isolate from cage muscle as much as you two did. So, um, I liked it. I just, I, I expected something even better than the chocolate flavor that they already had. And I didn't get that. So to right. me, it went down a little bit, but, um, they're doing some really, really cool stuff with that product line. They always have been since it launched, uh, 2017, 2018 or so. So a huge fan of the chocolate still, but, um, I don't think it's, it's going to be able to win. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last two we have here are core. They're, they're proteins. Like I, I just, I, I put them together here. You got post pro and MRP. And like, personally, you guys have already heard me say post. I finished three bottles of, I am obsessed <laughs> with, and, 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 and that's a little bit, a little bit on the efficacy of the ingredients that were added. But if we're just talking straight flavor, the pro, the post and the MRP, absolutely nailed the flavor experience like bar none core uh, i think they did like a hundred new SKUs this year and they did some pretty good flavors across the board with different things but i think that one thing that they absolutely excelled on was the protein flavors and this is just blanket cores protein flavors for 2020 mm -hmm. killed it here and lastly neutral classic way banana cream pie um it, uh, I, I, I was in-house for the flavoring for that. So I, I feel like I'm a little bit less excited about it because I was through the process of it, but Mike got the full experience. And I think you did too, Heather, out in Texas of just mm -hmm. trying it and you guys liked mm -hmm. it a lot. So I, yeah, yeah, I was, I was, was blown away with that flavor system. It's just, um, at the end of the day, it's still a banana. And I, I don't think that's going to be the flavors in the year, but I love it. I also forgot that on the list. I'm a huge fan of Freedom Fetty Muscle Matrix mm -hmm. as well. And I almost, for the long haul, I would almost take this one more than the classic way banana cream mm -hmm. pie. It, it, the banana cream pie, if you want the smack in the face, like you have one scoop to take and be blown away. To me, that's the one to get. But we, I, I want people to, to crush entire tubs. And I, I don't see it in that respect, Freedom Fetty or banana cream pie beating the Nutter Butter or the core. Although the one-off scoop of banana cream pie, I will put against anything it's still banana, you know, yeah. and um, mm -hmm. Freedom Fetty, uh, eventually I waned on it a little bit, but I love the, the cake flavor of it. And it was a, a fantastic launch with Nutribio. Again, though, Nutter Butter, uh, tough to beat that. And then, and then, yeah, we, we, we core keeps coming up. They keep getting second place in everything they're doing. Nutter Butter is a peanut butter flavor. I, I don't think it, it targets the entire market like core can. I mean, yeah. obviously ghost can target the entire market, but um, these flavors with, with core, I think are the ones that, mm -hmm. that put it over the top finally. Yeah. I think, um, I think core in terms of not the quality of the products, but the flavors as well, especially with this lineup, the core post, I didn't try core post, but the pro and the MRP, like we've talked about with crushing tubs, that MRP, I think it was the chocolate caramel candy bar. Absolutely. Like within at least two weeks, it was gone. And it's, they're very versatile. Um, you can use them with baking, whatever, you know, like sludges, oatmeal. Um, I really enjoyed it. I tried many other pro flavors, really enjoyed those. And they've been the, I, I know they're not a protein brand. I think Doug and Pat joke about that. They're like, we're, we're not trying to become this protein brand. But I think this year, out of their whole rebrand, which has been very impressive, this is, those are like one of the highlights is their protein lineup. Um, so for me, out of this list, I would, I would give it to core personally. Nutribri had some amazing flavors. I really did like the Freedom Fetty. It just, it is very sweet. Uh, kind of, 
in the beginning, I loved it, but just after a tough or two, it kind of got old. Um, so for me, if I had to pick one daily driver, it'd be core um, across the board. Give us one flavor to recommend. No, not everyone can go and buy 10 tubs of stuff. So hot cocoa. So for core pro, I would do the cinnamon French toast was uh, outstanding. And then core MRP, I would pick, I'm a big vanilla fan, but I know people think vanilla is boring. They did a vanilla pound cake, which is phenomenal. Very good job on a vanilla, but um, probably the chocolate caramel candy bar, just because it was so different and not your standard chocolate, in my opinion, it's subjective, obviously, but then Ben can recommend his because I know he's tried a few. So it's hot cocoa. They just killed hot cocoa. I just, I, I killed that in record time. Like I, I don't, I don't know how many servings were in that bottle, but I, I, it, I finished that faster than any human should have. It doesn't have inclusions, does it? It's no. just like the flint. It's just, wow. Oh, it's, it's, just, good. it's just amazing. I, 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 huh. I don't know. It was just incredible. Maybe they should bring it to some other uh, flavors because they have chocolate and other proteins, but I haven't yeah. had hot cocoa. Um, and, and, and on the Nutrile thing, those limited flavors were great, but they had to stay as limited flavors. That Funfetti, uh, you got like that actual icing texture in your mouth, but very much, yeah, as too mm-hmm. much. Like, I, I, I need less sweet, I need it's like, sweet. like savory. It is um, very sweet. Mm-hmm. Same with uh, same with the, the cherry. I wasn't the biggest fan of the cherry. The cherry, well, transparently, we know tran- the, the cherry was supposed to be a clear protein and they didn't nail that in time, mm-hmm. so they put it in the regular protein. It's just odd for a milky texture to be cherry. The apple mm-hmm. was great, but again, super sweet, hard to use long-term. And, and I'll say the mm-hmm. same thing for other people, like uh, Axe and Sledge did an apple pie, and I couldn't drink that long-term either. So, uh, so all things considered. So it sounds like we're, we're giving it to core, but what about Nutter Butter? Because you crush those tubs as well. What are you thinking? And, and I, I, peanut butter is very, very like uh, particular, and a lot of people are allergic to it, yada, yada. So... I just think yeah. not everybody wants inclusions. I'm not saying that like it's bad or anything. I think Ghost does some really fun stuff with their protein. I, I mean, some of the flavors they put out this year, like Frosted Sugar Cookie. Um, obviously, Chips Ahoy last year was huge. Um, just in my opinion, I just don't, I'm talking, I'm just thinking like versatility, flavor, um, you know, all those things. Uh, obviously, Ghost is phenomenal proteins, but um, yeah, Ben can, ben can give us his opinion too. Yeah, I think like in 2019, we were super stoked about Chips Ahoy. Uh, you know, super excited about that. But in 2020, I mean, I love Nutter Butter and I, I crushed those two tubs on that one as well. But I kept going back for core. You know, like when with with Ghost, I don't know if maybe it's just because I trust that they're going to continue to have so many launches that I don't. But when I finish a bottle of Ghost, I don't go back for another. When, you know, whenever they send me, I finish it. And then I move forward. I finished both of those, the Nutter Butter and the Marshmallow Milk, and I enjoyed them. But I, when I finished the core ones, I went back for more. And that was that was important to me. Uh, and, and I think also, uh, like like Heather said, not everyone's looking for inclusions. That's, that's, a, that's a major thing. The first year that they were a thing, super exciting, super interesting and everything. But I think like we're kind of, uh, you know, we're... we're we're maturing a little bit and realizing it, not everyone wants that. It turns out, yeah, some not everyone does want that. I, I, yeah. I remember I gave some stuff to my neighbors and they're like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought, yeah, so uh, excellent. Well, we've been talking about core a lot. They have been in every video somehow or another, except for like rookie of the year and all that. But um, I think congratulations to Doug and the team at the corner and Doug and the team at Core Nutritionals. You don't want to be a protein brand, but guess what? You won protein. Your protein brand of the year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, yeah, so I couldn't be more excited to to hand that to them. I think that uh, they just they they put their heart and their soul into their products this year. And we talked about in the uh, brand of the year part about checking all these different boxes. There might have been some spots in that conversation where they weren't totally brand of the year, but when it comes to proteins of the year, like they just killed it for me. And I, I just, I couldn't stop going back to them. Absolutely knocked it out of the park here. And uh, well, if you're on, well, if you're listening on the audio feed, we're going to go into functional foods next and you're going to hear us talk about core a little bit more too. Here we go. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you got to wait for the next video, but let's talk. Let's, let's get into functional foods next. Let's talk about what they did there as well. All right. Cool. This is interesting. Now, okay. For my protein though, I like, are you picking one snack? Cause that like, they launched so many functional foods. It's insane. Like, is there one that stands out or are we just doing like my protein? It's hard to say. We could talk about each of them. I, I like the crispy wafers. That was my, the one I piled. Like there's over. a lot there's of seed balls. oils in I mean, here. Four balls are just, there's yeah, there's a lot vegetable of vegetable oil. The ingredients on my protein, I'm not gonna lie, aren't <laughs> as high quality as Coors, Coors Bowl. Well, I got these out. I'm gonna eat them for this video. The, the crispy wafers are, are that's, that's what, that's, that's what you mentioned. Okay, cool. We gotta talk about like macros, ingredients, flavor. Our blog post functional food of the year has to be. All right, I'm gonna start recording. All right. Well, we've spent all day talking about powders and pre-workouts and all sorts of supplements. And now we're gonna turn it around and we're gonna talk about foods that are functional. Welcome back to the PriceBot channel. Uh, this is Ben here, your co-host of PriceBot, and joined by Mike Roberto, CEO of PriceBot, and Heather Jacques, our digital content manager. Uh, I guess this year has kind of been a big year for functional foods. Mike has done a lot of videos on functional foods. I've done, <laughs> I've done one, uh, and it's been it's it's been definitely a different change for us, which is cool. I, I'm excited to see this, this shift. Uh, but today, when it comes to functional food of the year. We have two brands. Uh, I, this isn't including RTDs, I think is a good thing to mention here as well. We're talking about actual foods that you gotta chew on and swallow. So we've got MyProtein and we've got Core Nutritionals. MyProtein has a few different SKUs and Core has the balls. <laughs> core balls, you can't have an award ceremony without Core balls coming up. Um, and with my protein, I do want to add in like an honorable mention. I don't even know if it's, it's not a supplement, it's not a food, it's a functional something. The coffee boost, I love from them. It's I'd my say the flavor drops too. Yeah, I, yeah, and and those are yeah. My, my protein, I really think they need to keep keep at it with functional foods slash. Obviously, they have tons of proteins. How many more protein powders can you really launch though? How many more flavors can you really launch? I think the growth for them is going to be in a lot of these, uh, mm. you know, fun food type things. And I love the coffee boost, but for me, it was the crispy wafers that Ben has right now. The nuts bar was a little bit too sweet. I loved it. I just think for the average person, for me, there's a nostalgia factor with the crispy wafer that, that Ben's holding up. I used to love the wafer creams and they, they made it into a protein form factor. So love that coffee boost, but 
Um, but this video is more about like, yeah, protein bars, I guess, protein balls and protein enhanced types of foods for people who don't want to want to kick up a little bit more protein, but don't necessarily want to drink a shake or eat a steak. So I think there's one thing we see that my protein launches a ton of new um, products overseas, protein bars, protein right. snacks, protein chips before they do the US. And it's cool because we might, you know, our system catches all those and we're like, man, when are these coming to the US? Like, they, so I can only expect that what that the success they're having this year with everything, they're just going to continue that, you know, onslaught of like new functional yeah. foods, high protein snacks. Um, we've talked to, you know, the my protein wrap multiple times. That's what does well. Um, and that really shines through. For them. Yeah. And so that's definitely, like you said, how many more protein flavors can you have? Yeah. Now that they're, we're also uh, affiliated with Predator Nutrition in the UK as well. And they'll ship over to the US. So we're getting, we have listings of all okay. our stuff, my proteins, international stuff, and they are manufacturing mm -hmm. the US stuff in the US. So they kind of, it's almost like two different companies, but we are able to pull it all together and mm -hmm. um, a bit chaotic. But if it's because, Predator, yeah, Predator Nutrition stuff is some of the, some of the UK stuff that we hope comes over here too, but you can go. I see. It, so. Okay. Yeah. They'll ship. It yeah. Because US. speaking of core balls, I saw on our listings, there's some vegan balls that my protein has overseas. So <laughs> yeah, we got to get that. So uh, Ben, um, they have protein cheese too. Did you see the protein cheese? Protein. Oh yeah. Protein yeah, cheese. Like, yeah. The meat and cheese plate, which I would love. Um, Meathead charcuterie. So I mean, my, my, my stance, I'm obviously all in on my protein. I love the wafers. My question is with the core balls, how is that any different than just taking a protein bar and making it into a ball? Like, In my opinion, I've had a lot of protein bars and um, there's not a lot I would like eat because of the ingredients, because of the macros, because of like certain things that I'm just like, well, I don't want a bunch of fake fibers. They honestly make you feel terrible. I really like what Core did. Not only is it a functional food that's easy to eat on the go, you can eat some, it has a resealable bag. You don't have to eat them all in one go if you don't want to. The macros are incredible. I mean, they're around 10 fat or so, you know, 25 carb, 20 protein, which I think there's a lot of those whole food based bars that are like 10 to 15 grams of protein. And to me, to be a protein snack, I want it to be 20 years or plus, uh, you know, normally 20 is about the average. Um, it's not loaded with fiber, but it does have some fiber. They actually use their core pro in the protein blend. So it's actually used with their core pro protein, which is very cool. Um, and the flavors are great. So I just, obviously it's not, it's not that different from a protein bar, but it is in a sense that it's just like a fun twist on that. And it's gotten great feedback so far. Like I said, I really like the base ingredients of them. Obviously it'll, it'll vary with the flavors. You have inclusions. It's, and that's another thing. The texture is pretty soft, but it has some like crispy inclusions in there or chocolate chips or something different. So it gives a texture. So if I had to pick like, hey, take this protein bar, take these core ball, like I would probably pick the core balls. Um, go for a bar, yeah. What I, I Based on like all those they, factors. I don't just go for taste. I do like that they- I was uh, just say, I don't just go for taste. Too. I don't just go for, yeah. So I just think overall it was, it took them a long time to make this because of the manufacturing, like to do it on a large scale. Because at first they were like, we're just gonna do this in house because how are we going to find someone to do a protein balls? Like it was just almost like hard for them to find as soon as they found it though. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I was really impressed with it. I didn't, like you said, you were like, how is it different than protein bar? I thought the same exact thing until I got them. And I was like, I don't know. I, I'm a I'm fan, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Ben, you're talking away. Fix the boxes wafers right now. What are your thoughts on the wafer cream? Action? Yeah, ben, 
These are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I want to ask you, I want to ask you, uh, what is the difference? Because la- last year, Mike, remember, you remember, we did a bunch of like candy bars that had protein added. Remember last year, we, we took a lot of calls with functional food brands. Um, there, remember, you, we got that, I forget who that was. Okay. We had that one, that detour, detour. Oh, had those bars. yeah, they were just, they, 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 sure, they make some tasty bars. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, these wafers, like what, what is, cause you ask, what's the difference between these balls and a protein bar, which is a very valid question. And I would tell you uh, the difference between these and, and bars is that these, these vary from a normal bar because they don't include uh, all sorts of weird preservatives and, and oils mm-hmm. and stuff, stuff that I don't generally care about. But if you had to ask me, it's really the manufacturing process and the added stuff. My question to you would be, what's the difference between these wafers and just a normal wafer with a little bit of extra protein? Because it seems to me when I look at these, there's still a bunch of uh, oils and stuff and whatever. Because for me, the experience is absolutely better with the crisps. Like like, like macronutrients and everything else aside, if you were like, hey, do you want to have these crisps or you want to have these balls? I'd pick the crisps. Cause they taste amazing and they taste like, like a, like a real like snack from the checkout lane at a grocery store. You know, mm-hmm. they taste amazing, but well, the balls have a fully disclosed protein in them and they, they are a little bit closer to a meal for me. So like they're, they're kind of different to me in that the, these are the, the crisps are definitely more of a treat for me. They, mm-hmm. they they're a better experience. Definitely. But that's kind of like asking me like the difference between like a snack at a regular grocery store and a snack at Whole Foods. The Whole Foods is definitely going to be better for you, probably deliver better protein. But if you ask me which one I want to have, I'm probably going to go with the crisps. <laughs> well, then I like that. Okay, so yeah, I think the regular crisps at the grocery store that have no protein, it's like, you're going to have all the carbohydrate based ingredients first. This isn't going to be that much different because this does have wheat flour, but it's not first. You're first, you're going to have your protein blend, which is milk, milk protein isolate, whey isolate, and it does have some pea isolate in it as well. So it's all isolate based (laughs) ingredients, which um, I think is a plus, but uh, yeah, it is, it is a proprietary blend and there is still wheat. So there's going to be gluten and it's not going to be as whole foodie as the others, but every day, I, I had a box, I had two boxes of them and I went through a period where we, we put our daughter to bed and my treat was the wafer every single time and it shut down my sweet tooth and I, ha- I was happy and it was like, I would, I would like skip off to go and have it. It was just a great snack. And so that's why I was, I, I'm so excited about this product. I would say that if you're looking to go ultra, ultra clean. There's probably even cleaner stuff out there than, than the core balls and everything. Core balls are probably going to have a cleaner formula. Although we can argue allulose is a newer ingredient. It's a sweetener that um, has some weird labeling action with it, but overall it's not going to have a glycemic impact. And in fact, it might even like draw out some glucose from your blood, which it's got some interesting effects. And I love, I, I think it tastes really good. Um, so, so, you know, some people might not want this newfangled ingredient. I trust allulose in the core balls. So I think it's, it's good there but I am more excited over the my protein wafers like any day of the week. And that's why to me, it's the functional food of the year um, because it's so different. It's just like, you know, I don't know, my protein is putting, putting protein where it don't belong and, it, and it's working. And so that's what I am excited about it. But 
core balls is probably slightly cleaner as long as you're cool with the allulose. Wow. These crisps are delicious. Sweet. That's why I had, um, to, have to, I had to have them shipped over to you. I'm so happy you did this. <clears throat> I wish you had sent more because I'm about to finish all of them right now. Nice. Um, one complaint that I did have about the balls, and I think it's just the necessary, necessary due to what they're putting together, it does have a little bit higher fat. Now, at my weight, I really don't care because I have a bit of a higher fat intake, but it might be a little bit harder for people to fit into their diet if they're smaller people. Um, but like Heather's also said, it has a resealable bag. You could always not finish them, uh, but then you run the, you know, you're not getting the full 21 grams of protein. Um, I'm completely split in the middle here. I am actually extremely impressed with my protein on this one. As someone who generally, like even during my, my core balls uh, review, I've, I, I do not eat functional foods. I eat real food a lot. And I don't do this. Uh, I work from home. I'm not on the road a lot. So I rarely have to get into a pinch and buy something like this. But I'm impressed by this. I'll leave it to you guys to break the tie on this. Like you guys left it to me on the pre-workout. I got, you know, core got the protein. I got a full really? like, I, I got to go my protein. It's, yeah. it's, and just your, your response, you know, I, I like my proteins, black cherry vanilla pre-workout. I gave you a taste of that. You didn't like it. So, Hey, it's fine. I lose that one. I, I need, I, I, I just love these wafers. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so different. We've said this a few times with different brands. Overall, they may have had some lacking areas. I happen to think that their lacking area was that black cherry vanilla, but this is one where they really nailed it. This is very tasty. Probably not the cleanest one. If you want a clean option, I would probably caution you to go more of the core balls route, but damn my protein. This is good. <laughs> I hope they do more. Yeah. I want like a, a peanut butter crisp and... I think they have vanilla and chocolate. I don't know what one you got. Uh, I just ate both. Oh. Like, I literally just yeah. ate all of them. So much the like bar. Did you get the nuts bar in there as well? It's a little bit harder and way sweeter, but... I got a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, you might as well try that while you're at it. It's not in the running, but yeah. Layered treat without the, the wafers cheese. and the coffee boost are my favorite. Yeah. Layer bars. It's pretty standard protein bar. See, my protein almost seems more excited about the layer bar. To me, it was the wafers and, um, layer bars, a great protein bar, but I, yeah, I, I kept coming back to the wafers. And then, um, so yeah, one thing I noticed is like the wafers, they're higher in the saturated fat. So it also like depended on what types of fats you like, which I think is important once you start really getting the nitty gritty and the nuts bar was all unsaturated fat for all the people who wanted the nuts, but, um, very strong, like maple vanilla ish or not maple, but like a vanilla sweetness in there, but almost too very kind bar. Was that? Yeah. Very kind very kind bar. yeah. But wow. Bravo. Too good. Would you like that nut <laughs> bar? That's good. Holy crap. I'm telling you, my protein's out of something. They need to keep going down that route with the functional foods. So, mm -hmm. so I like to see them clean it up a little bit. What was that? I like to see them clean it up just a little bit. Maybe a, a, like a white label functional foods line where they don't have as much stuff in it. That's totally hypocritical because I don't actually care about that stuff. But as a, a proponent for the consumer, it'd be cool to see them try to do the clean thing. But these all taste amazing. Cool. Okay, so 
I'm gonna nail it. I gotta go with my proton on this. Heather, Heather named the pre-workout flavor of the year, or, or actually the flavor system of the year, with Beam, and mm-hmm. I gotta have me the flavor functional food of the year. There you go. But hey, core balls. Congrats, my protein. Yeah, core fans, you know your proteins. They won this year, and the core balls. Obviously, anyone out there is looking for something slightly cleaner. Gotta try it. I do like the idea of being able to reseal it because once you open that wafer, it's a mess. It ain't. You're not resealing anything. You know, so mm-hmm. that's a. Uh, that's the story. But yeah, check them both out. Price.com slash core-nutritionals. Price.com slash myprotein. Boom. That was really good. This one, um, I love part. I thought that was a little interesting. Uh, it's like it's, it's like all individual layers. Oh, did it? Oh, did it. see, that's what I used to do as a kid with like the little junk food ones. Yeah, you yeah. The cream. All right. Ingredient of the year. Oh yeah, so I, I put this together. I don't know if any of you. Um, I'm gonna be to honest and say I don't know how much like. Do we even? Need we, to do we, this? I don't really think we need to do that one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. If, I mean. I don't know if people really even want to like listen to that. that discussion. Um, no, I think I, just based on the products we chose, we kind of highlighted a lot of these. You know, in terms of the Mito Burn is in different pre-workouts, fat burners. The Shoden's in Shoden Serenity. Serenity. Yeah. Okay. You guys want to do vegan protein of the year? Yeah. So who do we hang on? What do you think? Okay. Well, I guess we could just discuss this live. Um, Ben, I did send you PE science mint chocolate. However, I didn't get that other box. Oh, what? Are you serious? You didn't get anything? That's what I I texted you the other day. You didn't answer me. I I only got this, uh, my protein box. Oh, this, Freaking mail. Yeah, okay. USPS is like super behind. I screwed up. Yeah, they're doing, they're struggling hard. I had already uh, said, I already sent it to USPS when you said you sent it to UPS. Either way, um, I was just happy you got the my protein. That was the one I was super excited for you to, to taste. I do like that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, I'm glad that worked out. That, that's, okay. that's good. Well, we can do vegan protein. Yeah, we don't here. have to do all these. I just added these in case, but we can stop whenever it's a matter to me. Whatever's your last. We should do vegan of the year. I think that's Same. important. All right. Well, here we go. <clears throat> Welcome back to the Price Well channel. We are about to embark on a product video, accolade for the year that we've never talked about as comparisons before. We've done small comparisons between them, but vegan proteins seem to have taken over the Price Well channel in the last year and a half. Like, I don't know what happened. Going vegan. But... <laughs> Yeah, I think Mike and I have to stop eating the meat. We're going to move over to a plant-based <laughs> lifestyle, and we're going to lose all of our gains. Oh, Heather, but- too. So, <laughs> I, I, well, here's what's funny is flashback. We did a top five plant-based or vegan protein list, and one of them was EVL's Evolution Nutrition. Oh, my God. The uh, plant protein. And <laughs> actually, it had honey in it, which is not a vegan ingredient because the bees. And... Wow. Okay. So we, we, and so, since that video, we've been sent a ton of different vegan proteins and everyone, whether it is because they're going dairy free or they truly are going on a plant-based diet, the vegan proteins have come along. Um, the market has grown. And with that, the, the demand has grown. And with that, the supply of better vegan proteins has grown. So it's been this, like this, the, the whole rising tide is lifting all ships and we're getting to the point this year was a huge year where I really do believe that these proteins can compete. They're not as good as a dairy-based milkshake. They can compete though. And we're going to talk about a few that compete very well. So on this list, we have, um, where are we at? 
vegan protein of the year. We have four that I've made the list here. And I guess I'll, I'll just read them down here right now. First is PE Science's Mint Chocolate. I recently reviewed that and was very, very excited about it. Um, but the PE Science uh, Vegan Select Protein has been out for quite a while. They're, they're early in the sports nutrition industry to have that. I was very impressed with the mint chocolate. Then we have Beam Vegan. Beam has already won the, uh, the flavor system of the year for, uh, for non-proteins in their pre-workout. He Heather loved the mango lime. And so that put it over the top. Then we have Cage Muscles Plantain. And that is a new entrant that has a new technology using IOP from um, IO Nutrition. And that's been a very, very exciting launch with Chris Gaffin. And then we have, of course, can't be a flavor thing without Ghost being mentioned. And we have Ghost Vegan's Chocolate Cereal Milk on the list as well. So um, that's our background. I've so let's tried... talk a little bit about the differences between these two. Is there, there, there are some here, right? Obviously, the, the, the different sources and stuff, right? That, that'll, yes. that'll change a little bit. Uh, the, the most notable one here is uh, plantain is a single source of, pl of plant protein, being pea protein from IO Nutrition. Uh, traditionally, we have to mention that the methionine is low in this one, but because of the technology involved, it delivers essential amino acids to the bloodstream on a very similar level to actually hydrogen's whey protein isolate, not even a normal blend of proteins. So I'm yeah. not super familiar with PE science, but Beam and Ghost Vegan are very similar in nature. Uh, it drives a little bit of controversy between them. Obviously, they may or may not be coming out of the same area. But uh, PE Science, I, I actually haven't personally tried, but I know that you guys love them. I tried to well. send you some. So PE Science, so let me, yeah. yeah. So PE Science, I think Heather's got a bit of a delay, but PE Science is um, a pea and brown rice blend and stevia sweetened ghost of course is sucralose sweetened so we do have to mention that that's a it's not plant-based but it is vegan and uh some consider that cheating some don't some want it some don't either way sucralose is a nice sweet molecule so um that is that and then beam is multi-source but they are using the correct me if i'm wrong they have the mung bean extract in there yeah that thickens mm -hmm. things out and that's and been, they use the they use a smooth protein. Yes. I don't know if I'm delayed. They use the smooth protein by Compound Solutions. So I think that really helps out with the texture, um, consistency. I know a lot of people like that, uh, that protein from them. So. Ghost uses a very similar version of the same sources. It's not technically smooth proteins. We can't claim it as us, but it's the same uh, sources uh, with, without the actual claim of smooth proteins. So that's why you find a very similar texture between mm -hmm. the two of them. So uh, I, I'll be transparent here and tell you guys that the first time I had the chocolate uh, vegan from Ghost, I actually couldn't really tell that it was a vegan. It kind of tasted, felt, had the experience of very similar to whey protein. If you go to my review on that, it was pretty honest. It, outside of the way that it like laid on the side of a shaker cup after you finished drinking it, if you guys have ever had vegan protein, you know that it leaves a gritty texture on the wall of the shaker. Other than that, I really could not tell much of a difference from a normal uh, chocolate protein, but I do think that <clears throat> it's a little bit of a ringer there because of the usage of sucralose. It tasted a lot like a normal protein because it was sweetened like a normal protein, whereas these other ones are going to be using natural sweeteners. And I think that the well, we know for a fact that viewers and consumers are buying vegan proteins now 
not because they're vegans, but because they want to get away from dairy sources, not necessarily the natural aspect, but getting away from animal proteins and dairy and stuff like that. So uh, I'm not sure how much that's worth to the consumer, but uh, man, I was blown away by that one. Followed by Plantine. I was also really, really wildly impressed uh, with that. Uh, and then uh, a Beam was kind of alongside that, very similar to Ghost, but a natural sweetener. Yeah, so, okay, being the person who's tried the PE Science Mint Chocolate, as well as, I've, I've had like, I've only had the Blueberry Beam and the Banana Plantain. So I've had some weird flavors, but having been the PE Science person, I want to put it on the list, give them credit, but it's not as good as the other two. So I'm going to drop PE Science off the list. You PE Science fans out there know I'm a huge fan and know that um, it's the, the Cinnamon Delight flavor is insane. Mint Chocolate's just the perfect amount of mint. And that's why I liked it so much. Not too much, not too little, very exciting. However, to me, the technology that is in plantain and the flavoring that I at least had with the blueberry and the, the texture that you have in the blueberry beam beat PE Science. So I'm not going to PE Science out, even though I love them. Um, after that, I, I, to me, I haven't, I, I haven't had the, uh, the other beam ones, but man, plantain rocked my world. And the... Yeah. I almost want to see, I'm wondering, like, it's just pea protein. I'm curious if the IOP technology, which you, we have videos on and blog posts about, if anyone's interested in this stuff, go find it. I wonder if that technology made it taste better too or something, or if, if Chris and Brian Rand just did such a great job flavoring it. But the banana flavor, I, what I do is I take the banana flavor um, when I'm dairy-free. I, I always eat a lot of meat, but when I'm dairy-free, I take the banana flavor and I add walnuts to it. And and that's cheating a little bit, but I could do it without the walnuts. I just love, love, love the banana plantain. And so it's going to be my vote, especially because um, the, uh, knowing the technology that they put into that protein with the IOP is double exciting. And so that's where my vote's going, mm -hmm. but I want to hear what you have to say about beam. But I, I, I think that um, for the most of the vegans out there who don't want to deal with sucralose, I do think it comes down to beam and, and then in cage muscle myself, but I'll let you two talk because you've had more of the standard flavors. I've kind of had the exotic flavors. So I had the cinnamon roll planting and the first time I had it was just in the shake. And I was really, I thought it was honestly dairy protein, kind of like what Ben thought with ghost. It was crazy. It was very smooth. I didn't get that chalky. I've had um, PE science before. And although the flavor is good, it does have that little chalky grittiness. Like I can tell it's a plant protein. Um, with with planting, I didn't get that at all. I was impressed with how they were the first to use the IOP plant protein. I'm interested to see more research on that, but the research they do have is very impressive. As Ben mentioned, the IOP seems to, the ingredient optimized technology seems to overcome pea protein's lack of like bioavailability essentially for the amino acids. So it shows that it raises plasma amino acids to the same level as whey, which is very impressive. And beyond that though, flavor, taste, you, you can't like not, mention that with the protein because no one's just going to drink a protein that tastes bad or is gritty or chalky. And I use the plant protein. I kept coming back for more, honestly. I, and I never have done that with a vegan protein. So for me, that's the clear winner. Beam is obviously, they have a good formula. They have good flavors. I like them as well. They add some trace minerals from Aquaman. So they have some interesting stuff in there. Um, you can yeah, for me, this goes to plantain. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm just a fan of it in so many different ways. The flavor, the texture, uh, 
Mike, to your point about whether or not the IO nutrition actually helps with the flavor, when we spoke with them, it did mention that there is uh, a little bit of that, but I don't think it changes it entirely. I think that caged muscle, especially with their new manufacturer, has brought together mm -hmm. their flavors really, really well. Um, for me, between the technology and how impressive that is, and I was excited that they brought that to market in a year where it's been a little bit uh, controversial with caged muscle and technology, they pulled this one out. They did a great job with it. Uh, if this was last year or one of the years where Ghost dropped a bunch of different vegan flavors, it'd be harder to convince me. But for this year, Plantine from Cage Muscle had me the most excited. Great flavor. I'm the most fan of this one. It's the one for me. Awesome, and this is uh, might be our first very unanimous video here. Yeah, yeah. Well, there weren't a lot of vegan proteins this year. It was uh, like the beginning of the year and a lot of last year. Mm -hmm. So awesome. So there it is. All right. Well, we keep the video shorter than the others. I, I very excited. I got to get the other flavors now. I love that banana flavor. So if you are a banana, cinnamon person, roll is insane. Awesome. Insane. Awesome. Well, guys, you can check out uh, Cage Muscle on our blog. Uh, you can go watch our videos reviewing the flavor and talking about the technology behind it as well on YouTube and Instagram. And you can always read Heather's write-ups on the blog. Uh, for any other information, you can run over blog.pricewell.com. I'm not sure if it's caged-muscle. Yes, it is. Okay, perfect. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for making this point in the video. Congratulations, Cage Muscle. You had a very interesting year. Uh, and I think this was a definite win for you guys. Uh, if you're looking for a vegan protein, check out Plantine from Cage Muscle. Yeah. And I would also say that take a look at the IO nutrition articles. And I think you're going to see more of this IOP coming out. And uh, they have IO Way as well we're going to be covering. So I I'm, I'm excited about some new technologies involved. And Cage Muscle brought it out and it, it won. So there might be something there. Awesome. Boom. Cool. This green's the year. I don't know what I'm going to say. To be really honest with you. No, it's fine. <laughs> we don't. We don't have to do it. There's just so many good greens out there that I was like, ah, eh, maybe, but we don't. Yeah. It's like no, I think it's a great video. Yeah. I think it's a great video. I think it's a great topic. I just don't know which one I would pick. I know what I'm picking. Oh, but... I don't know either. Okay, so greens. Just based on flavor and how much I enjoy it, it would be ghost because guava berry is. I could drink. I like just drinking it. It's kind of weird. I never had a green taste that good. I don't know. I enjoyed the Glaxone flavored more, but they don't have the dose of greens that Ghost has. That's why it's better. I don't want to. Yeah. Am I? I mean, and I put animal greens for people who don't want to drink greens. That's fine. <laughs> like, I don't want to drink animal any. Yeah, you can try your best to flavor it. Blah blah blah. I'll just take the pills. <laughs> you guys want to skip greens then no let's do the video i mean it's yeah, it. we're cool. here we're right. as well if you're willing to edit or we can send it over to brad if you want yeah, i'll split everything with, with with brad all right welcome back to the price Watch channel we're talking greens today we've had an incredible year of brands releasing all sorts of different stabs at the age-old greens powder that usually tastes like crap but welcome to 2020 doesn't always taste bad now I'm joined by Mike Roberto, CEO of PriceWow, and Heather Jacques, the digital content manager for PriceWow. So guys, this year, greens has been uh, something that I swear I talk about every single Q&A for myself. I know Heather does as well. Uh, we've talked about uh, high-dose greens. We've talked about res. We've talked about prebiotic fibers. We've talked about additions to greens, dosages of greens. 
Let's talk about which one won for you guys. So, Heather, if you want to read down uh, which ones we have nominated for Greens of the Year. All right, so we got Glaxon Super Greens, which I don't know if launched this year or last year. It might have launched, hmm. but they did like the revamps. So we're talking about V2, Super Greens V2. Um, yeah. We got the Ghost Greens, which launched this year. Court Nutritionals Greens, Animal Greens, Cage Muscles Outlive 100, and then Revive MD Daily Greens. So those are our choices. So we've got a lot of different options here. And, and this has always been my answer. And I, I might level with you guys and be honest, this might be my cop out on this is that we've had so many different stabs at greens that you can't lose with them here because everyone's going to use this product for a different purpose. And that's what I look for in a greens is one that caters to your need. So we've got things that uh, offer towards performance, like Laxon. We've got ones that offer towards uh, digestion and health, like Ghost. We've got ones that uh, go towards the natural side of things, the organic side of things, like Outlive 100. We've even got ones that decided we're not even going to attempt to flavor it. We're going to put them in pills, uh, animal, because animal uh, obviously is not afraid of giving you 12 pills, as we all have known since 1976. So uh, we've pretty much had all of these. What ones were you guys impressed with? What, what stood out to them with you? And don't forget, Revive MD, I think, actually had some of the highest dosages out of all of these. Definitely not one of the best flavors because Revive MD isn't, you know, they're, they're just not a flavor company. They're, they're, they're a delivery on health and wellness. Uh, but what, were, what did you guys find in this list that stood out to you? Well, just to um, rewind one thing. Uh, yes, Glaxon Super Greens did come out this year. I was going through our thing. Okay. So, okay. so make sure. Um, so one I keep going back to is Ghost Greens. Um, unfortunately, I didn't try Core Nutritionals Greens. The reason I go back to Ghost Greens and probably Glaxon Greens is based on just on flavor. Obviously, I want stuff to taste good. And I was very um, surprised with how well both of those companies flavor their greens. Um, honorable mention, though, I want to mention Revive MD because if that's like the most improved product of the year almost. Because if you guys didn't see the Revive MD Daily Greens before, it was in capsules. And not that capsules are bad. Um, it's just that it was a proprietary blend. Uh, didn't include as many ingredients. Didn't include include as uh, high dosages, all of that stuff. Um, so they put it in a powder, they completely revamped the formula, fully transparent label. Obviously it's more than a greens powder, like we'll, we'll discuss with all these other brands. Um, there's reds, there's greens, there's different you know, probiotics, there's prebiotics. So very complete overall product. Um, taste wise, like Ben said, doesn't taste as good as other ones, but it is a health powerhouse. I mean, you can't, it's just the most improved product here. The rest are new, um, animal greens, if you don't like the taste of greens, like Mike, don't drink your greens. You can just take the, the capsules, the pills. That was a very cool thing. They put their own twist on it using like their pack system, essentially. Um, and KM Outlive 100, I mean, that was a Chris Gethin superfood powerhouse thing. I mean, it's it's not just greens. It's uh, it's everything. It's ashwagandha in there. There's, you know, different stuff for, you know, liver detox. I mean, that is, um, it's even hard to put it on this list. It's almost a superfood powder almost, you know, versus just a green. So but the two I keep going back to is Glaxon and Ghost. Do a lot in terms of the formula, but I've never tried the flavor, so I can't can't say that's my greens of the year because I've never tried it. So for me, I'm not as I don't like drinking any of these. I'll be honest. So that's why I'm I keep nodding to the animal. I'm not a huge vegetable person, so I'm probably going to defer more to Heather on on this. I am, however, 
more of a mushroom person. And for that reason, when um, there's like, let's just say, I may feel the sniffles coming on or my throat gets a little scratchy or whatever. And I, I, I really don't get sick. Um, it is the, either the, the super shrooms in a capsule or if I don't have that super greens from Glaxon, I do like. So um, overall, in terms of this category, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be more on the Team Universal animal packet. It just, it, I'm a pill popper, what do you want me to say? You know, so I'm not afraid of the packs, but, um, but I, I do love me some <laughs> shrooms. So those are my two. Um, in terms of all these cool things that Ghost has done, I, I wasn't blown away by the Ghost Greens as much as Heather was personally, um, and, but that's just me. So, so those are my, my two options, but I'm gonna say that my vote gets less weight here than Heather's because Heather is more into the vegetables and, uh, and I'm more into eating the animals that eat my vegetables, so. You know, I think it was the guava berry and then the lemon, iced tea lemonade, the, the lemon edition flavor they did was, those two really blew me away. The lime and, the, and, and just like the normal flavor weren't as, I don't know, enjoyable, I guess. I do mix the lime and the lemon iced tea together though. Those are very good together. Um, I don't know, I just keep going back to it. Like I said, Super Greens though, I like how they do the more performance, sports performance side with the Bite of Cherry and you know the Super Shroom, stuff like that. It's a tough list because if you don't like to drink greens, animals a clear winner. Um, but that limits your dosages in a, in a sense, you know, obviously there's some high, if you're just talking about scoop size, I mean, revived daily greens is like 20 grams, um, just scoop, scoop size alone, but I don't know if Ben can get his input in here. Yeah. So it, he, we get asked all the time. I think this is one where we're not going to end up with a winner. I'll be really honest with you, because like, if you ask me, what's my favorite greens, it depends on the time of the year. As a strength athlete, as someone who is pushing the boundaries of my body at certain points of the year, it's super greens because I appreciated the Vita Cherry, the, the super shrooms, all of that. But one of the reasons that it tastes so great and they are able to put their time into those areas is because they actually have a lower dose of greens and reds than someone like Ghost Greens. Ghost Greens I used for my digestion when I had digestion issues. They actually... Uh, was it the, the probiotic in there? Mm -hmm. I think they actually made themselves, right? Every single ingredient in Ghost Greens was individually sourced and co-packed at Armada. Like it wasn't, it's it's not like a stock formula from, from Armada that they ordered themselves. Mike Wilkie ordered specifically every single green and red. So those two uh, rank very high for me. I would say that animal greens is probably a very maintenance thing. I don't eat a lot of greens. I'm a lot like Mike. I eat a lot of meat. And so I, I kind of utilize these as a way to bridge the gap because I don't eat a lot of organ meats and stuff like that. So something like animal greens is all about convenience for me. Uh, core greens, I wasn't the biggest fan of just because they claimed reds on it. But I think the only red I saw in it was tomato. Um, so for me, it wasn't as comprehensive of a formula as I would come to expect from Doug and Kenton, uh, which was a little bit disappointing, but they, I don't want to take away from the fact that they were, I think, second to market with this. And inspired, I think we have to definitely give a hat tip here, in 2019, started mm -hmm. this craze. Uh, you know, we didn't do a greens last year. I think like we almost have to put inspired in this category for 2020 because their impression on this industry, this part of the industry is still felt to today. Um, Chris definitely saw far ahead with that product, uh, but these brands took it a step further where like they use trademarked ingredients. Uh, KM Outlive 100 uses KSM, whereas Inspired Greens was using just a straight ashwagandha extract. And that Revive MD Daily Greens, 
I haven't personally used it regularly. I used it maybe for like a couple of weeks after that video that I did. Uh, but those high dosages in there, it's a huge scoop. It totally has a, has a need in there. Uh, if you're not looking for anything specific, if you like a lot of the revived products, I mean, we can call it for what it is, are for people that are on enhanced supplements that need to take care of their bodies. And there's a definitely a purpose there with those high dosages of greens. Um, and so it's hard to pick one winner here because they're all such wildly different products for different purposes. And even myself with my hyper-specific sport of, I literally only do three lifts. I take like a few different here at different times of the year. Yeah. Looking so. at the revive formula. So a lot of it is um, they get the, the FOS, some prebiotics, they have flaxseed, they have a gram of flaxseed, they have a gram of chia, which is a great source of, omega-3 um, that's not fishy or uh, yeah so th there's some really cool stuff in there that's added in as well and uh, that's that's kind of why it's such a big scoop it's not all just greens but it's also fiber and um, and seeds and omegas so I, and then at the bottom there's a probiotic blend it seems that with the prebiotic and the probiotic it's more gut gut friendly so you have yeah you have tons of different options here it's it's, impo it's impossible to say there's a best especially on this one. Um, right. I know we can just leave it as a top five listeners, make links to everything in the YouTube video. I, I don't really care. I think it's, it's worth discussing just because there've been so many of them, but there's definitely been a few standouts and they all do different things. Well, Mike, I just want to say welcome to what my Q and A has been for the last 40 weeks, because this is what I've had to do every single day. Yep. And I, I think uh, it's, it's a great problem to have in this industry. Cause remember five years ago when our biggest problem was amino spiking, like, we are improving in so many different directions here. I'm glad to have this problem yeah. where we've got too many good formulas to pick one. Mm -hmm. So well, it comes down to what you want and what you don't want. If you don't want to drink it, animals right there. If you want um, some, some shroom action or you want some recovery action, Glaxon's great. Uh, if you have Heather's taste buds, you're probably going to like ghost a lot. <laughs> and then if you like some of the omegas and if you have gut issues, revives looking like the one to get. So, tons of different options there. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to, I don't think anyone gets an award, I guess. I don't, what do you think? Congrats to all that got on this train and made something unique for themselves because it would have been think, easy. Yeah, congrats sorry. to Chris Waldron for starting this, this whole thing too. <laughs> there you go. Big Wally doing it, doing it big. So <laughs> Awesome. Well, this is, this has been your, your top list for 2020. Pick one for you. Try one, try them all. I think that you'll be happy with pretty much any of these. All right. Stopping recording. Uh, multi of the year. <laughs> Does anyone I feel like that's just going to end up like green. So we don't, yeah. we don't really have to do that because yeah. it'll be like all winners, you know, they're just all different. So I want to talk about community. Uh, I put that below there. For me, it's Axe and Sledge. I've, I've just been so blown away by them. Uh, that's, yeah. that's really Should we say people like, of the year or just community is cool? Yeah, community. Brand community of the year. Okay. I and think then, they uh, definitely deserve Yeah, let's that. close it out with have we, we haven't done brand to watch for 2021 either. No. So let's do let's do community and then let's do the, the looking forward video. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right, welcome back to Price Plow. 
We have now done probably 20 accolades for 2020, and we are rounding out on the end. We're going to talk about something today that is not something that's very quantifiable, but something that can be felt across the industry. Um, I'm joined today by Mike Roberto, CEO of PriceWow, and Heather Jacques, our digital content manager. So in this industry, obviously, uh, I'm a little biased here because this is one of my most recent jobs at a, at a brand, but... Bringing a community together is super important for making people feel part of a brand. No one wants to feel like they're just giving someone money and that CEO is going and spending it on Lamborghinis and drugs. You want to know that your, your contributions and your love is appreciated. And we see it done in a lot of different ways. And today I, I have someone in mind that I'd like to talk about, but I think that there's been a lot of different ways that this has been created in this industry. And it, it has its roots in what we do. We go to the gym together as crews, we work out with others, we socialize. Well, not so much this year, but we try. And I figure let, let's, let's talk about what we see and what we've been impressed by. I think some of the obvious ones here are uh, Nutribio's like, like without compromise slogan brings a lot of people to the, the, the action. Ghost obviously has a, a super almost cult-like fo following to it behind the, the Guzmans and the tunings and the skinny jean wearing kids of the industry. And uh, the one that I really want to lean into, which I, I've, kind of not discovered i knew it existed but finally got a real taste of this year is the axe and sledge community which i've just been absolutely blown away by uh what are some of your guys's favorites or do you agree with with my list yeah i, I think uh definitely axe and sledge and the other one would be the glax and goon squad the whole community they've created around that calling their fans goons and i just think it's a fun twist on it but obviously there's very strong communities with like neutral Bros bio crew um ghost just has her own thing going there but um i think out of all of those x and sledge definitely stands out the most um the demo crew strong and it's what you know all across the country like you said it's very notable so that's one that stands out in my mind yeah i think we gotta we gotta take it back to like understanding like some of the original like lifestyle brands before there was ghost there was actually you had animal and the barbell crew and you had five percent nutrition with rich piana and i honestly think that um, I don't, I, Ghost has this great community like that, but it, it, they have a great community, but it's not a community like that. It's not like, let's get to the gym together and do stuff. It's, it's, it's different and it's more online. It's more digital. Um, whereas the, the roughneck, the accent sledge, I think is the future of what, um, is of what we're going to see and how can it not be without, with, you know, when you have Seth Ferozzi. And so that's to me, the community that really is going to explode and continue to grow um, more than more than anything else, at least in the states, because there's other things going on in Canada and everything too. But I think um, I, I think it's Seth Ferozzi that I'm always that always puts a smile on my face and that I'm like most excited for and watching them grow. So to me, I, I think it's a big deal. I know Ben, you, you don't want to say it, but you were very pivotal in growing Nutribio's Bio Crew, and. Yeah. And it's always I mean, fun to watch them. I, I, I honestly <laughs> think that you did an, a fantastic job building it. And, um, but it's tough to compete with the, with the man himself, Seth Ferozzi. So that's just, for sure. that's my take. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I wrote all of it. I created all of it. I, I, I started it. I'm, I'm super proud of it. Uh, and, and I would be absolutely a hundred percent lying to you. If I told you that there weren't strong influences from things like the animal barbell crew, which, gave me my start in this industry, yeah. which told me like there was a place for myself. I think a lot of us, I, I've, 
I think a lot of us feel a lot of us came to this lifestyle because we were left out somewhere else. I didn't feel normal. And, and coming to the gym, I've, I am around other people like myself. And it's really powerful. Um, I think that the days of that being because we're all like meathead, massive bodybuilders and with animal and stuff, that's kind of over. Yes, there are still a lot of them out there. I am absolutely one of them. But uh, everyone has gripped onto a community in some way. I think you, you can't fault Ghost for seeing the writing on the wall with digital online presence with their, their streamers, their lifestyle YouTubers, all of that stuff. There's a huge presence there. Not as much of gym stuff. And that's kind of by design and kind of cool. The animal thing has sort of died off. There's obviously always that kid at the gym in the iconic yellow t-shirt, but you know, it's, it's not the whole, I guess it, it, it hasn't, lost in size but the percentage of the industry when you go to shows now it's not all massive men there's lifestyle people there's women there's crossfitters strong and there's people of all different walks of life and for me seeing the growth of axe and sledge as a, a group of people who are like I, I maybe i'm biased as someone who is from middle class new jersey and seeing like a group of of uh you know, the, the, the backbone, the blue collar workers, the, the American culture of people who uh, there's really a moral dr driver of this whole community where, you know, Seth is, is uh, preaching to be a good person and, and lead the community and all this stuff. It, it meant something different to me. I love all of the stuff that Ghost does. They definitely bring their people together under a, uh, you know, a unified look and feeling and community and project and, and all of that. But damn, there's just this community buy-in for Axe and Sledge that is just so cool. And I've said this in a couple other videos, but when I wear demo crew shirts, uh, All-American Roughneck, Axe and Sledge out to gyms and stuff, people stop me and they talk to me, you know, and, and the, the, the podcasts that uh, Bob and Seth put together uh, have They've influenced me a ton just from watching it. it. Makes me want to do my content better. It makes me want to live my life differently or more, you know, whatever direction they're taking things. And it's it's powerful and it's incredible. And uh, I, I just have to give them that this year. It, whether it's talking about Seth as a person and what he drives home, or the community as a whole, or really just one of the things that I texted Patrick about was they did this launch during COVID that was like uh, the, the HWMF launch or whatever. And, and there were, there were like, you know, probably 20 different shirts. And the one that had we, the people in the front of it sold out first. And it was crazy to me. That it's all these, these meatheads that are about like growing and all sorts of stuff. But the, the, the fact that they went and bought something that was for the love of their country first was kind of cool to see that, that, you know, all of this stuff is, 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 sexy and cool and whatever and it's all merchandised but th there was a, a core moral factor to it that they all followed along with was powerful and, and exciting to see uh that it, that isn't lost in the the, the fog of all of this marketing at least for myself i'm sure you guys probably agree <laughs> well put man it was a hell of a rant that no, the I, ghost energy I just agree. hit me <laughs> if you guys were wondering that was a hundred percent ghost energy <laughs> Uh, no, I yeah. think they built a strong community still. So I totally agree with all you said. Yeah, for sure. I think in our next video, we're going to talk about brands to watch for 2021. And, um, but this video leads into that real well, because these are the people to watch in 2021, or these are people that you should already be following. Um, 
and, and, and to really connect with who are, are doing great things, doing the right things and doing um, intense things with their community. And that's why we wanted to make this video and kind of like give them shout outs for bringing people together at a time when we need it. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of mentioned before that I don't always like doing these awards because you, you have to give it to the people who some, some would say have the best resources or pander to the right crowds or do the, the right sexy things. And, and some companies like Axe and Sledge can get overlooked uh, because their products are uh, simple, straight to the point, and they don't put bells and whistles in there. Um, and so things like this, like the community aspect and stuff can shine a light on people who might not make the Nutter Butter Chips Ahoy protein, right? But they still provide a product to a community that like just eats it up and they, they provide a, a solution and a service to people who are looking for some sort of direction in their life. And it's, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't think there's much else to add. <laughs> <laughs> cool rants man no that was awesome yeah awesome well congrats axe and sledge yeah you guys definitely uh, killed it this year in a, com a community era where we weren't even all together uh, quite a, actually a bit of a feat to bring everyone together so uh thanks for all that you do uh we'll be watching your podcast from now on and uh hey maybe <laughs> we can trade podcasts sometime soon get on each other's awesome it'd be cool all right you guys ready to do your brands to watch in 2021? We don't even have anything written for this, so this will be fun. No. This is AP their major one? Well, All right. That we know, like, obviously, I mean, yeah, let's just jam on it. But obviously, okay. everyone's got to watch Ghost in Nutribio, and you know, we got some cool supplements coming out. I'm sure Glaxon's going to do some unique stuff. But everyone knows that, you know. So what's the uh, what's the next? level of, of brands to watch for. And that's kind of uh, where we could, where you can jam about stuff. But yeah, bringing up HD muscle again isn't a bad idea. Um, yeah. What else? We know that Alpha Lion's going to do sure. some stuff. All right. Yeah, let's just chat about it and then let's we'll jam. close out and everything. That's about it. And uh, I am starving. Me too. All right. Welcome back to Price Plow. This is your last not even an accolade. We've finished talking about the past. We have brought it to the present and we're going to be talking about the future here. The brands to watch in 2021. Last year, I have to say it. We did our <laughs> brands to watch in 2020 and we freaking nailed it. We called <laughs> it. And hopefully today, well, I think we're going to shoot from the hip a little bit more. We're coming in this. We're going to be honest. We got no notes. We're going to jam this for you guys. We're going to talk about the brands to watch in 2021. So we are joined today by Mike Roberto, CEO of PriceFund, and Heather Jacques, the digital content manager as well. So I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to just put this out there already. We already know Glaxon, Ghost, Nutribio's new line that is yet to be released and named. All of those three things. Uh, we know we got to watch for those. Uh, Ghost is the brand of the year for 2020. Glaxon is the breakout brand for 2020. Uh, I am absolutely 100% biased in the new Nutrial line because I was part of the formulations for it. We all know that those are things that we're excited about, but that's not what we're really here to talk about. Today, we're going to talk about next year, the up and coming brands. They might not be breakout brand of the year. This probably is kind of the lead in for who it might be. But who didn't have a huge year this year and next year is a serious contender that we can stake our claim on? I'm going to let you guys first go first. And you probably know who I'm going to say. 
Yeah, so I wanted to go backwards, and one other brand that's got to be in like the always watching brand is Alpha Lion. I think they've they've done a little bit of flip over, and I think they're going to be ready to rock and roll twenty twenty one. But we were already going to watch them. Uh, anyone in the industry already knows that they're doing cool stuff. So that was one more to add to that pile of defaults. I was so, actually going to put that in the brands to watch in twenty twenty one. Oh, it is. I, oh, geez, I didn't okay. even think that was a. I didn't even think that was a default because of the stuff that they just did. I think that really solidified them as like definitely someone to watch. Just also because we know Jordan and he's he's given us some info behind the scenes. We know that they're um, logistically, strategy wise, ready for twenty twenty one. So are they the brand to watch for twenty twenty one? And we're done with the video, or? Uh, I don't. You know what we we said the up and coming brands. So. That, yeah. You know what? You might be right. They might just have to be in that first category. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm going to go with that. So up and coming brands. Let's talk. Let's talk about that, I guess. Heather, who you got? I think uh, this is hard because a lot of these brands are rookie and are rookie of the year yeah. um, nominees yeah. as well. So two of my top ones are um, Muscle HD. I really liked what they did this year. I'm really excited to see what they come out um, next year. Um, Hostile. And then Dragon Pharma, because I think all three of those brands had, like I said, it's not like they didn't have a good year. They had a great year, but I think they're setting themselves up for a, a bigger year next year. And um, they did so well in 2020 in a very challenging year. And I think hopefully 2021 is better. You never know. But uh, they're setting themselves up for some big things and they're already doing great things. So those are my top three. Um, I definitely agree with you on offline, though. I think they're really going to shine through. So. Maybe that's like the top of the top, but uh, those those brands are my brands to watch. Yeah, I'm pulling hard for Hostile to have an awesome sophomore year. Like that's one that, uh, yeah, I, I I think that they might they might bust it big, but we'll we'll see. I want to just keep an eye on that. Um, but but Ben, I know that you've been talking to some folks and um, and you have a a, a smaller not smaller but a a brand that's kind of fly, flying under the radar a little bit right now, but you think is going to bust out, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's been a fun ride with these guys. Obviously uh, earlier in the year, I, I had a bit of a video for uh, Alpha Prime. <laughs> it was called at the time. They wanted me to review their pre-workout. I didn't want to review it. They made me do it and it wasn't pretty, uh, but they, 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 they let me help them. And uh, they, they've come back out as AP Sports Regimen and they are offering some unique products. And I don't say that very often. You guys usually hear me say 3.2 grams of metaholine and six grams of citrulline. They're doing some cool stuff and we got to give it to them. Uh, if we're talking about brands that are coming into a rookie year, like, cause I totally agree with Fuon and Hostile. I think that they could have a great sophomore year, but I, it's rarely the type of company I'm talking about for uh, uh, brands to watch. If we're talking about someone who is not being looked at yet, but probably has a great uh, possibility, AP Sports Regimen has a few different factors that I'll put, I'll put behind them. They've got funding, Caesar, and this, this is like a weird thing to talk about, but Caesar is a successful man in other areas. So he brings in the money to do, which is, now this is moving to the second point, the right things. Every time I talk to Caesar, he says, I want it manufactured correctly. I want it tested. I want the formulas to be different. I, I don't want, like, it's funny because he's not even like a bodybuilder. I think he's, he's, he's a race car driver. Uh, he, he, he understands that he wants to be differentiated. The packaging <laughs> is pretty cool. The packaging, like, it's, it's kind of like a V1 Glaxon level packaging. It's got some tactile response and stuff, but it, it has room to improve, which is important for brands first stab at things. You have to leave room to move up in. Uh, and 
they've got a team behind them that cares. They've got Ben Chow, who I have to say is just, he's a guy that I look up to in terms of nutritional coaching and training. He's a smart guy. He understands hypertrophy and, uh, and, and supplementation isn't something I expect bodybuilders to understand, but he, he has a pretty good grasp on that. They've got DT Roth, who's been, uh, been around some other companies and coming into a leadership role here, who I think is, is going to do a good job leading the company. They've got uh, JP who's uh, recently introduced to us through some uh, mutual friends. And I've got, I've got some pretty good stock in him thinking they'll do well. And Caesar, their CEO, I think, is leading them well towards a great 2021. Um, there, it's interesting because they don't have like a real core message outside of they want to educate their followers, offer a product that is unique and different from the rest of the industry, and uh, give them content and influencers or whatever you want to call them that help um, lead people towards a, a better community. So we're kind of watching them right now. Uh, through their adolescent stage, I guess I would call watching them, you know, their first stab, that pre-workout, let's just act like that never happened. We're moving into something cooler. They've got better packaging. They've got uh, cool, cool people on the team. They're, they're, they're growing well. And I think they're setting themselves up for a, a destructive 2021. Uh, we've seen some uh, stabs at what the next pre-workout will be. And I think that people are going to be very excited. Uh, not only that, but the products they actually just did, I've actually, right here um you never see like first stabs at products like the first run the flavors be good but their proteins were awesome if you guys can get some of this like i was very surprised when i went into this i did not expect good flavors so 2021 for me the brand to watch out of the new up-and-coming newcomers is ap sports regimen that's good i think that's good to pick just one brand out of all obviously we know those brands, other brands we listed are going to do great things. They already have. But um, I think as far as an underdog, underrated brand, it's, it's going to be probably that one that no one expects. So that'll be, I think that's a good just overall. I agree yeah. with that choice for sure. Yeah, this is similar to the content we did last year. We talked about, uh, ironically, we talked about Alpha Lying again. They were, they were setting up <laughs> for a good year. But I think they finally figured it out. Alpha Lying is one of those companies that we don't got to worry about. They're going to do their yeah. thing and they're going to kill it, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. We trust them. You know, the Glaxons, the Ghost, Nutribar, like, like, you know, we help them when they need it, but they're, 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 they're big boys. They can do it. AP Sports Regiment is the newcomers in the block. And I think that they're going to, I don't know if they're going to hurt some feelings this year, but I think they're going to come in and wow some people. And I'm, I'm excited for some new people in the block because I am, I don't know about you guys. I'm sick of talking about the same products every month. Yeah. You got to have some underdogs. I, um, yeah. Of other things to watch, I'm always watching. I, I'm telling my protein, I need more functional foods. I love your wafers and all that stuff. So I want some of that. Ben, are you allowed to talk about any of the stuff you're doing with Nutribio right now? Or is that... Because people are um, kind of mentioned that. Well, so I can talk about the stuff that I've already posted, right? We did uh, a thermogenic fat burner uh, powder. Uh, pump product was posted. And a GDA. Um, that's like the stuff that I've explicitly posted that Mark has really approved. I'll tell you, there's probably about, I think, eight SKUs coming on the first rip, uh, evenly split between powders and pills. Uh, some very cool stuff. I am only part of the formulation team. I want to make sure that I note there are other people in the process, but been uh, very intimately hands-on with it and super excited. I'm not involved in the marketing of it or the label designs or anything, but I do know that uh, Mark has brought on a, a, 
a fair amount of different people to bring a label that not only has Nutribio never done before, but he claims no one else in the industry has ever put anything out like it either. Well, and one, one ingredient, I want to say one ingredient to look out for. I'm a rhodiola junkie, rhodio prime six X from NMB nutrition. I think we're going to see in a few supplements coming out. Love this stuff every day. And so that's a, uh, that's a little thing well, that I want to keep an eye out for. Cause uh, yeah, if it puts you in a little bit of a better mood, then that's a good thing. How, how can I, I think this? uh new biome from NMB nutrition is going to be pretty big. We've already had quite, I think gut health supplements. I know this year is kind of the year of the greens. I think gut health supplements are going to get a lot more popular in sports nutrition. Um, like I said, superhuman gut was big, but uh, the new biome and everything they do in tributarin, I think is cool. And I like to see research like that. So that's, a, that's an exciting area. Awesome. Well, I think this has been a, a fun little content piece on what to watch in 2021. Um, don't want to make too many huge claims, but Hopefully at the end of 2021, we look back and some of these names have grown. They've done something interesting. I'm personally pulling for Rodeo Prime. And I will say that as the person that pitched the ingredient, if I have my hands and things, I usually will pitch it to those people too, because I think that it's an ingredient that people need to try. Uh, so however that foreshadows for you guys, it is going to be out there. It's a, I think it's an ingredient that everyone's been impressed by. Uh, and I, I guess uh, the next time you guys hear about this, it'll be uh, the end of 2020. We'll be recapping on whether or not this all came true. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Excellent. Well, thanks guys for a full day of recording all sorts of videos on 2020 and 2021. I'm looking forward to seeing now the next year goes and hopefully we can get in person a little bit more.